Hey now, with your boy PSA Sitch here with another Tuesday Tuesday show with everyone's favorite violinist. Tiffa Lockhart fan. <laughs> everyone's favorite violinist and Tiffa Lockhart fan, the number one enjoyer of opera, Adam Friended. Opera. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're here with Sean, a politically criminal. Potentially. Or pot- uh, potentially. <laughs> Potentially criminal. We were talking about politics before this, so obviously it influenced me. Uh, potentially criminal. And I put channel in there because I was like, Sean, potentially criminal <laughs> does not sound like a good undercard. So uh, that's all right. Sean, I guess I'll, I'll let Sean, I'll let you introduce yourself. I, okay. I've watched some of your content, some of your law stuff coverage because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a nerd, I'm into that kind of stuff. So, but I w- went on a, I guess, like kind of a panel on Joe's channel. And I think you came in and you uh, made some very disparaging marks about, uh, remarks about a team as I was, as I was taking off. So evidently you watched <laughs> the show enough to know that there's like S class oh. and a team. Well, well, yes, I know that S class is the best class. So. Okay. Right there. But Look at that. daggers in the heart Battle. already. But yes, otherwise, um, yes, I run a channel, Potentially Criminal. I am a defense attorney. I'm in the Cleveland area. Um, try to cover topics relating to that, but there's just so much, especially the past like two months, just goofy crap out there that I'm starting just to cover kind of the other things in the legal field, in the legal world. And uh, yeah, I try to cover trials if they're if I'm available and I can work it through my schedule and then just whatever else comes along the way. I think I watched your coverage on the parade massacre guy what was that guy's name daryl brooks daryl brooks yeah, yeah that, yes. that insane trial oh my god yes yeah. so i watched some of your guy. coverage on that yeah which was uh obviously pretty insane so we got a great show planned uh sean it, it wants it to, well uh sitch <laughs> sitch wants to whoever, talk whoever we're talking about sitch wants to talk about alec baldwin the alec baldwin situation i want mm-hmm. to just for the record say i totally called it i said he would get off or get a slap on the wrist so credit where credit is due adam's mm-hmm. prediction abilities are top notch we're also mm-hmm. i want to do i want uh, sitch has found this website where y- you can talk to basically characters from anime and and pop culture and stuff we talked a little bit about it on the Sunday show and he was talking to Mario and he was asking Mario if, you know, I guess he talked Mario out of being into critical race theory, which hats off to Sitch for being able to do that. (laughs) But it made me curious, is Tiffa Lockhart into critical race theory? So we're going to go check that out, see if she's into critical race theory. Some people in the chat were saying that she thought they thought she was into critical race theory or, or um, drag shows or something like that via <laughs> canon, and I, I like I don't know, I don't know the canon of <laughs> Tiffa Lockhart, so that's interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I want to continue the discussion that we had on Sunday about transing away the gay. I'd like to take oh that. Conver- well, you said don't bring it up again unless you you want to move the conversation forward. So I yes. am prepared. Oh, okay. I am prepared have, have to move the conversation forward. I found. Some articles. So, Sitch, look, Sitch, okay. I don't want you to have to read a whole book, okay? Uh-huh. I found an article that talks about the stuff from the book in the article, 
And I also, I thought this through and I think I thought a, like a logical chain of reasoning that might convince you to okay. my position or the wider position. I just, you know, okay. obviously we want to know if that's true or not. And then my friend Ethan Van Skyver is also going to come on for a while. So, nice. you know, he might participate in the the shenanigans as well. I told him after we talk about Alec Baldwin, I'll send him the link and then he can come in and talk to us. So I think that's everything that I have on my list. That should keep us busy for a while, right? So sure. you want to get into what is what do you what do you want to introduce on okay. Alec Baldwin? So I feel like whenever I listen to LawTube talk about Alec Baldwin, I feel like they're missing a massive part of the of the case. But I'm just some asshole. I'm not a lawyer, right? So maybe I just That's don't understand the, the law, right? So. <laughs> what are your what are your overall feelings, Sean, on the whole Alec Baldwin? Should he be charged? Should he be released? Situation. Well, uh, can you guys hear me? By the way, I had to switch yeah, my nice. mic. Okay, sound great. Right. Sound, sound much, much better. better now. Yeah, yeah, look. Yeah, sorry. Not it, talking it through the computer. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, such part of being a lawyer is being an asshole. So you're part way there. There. Um, <laughs> nice. But uh, so could you turn is... your volume up a little bit? Um, if it's possible. sure, let me try. Okay, is that better? Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, I hate to get the tip pool answer here, but it's complicated. Oh, no. No, I, I, I think ultimately this is where when you look at how you're going to – the first thing is, does charging this person benefit society? Do we What do we gain from this? And I don't know if charging Alec Baldwin ultimately is ever going to benefit society in any way. Uh, certainly his – you know, Helena Hutchins' widower is – fine with being an executive producer and getting justice, a cut of the movie. Yeah. It's, it's, do you want this in your society? Because you also have to think about, is this worth putting this guy in prison over? And mm -hmm. I, I kind of support the idea of decar the decarceral state. We don't need oh, to jail really? as many people as we have. I mean, we really don't. I mean, it's day in and day out. There are so many people who don't need to be getting jammed up and hassled by the system this is just another example of it. Mm -hmm. There are enough real criminals out there, the robbers, the rapists, the murderers, um, you know, for people who don't like the war on drugs, you know, okay, well, there's some drug dealers. There is there is enough real criminals out there. We don't need to make more of them. And I think absent Alec Baldwin admitting like he was waving the gun around and like, you can't talk to me like that. I'll show you. And, you know, shooting her like that. Okay, that would be, I think, punishable. But otherwise... Um, you know, we have a civil system for the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So to be clear, when you say you're in favor of decarceral state, mm -hmm. but you're not talking about like, uh, you know, violent criminals should not be released or that, I mean, or do you think that there should be, you know, no cash bails or what exactly? Are you talking well, about? I, I think, I think there should be an increase in no cash bail, for example, mm -hmm. like people are freaking out in Illinois about this, but there are a ton of people where if you put a thousand dollar bond on them, the, that may as well be a hundred hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know that that becomes the problem, and I I think the state should have to show explicitly why this person's a threat. What you know is this person not going to show up? It it should be on the government to show why this person should be kept in jail, because there are times where okay, great, you you kept them pre-trial and then you dismiss it, or they was facing a very serious felony and now it's a probational offense. All right. Well, right. now they get out. They've lost their house. They lost their car. They lost their job. Like, you know, what do you say? Like, no hard feelings at that point to somebody. Um, it, it ruins. It causes so many problems. 
Now, yes, I, I'm not saying abolish prisons. I'm not down that road at all because we do need to deal with people. Like, I still think the death penalty has a place. But I'm just saying the amount of people in prison right now, I don't think necessarily needs to be as large as it is. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I think I think mostly that stems from probably imagine from drug violations where, I mean, I'm fine with people who commit acts of violence against other people to be, you know, given bail that they have to pay for to be, you know, thrown in jail and all that stuff. Well, I, yeah, I, but even then, I guess my experience is it. it there are a lot of people who like there's the the nonviolent drug offender thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, there are some of that, but generally it's just also like the idea you're not just walking down the street and oop you get sucked into prison. Um, there are a lot of people who, you know, at least in my experience, at least where I'm at in Ohio, if you're you know you have drug and you have addiction, and you're dealing with problems. It's not just oh you did drugs you're going to prison. It's you've done drugs, you consistently are not following the court's rules you're not following probation right. and you basically run the court out of options other than you know going and being incarcerated so and i, I you know i think that's a, that's a whole another issue but um for the most part if you are you know it's not just like some guy like oh i got caught with a bag of weed and i'm in here it's, it doesn't work like that anymore mm, okay interesting okay so going back to Alec baldwin so I mean, you don't feel that he should have been imprisoned for these kind of social reasons, but do you think that he violated the law or was guilty of manslaughter or involuntary manslaughter, I guess? I, I, I have I have some issues with that because, mm -hmm. yes, he did hold the firearm. He did um, when it went off. And, yes, he probably, you know, he should have checked it regardless of what industry standards are. But given what's out there now, especially with this new evidence that's allegedly out there that the firearm, the, the pistol could have gone off without the trigger being pulled. I think that's exculpatory enough that there's reasonable doubt. I mean, because if he wasn't if his finger wasn't on the trigger, yes, he was pointing it at somebody. But I, I think there's enough intervening issue there. You should assume that a modern mechanical device is not just going to catastrophically fail. So I, I think that kind of breaks the chain of responsibility. Yeah, he shouldn't have pointed it at her. But if he's following the other rules of firearm safety, you know, the gun doesn't just go right. off. I mean, like, it it never does. Even though you watch the first 48, oh, the gun went off. Almost well, never that happens. So, but in this case, it may have, it sounds like. Right, right. Well, regarding, like, him pointing it, I mean, if he, mm -hmm. if they're filming it and they're like, point the mm -hmm. gun towards the camera... Mm -hmm. And he's just following what the director's saying, and the, there's a camera person holding the camera, right? And they're mm -hmm. behind it. I mean, how else is he supposed to point the gun? Yeah, and I think there's a. And I, have you guys seen the video of, like, maybe within the five minutes before the shooting, where he's practicing his drawing camera? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's clear though he's got, he's bumbling it. He can't, you know, he's not used to handling a gun. Yeah. His fingers on the trigger, it looks like, and he's playing with the hammer, so. That that kind of tends to, you know, you know, maybe the hammer, you know, maybe there was something wrong with it, but we also the FBI tested it. And for what that's worth, given it's the FBI and you can put your faith in them how you want, <laughs> they 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 pretty much had to destroy it to make it go according to his theory. Right. Um. They So, I mean, well, we'll I see. Believe we'll the see. scene was he was supposed to pull the gun out and, and actually pull the hammer back in the shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So, so I, I think we'll, we'll we'll know what this evidence is at some point because they can't just bury it because right. Hannah Reed is still facing charges. So her attorneys are going to say, oh, this gun got screwed with before she even touched it. Well, that severs, you know, that kind of puts another gap in her chain of responsibility. So they're going to seek that evidence out. Or let's say they dismiss the charges against her. Mm-hmm. This is all going to be discoverable through FOIA. So we'll find out what it really was and whether or not this is a legitimate issue or this is political favoritism or if this is, you know, Baldwin paying his way out of it. Right. Well, I mean, even if the gun had a man, uh, malfunction, I mean, there should be the question of why was there a real bullet in there, which would presumably be her responsibility mm-hmm. as the oh, armor anyway. Yes. Well, that's true. And there shouldn't have been live ammo within like 10 miles of that place. Right. So, um, She's got a lot of issues there, but the biggest issue for all of them is they talk to the police and they did it. They did it without an attorney. Don't ever do that. Had Alec Bowman not talked to the police and then had he not gone on with George Stephanopoulos, I think he would not have been charged, period. What did he say that was so damning? Um, Oh, and and the thing he talks about, like, I didn't touch the trigger. I didn't touch the trigger Mm -hmm. repeatedly. Right. George Stephanopoulos. He talks about, like, playing with the hammer. And you can't, and he acts like you can cock it in different stages. Well, there's a half cock and full cock on a single action revolver, but he's talking about how he handles it. But on video, you can see him literally minutes before it goes down, his fingers on the trigger. He's bobbling it. The gun's not in a secure grip. So that really, and he also says, well, I'm an actor, so I'm trained in um, horseback riding, fencing, shooting. <laughs> right. Well, that that's the classical <laughs> actor stuff. Yeah, right. And he just harps on it that he's a professional and he just looks like a complete dunce doing all this. So it it doesn't help him. He should have just Mm -hmm. shut up. Yeah. Also, I mean, I remember in the police interview, he was actually did himself a massive disservice because he was talking about how he could visually recognize the difference between like a live round and a fake round. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is all going to hurt your potential. Yeah. There there, (laughs) there was a lot to it. And right. It, so with the because I, I did hear about the the claim that the gun was able to or the gun uh, could fire on its own. Was that the D.A. was saying that? Where did that come out from? Yeah, that was from a source around the prosecution. Um, was, it, not, it, was it official or is it like a source in quote? Finger well, quote? it's it's part of the reason it, the source came out. But then that's the reason why they're dismissing the charges to continue the investigation. So that was their official reason that they gave. Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Which I mean, and ultimately though, they're probably not going to charge him again. This is just the, you know, they said, Oh, we're going to get him on the serious firearm specification. Then they had to Mm -hmm. walk it back. And now they're walking this back and now it's going to go away. And, you know, ultimately it's going to be that assistant director who pled out to a misdemeanor. I think at the end of the day, Hmm. being the only person held accountable. Right. So, the thing I had, my problem with kind of um, the way that I was hearing people discuss it uh, mm-hmm. was that people kept saying, oh, Alec Baldwin is responsible because he held the gun and presumably even if he, you know, let's just say hypothetically he did pull the trigger and we know he pulled the trigger and the gun didn't malfunction. Um, Alec Baldwin, you know, he was holding the gun, he pulled the trigger, it's his fault at the end of the day. And to me... I just didn't understand this argument because if you're an actor on a set, you know, like the example I was thinking of is if Tom Cruise is filming Mission Impossible 27 
and they're like, hey, in this scene, Tom, you're going to throw this guy off the roof. And the guy's, you know, wearing some kind of safety harness. And so Tom throws the guy off the roof. But, oh, the guy, you know, the stunt coordinator didn't tie the harness on correctly and the guy falls to his death. Like, that's not Tom Cruise's fault because he didn't personally check the harness. It's not Tom Cruise's as an actor. It's not his responsibility uh, or his job to check the harness to make sure it's on properly. And so I don't understand why, when I was hearing all these people discuss this case who were lawyers, none of them seemed to be accounting for the fact that on a film set, there are different people that have different responsibilities. It's not the same as if just you randomly pick up a gun out in the normal world somewhere and where there is no one. Like if I just go into someone's house and I pick up a gun, there's no one else that was supposed to be responsible for my actions or for that gun and the safety of the gun except for me. But if you're on a movie set, there's literally a person whose job it is to do that. And, not, and it's not the actor's responsibility to do that. Well, it there is still a responsibility as an actor when you're in theater or in the movies that you are in charge of. Like if you have a prop you're using, mm-hmm. you're supposed to know the condition of your prop and make sure that it's ready to go that it's working whether it's you're wearing a hat or like if you're if you're in a if you're in a your prop is meant you're supposed to like hit somebody with it or it's a sword you would make sure your sword's not sharp because if you're gonna have to hit somebody whether you don't want to hurt them Um, for the firearms you're supposed to know that that weapon is safe before you pick it up um the especially someone like alec baldwin who is a master actor it's not his first day on the job. You know, somebody's handing it to him and him saying, okay, it's good. No, he should have been like, okay, is it empty? Oh, there's, oh, open it up. Open loading gate. Oh, there's some rounds in here. Oh, are these live or fake? And they pull them out and check them. But he didn't do any of that. So that's that's not a, uh, that that's actually a common thing you're supposed to do. Just, you don't go, oh, here's a gun and take it. Um, even, you know, sets where like blanks and things are being used. You see them load it, they hand it to you, you know that it's at that point loaded or you know that it's safe. So there is that issue about him handing a gun and he didn't know the the status of it, so he still pointed it anyway. Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at, um, I looked at the uh, Screen Actors Guild handbook and I looked at, um, I don't remember, some other, some other guidelines and regulations for actors. And it said in in regards to handling firearms, um, they said that if the actor wants, they could ask the armorer or the AD responsible to load or unload the gun in front of them so that they could visibly see, you know, what was inside of it. Um, And but both those guidelines that I saw, they both said that the responsibility for the maintenance and the loading and unloading of the gun was the armor or the AD's responsibility. None of them that I found said that the actor was responsible to check the gun before using it. So I, so I was curious as to where, because if that was the case, like I would agree, like obviously if that is the case, if it is industry standard, if it is, you know, Screen Actor Guild standard that the actor is supposed to check, you know, these kinds of props for safety reasons, then it is a responsibility. I just, I haven't seen that information anywhere. I, it, it, but there's, and I think part of this issue is there's a lot of just it's firearm safety in general. You know, you mm-hmm. treat all firearms as though they're loaded. You don't put your finger on the trigger until you're ready to shoot. You don't point at things you're not willing to kill or destroy, and you're aware of your target and what's behind it. Well, you should be making sure what you're being handled, 
you know, like you said, if you come into my house and you pick a gun up off the table, you would either check it or, you know, have me show you that it's status. You wouldn't just pick it up and start, you know, going, you know, hopefully you wouldn't go like pew, 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 pew. But right, if you right, did, right. if you did, we might have an issue. Yes, um, right. But there, there is just the general comment that becomes it's a general common sense issue. And mm. at some point, you know, yes, you, ha you know, have an industry standard, sure. But your industry standards don't supersede criminal liability necessarily. Um, it's very hard to say I was just doing what I was told or I'm following the rules um, because those rules don't negate the New Mexico criminal statute. Well, so wasn't part of the um, part of the elements of the involuntary manslaughter charge was that mm -hmm. the individual would have to know that the action they're engaged in is mm -hmm. uh, very dangerous and that they're sure. reckless. And, and I mean, I would argue that if you're an actor on a set and you, this is the industry standard is you don't mm -hmm. have to check the gun and that there's someone mm -hmm. whose job it is to check the gun and they've never had an accident, you know, 30, 40 years, I would argue that the, the actor wouldn't think that they were doing anything reckless. No, and I, I, I think ultimately that's where, in addition to whether or not it's a just issue mm -hmm. to try to put charge him, which I still don't think it is, um, I think you're going to find people who are going to say, yes, it's perfectly reasonable. And the thing is, you're not going to find, you're not going to get a jury of 12, like NRA range instructors sitting there. <laughs> you know, juries, as I, I've said this before in a couple of cases, juries are full of normies. Right. We do a pretty good job of weeding out people who I really want on the jury usually get snuffed out by the other side. And then the people that I don't want on the jury, I'm pretty good at getting rid of them. So I end up, we end up with a, just a group of randos. You know, mm -hmm. soccer moms and, you know, people who, okay, they may own a gun, but they might say, yeah, you know what? It is reasonable. You should assume that everybody else checked this, but you didn't check it. But yes, at some point, you know, do we wish he would have? Sure. But at, at some level, I don't see the criminal intent, the complete recklessness of right. pointing a firearm that everybody else has checked. Now, yes, ultimately, he's the final safety guy, but. So, there, so you think there's... that there would be a lesser amount of liability? It wouldn't be it wouldn't reach this level of involuntary manslaughter or second degree or whatever the charge was. I, I, I think I think you run into an issue with any of the criminal charges, ultimately, because a lot of people are going to say, once again, is that fair to put a man in prison because. He happened to not check it and the other four people ahead of him screwed up also. Right. And that's where. I think that's kind of where you end up at the end of the day. And that's a lot of people, uh, even if people don't like, and the pro it doesn't help that nobody likes Alec Baldwin. That he's well, that's, I think, the main thing here. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's an insufferable human being. <laughs> and this couldn't happen to a nicer guy, right. given his politics and given how he interacts with people. Mm -hmm. um, that makes it so much easier just to say, screw him. Right. But this is this is where we've, <laughs> if, if we aren't going to go to bed for Alec Baldwin, nobody's going to go to bed for you. How dare so, you be principled in this situation? Um, and yes, as much as I think it would be hilarious watching him go to prison and some guy on the tier charges him rent and he gets the moment he tries to mouth off, the guy beats the brakes off of him. <laughs> th that would just be hilarious. Um, that's not I don't need I don't need him to go, you know, get beat in the shower every day for 18 months. Right, right. The guy should say, my mama voted for Trump. 
right after he beats <laughs> Oh, that would be ass. even better. <laughs> um, so, but that's, it, it's, and and that's where I'm torn because yes, if I, you know, on my channel, I'm, you know, I, I'm a fan of second amendment to say the least. I would be, I would sit there and say, okay, he should have, but there are people in front of him. Like Hannah Reed didn't check, but Hannah Reed also was letting live ammo get mixed in and was stored nearby. Right. Dave Hall picked up the gun, never even checked it, just said it's a cold gun. They both, Hannah Reed left the guns unattended for over an hour and nobody was guarding them. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there there is a ton of people along the way that set this into motion. And then he just happens to be the last stop. And yes, you could argue whether or not his is he the most critical stop? Sure. Um, but that's once again, that's where I get to the point of do I really think he needs to go to prison over this? Right. And, and I don't I don't think that's well I think that's the problem I run into. In the hypothetical that I posed with Tom Cruise, I mean, do you think Tom Cruise would be liable morally or legally if he throws a guy off a roof and the guy's harness isn't on properly and the guy dies because Tom Cruise didn't check the harness? Um, that gets you to, I, I don't know if it'd be his job to help make sure it's safe, mm -hmm. but I, I think you could, yeah, I think that's actually a pretty good example of, you know, you have every reason to believe that their safety, you know, gear is going to work. I think that'd be a little different though, because that would almost be like telling Alec, you're going to shoot and the bullet's going to hit this piece of bulletproof glass and it's not going to go through when it turns out they just got a piece of regular glass and you shoot the guy in the face. I, but right. I, I agree. Yes. You should have the presumption that you're told this is safe. You can do it. Um, if, but if you're told hundred percent, it's safe, do exactly what we want you to do. Sure. Um, I don't think Tom Cruise should be punished mm -hmm. for that at that point. Well, like I understand that like in that comparison, there's like a logical difference because logically you could argue you know, Tom Cruise isn't going to have the knowledge necessarily to be able to look at the harness or check it right to make sure it's on properly. Well, or, you know, in the bulletproof could... glass example there, you know, how would he wouldn't have the knowledge to be able to like mm -hmm. determine whether it was regular glass or bulletproof mm -hmm. glass or, or something maybe um, where with checking the gun, you know, presumably mm -hmm. you just open it up and look at it and it's you know far easier to do that. But I don't know if in the in the law, I don't know if it says anything about like ease is the ease of checking something. I don't think I don't know if that like weighs into the legality of the situation. Well, I, I think it goes towards the. I think you can argue that it goes towards the level of recklessness or the level of indifference, mm -hmm. where all you have to do is flip it open and oh, okay, well it looks like there's bullets in here, and it's loading. All right, great. Um, also, for example, let's say we're they're filming the scene, but you could see like the carabiner is not hooked up to the back of the harness. And Tom Cruise, right. you know, so checks. That obvious, yeah. Right, yeah. And, but I think that's where you're approaching. Yes. It, and, and it's also a little different because they're guns. They're not, it's not the space shuttle. So pretty much everybody understands how a gun works. So I, I think that's where it, be, it becomes sure. a little different too. Right. Well, I mean, I'd say everyone understands how throwing someone off a roof works. <laughs> sure, sure. But not everybody's necessarily trained in like the harness technology yes, and right. stunt okay. work. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, hmm. Okay, well, I guess it's all moot because uh, he is going to. They dropped the charges against him, and no. uh, I guess we'll find out. I am curious uh, whether it is mm. actually true if the gun did have some sort of defect in it, or that was just kind of some BS 
because mm -hmm. maybe they thought they realized the case was weaker than it was or he paid them off or whatever. Well, they, there's also the idea that this is, um, I mean, you, you're supposed to only try things you know you can win. Mm -hmm. um, that's the, the standard for a prosecutor in almost every state, though, is the probable cause standard you can take to trial. But you should only be trying stuff you know you can win. And this one, I think, is far from guaranteed. And while I would love it because it would be tons of content, um, yeah, I, I would rather he <laughs> not, I'd rather he not get prosecuted and... Yes, theoretically, he could still be subject to prosecution because it was voluntarily dismissed, but it he it's not going to happen. He's mm -hmm. he's done. Uh, Kenny X one two two for twenty dollars says, "I thought several gun people demonstrated months ago that the model the gun Baldwin used was unlikely mm -hmm. to go off on its own." Yeah, I mean, I saw some of those videos, mm -hmm. but and I it's assume, true. Yeah, and I would assume there's a difference. I assume the claim isn't that the model is defective, but that 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 specific gun was defective. Yeah, I I think there's something was the allegation it sounds like is something was done to that gun somewhere along the way before it made it to that movie set now whether it was a true you know what in the in the firearms world called as a bubba job where somebody sat in a garage and worked with a dremel and made a piece of junk out of it mm -hmm. or it was something done that nobody considered we don't really know yet so hmm, interesting so, okay. So, in other legal news, well, I have a couple of questions. Oh, okay. If you, unless you want to sure. move on, sure, sure, no. The uh, so you said Baldwin paying his way out. So, if this happened on a, you know, an independent <laughs> film with no name actors, is this yeah. guy going to jail? I don't know because I would say a great example of people getting shot accidentally happens every year during hunting seasons across America. Um, Fathers shooting sons, brothers shooting brothers, guys that work together. I thought I saw a deer, so I shot through the bushes Dick and killed Cheney. somebody. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, Dick. Che well, yes. Didn't so, sell your halberd and stock so fast that's a, enough. Yeah. That's a great point. So those people normally don't get charged. They just, you that's know, correct. it's a hunting accident. So, so, if, so, Alec Bald so if Alec Baldwin hires his ex-wife to be a cinematographer on his next film <laughs> and accidentally shoots her in the face... Is it? Uh, is he going to go to jail for that, or is it just? I, well, I think I think if we start having a pattern of this happening, yes. Okay. If he starts again. acting, yes, yeah. he he hacks, he pulls his revolver out in the middle of New York City. I thought these were, I thought they were cameramen. <laughs> <laughs> to the paparazzi, yeah, that's not going to work. Okay. Um, okay. Good to know. Good. I just don't want to see right. you know this kind of thing happening again and again. No, no. You're, he, you're kind of implying he's not that you Sam think... Hyde. He was only charged <laughs> maybe because he's famous. Um, I I think initially, I mean, it, it's, and, and and when I mean paying his way out of it, it's the idea that we have like a two tiered system, and that because he's Alec Baldwin, he can, you know, oh wow, he's flashy and dashy, and we try to give celebrities a pass. Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe he did, maybe he did bribe his way out. That wouldn't be unheard of either. It's America after all. Um. You know it's those America. those are all fat. Look at that! It's America after all. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm just hey, I, I can give you the nice answer or the real answer. We'll take uh, the, um, we'll take the real answer. Thank you. Well, that's so those things all could have happened, but for right now, I have to look at, and I try not to be as cynical as I tend to be at this point after only doing this for like nine years. 
It, it, are you a defense attorney? You're a defense yes. attorney, correct? Defense yeah. attorney, yeah. yeah obviously. But I, I spent about two years as a as an assistant prosecutor as is, well. Pro are all prosecutors elected positions, or is it like the head of the prosecution? Well, I, oh, wait, wait, wait. I was yeah. not like the prosecutor. I was. Okay. I worked for a guy who got elected. Right. So um, the DA, it, it depends, it's the DA it depends, that gets elected, right? And then, it depends on your state. Okay. Um, Interesting. Some states, you're a state's attorney, so you're appointed through the governor's office. But for the most part, prosecutors, district attorneys, commonwealth attorneys, whatever, you are an elected official. Okay. Either way, you serve at somebody's leisure. Well, that's that's part. what, as soon as politics start getting into it, I start thinking, you know, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> like he mm -hmm. could definitely grease some palms as far as politics go. So, Oh, certainly he could. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, that, that to say that doesn't play a factor, I think is very naive. But for yeah. right now there's enough of an excuse you can look at the just you know legal and ethical considerations but if there is something wrong we'll find out about it probably because that stuff never stays hidden because it's high profile obviously yeah well Someone yeah somebody talks talk. yeah yeah somebody wants their book deal so did you is there anything else or you want to move on to some other uh not about the this situation i don't think so well, I was Alec, curious if you Alec had Baldwin any... is going to walk. You you kind of have the same position, Sean, as as Sitch, right? You think hmm. he should he should walk. Sitch, that was uh, your position, right? Sitch, you mm -hmm. thought. Yeah, should... but I feel like well, we have different reasons. I think. Okay, but, interesting. But the same outcome, I guess. So. That's okay. I, I'm right a lot of times. You don't have to yeah. say it. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so in in other legal news, the whole Dominion settlement. Do you have any thoughts on any of that stuff? Uh, yes. Um, I think that's as much as people like to say, yes, Fox is, you know, Fox kind of got their, uh, they got caught, um, pretty good on that. I mm -hmm. think Dominion settling though, they understand it's far better to take the money they know they can get because I, you know, it's a trial's far from certain. So of course right. Dominion was, you know, Dominion was smart to do this. Um, I think that there would have been, because we don't, we haven't seen everything, but I think they also realize, well, there's going to be a lot coming out that does make us look bad, and does make us look a little sus. Makes Dominion look bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think there would have been a lot out there. I mean, mm -hmm. certainly they aren't going to just come in there and like, oh, we're just simple. Pull, we we make all we do here at Dominion is make you know excellent vote counting machines. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's a it ain't much, but it's it's a living. Uh, it, they weren't going to come across that way you know given how some of their um higher ups had reacted and things they had made and comments they had done that made them just look horrible and you wouldn't want that for a voting company i i think that the they were smart to settle they were smart to settle mm -hmm. and also hey their attorneys made 30 percent on that 700 million so true so in the chat asked dominion is the case where um they were making the voting they made some voting machines for the last election mm -hmm. and they were suing fox news because Fox News had people on that were accusing Dominion of uh, hacking the votes or changing the votes or whatever in the last election. Mm -hmm. So I believe Dominion was suing them for slander. And mm -hmm. Fox settled for over $700 million, I believe was the number. Well, it, it, was, it was like a $1.5 but they settled for basically half. Right, right. Well, but do you think, okay, so do you think... Yeah, obviously, from Dominion's perspective, like that's you know taking the seven hundred million paychecks a good idea. But what about from 
Fox's position, because I was hearing lots of people, it's really funny, like literally the day before they settle, I was listening to Scott Adams talking about how Fox was going to destroy them in, <laughs> in trial. Oh so gosh. I'm curious, do, do you think it was a good idea for Fox to, uh, or Rupert Murdoch to settle that case? It, 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 it Well, certainly I'm, I'm assuming he thought it was a good idea because he did. And Rupert Murdoch's a lot smarter than I am. Right. But yes, he, he there's no way uh, to, to think you're going to walk out of there in Goose Egg Dominion, I think, would be in, you. there's not enough weed to convince <laughs> convince me of that. So so you think Fox did have uh, liability? Or I, I think they had some. Them? I think they had some liability. I mm-hmm. don't know how much ultimately, mm-hmm. but they certainly think that paying $780 million is less than the jury was going to award because they wouldn't offer any more than they think they would lose. Well, so was it, was the issue that Fox news hosts were saying things that were wrong about dominion or was the issue that they had guess on who the, the host believed were saying things that were wrong about dominion, but they had them on anyway. I, I think it's, I, I think it's, it's going to, it would be hard their ultimate case, they're probably going to present both. Mm-hmm. And that, that that was the recklessness there, that you're responsible for your people. But also, the only other, the only way around this is if you 100, you know, it's like the whole Rudy Giuliani thing up for a while. If you 100% believe this, and you're that much, you're that delusional, then yes, that's the only defense. But it, it wasn't going to work to say, all we do is hire complete wackadoodles who believe anything somebody comes on and tells them. And then, yes, it doesn't help that they were themselves pushing it at times. So I I think it was going to be a little bit of everything that was going to undermine Fox. Mm, But the fact that the fact on Twitter that the left and right both melted down tells you that this was (laughs) that that's the sign. This was a properly good thing. If both people Mm -hmm. walk away from a settlement and they're not happy, that's generally a good sign. So I assume that people on the left were melting down because they, they wanted us to be like a long, drawn-out trial where Tucker Carlson and all these people had to go on stand and get grilled by you know, some attorney somewhere. I, I think so. I think they also just wanted to see Fox get basically have to eat the billion dollars. Right. So they were just they were just not happy with this. They wanted – they were Mad Dominion uh, settled. Mm-hmm. And, of course, now, you know, uh, Tucker was fired the other day. Kind of randomly, and Don Lemon, and Don Lemon, yes. Though presumably not for the, I'm assuming they weren't related. Oh, so see. maybe they fired Don Lemon because they saw Tucker was fired, and they're like, okay, this will be good, you know, kind of, uh, kind of lessen the blow against CNN for doing this because everyone was talking about Tucker. You know, you say that, but now they're probably sitting in like a a like a burned out warehouse somewhere talking about what they're going to do together now. <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be the best arc ever. Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon are going to start a show called Dumb Fire. Yes. Argue with each other. Don Lemon got fired for replacement theory, right? Yeah. I think Don Lemon got fired for being Don Lemon. He got fired for women replacement theory. Pending against them or something? Uh, Well, he's got that, that is, but that wasn't the only, that wasn't the reason. That's been pending for a while. Um, It was, I I think they're just done with him. And. I mean, really, because it th- people are trying to talk about the uh, interview we had with uh, what's the guy's name, uh, Vivek Ra- Ramaswamy, um, that he had with 
them the past couple of days. That wasn't that bad of a discussion. What was the what happened? That's the guy uh, running for president, right? The Indian guy. He, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't even remember. It, I mean, Don Lemon was acting like Don Lemon, kind of acting like an idiot. But he didn't, you know. I I don't I don't remember it totally, but mm-hmm. I think they I think they were just done with him. I mean, maybe he was acting like an ass in negotiations or. I heard people citing the whip, the sexist infraction that he made when he said Nikki Haley needs to get out of the race because she's out of her prime. No, I no, don't, th- I don't not for that. CNN. I mean, I don't see that being it. I mean, it's oh no, it's bad and clutch your pearls, but yeah, not not for this. I think they were just done with him. He outlived his purpose. I think. Mm-hmm. And the Tucker thing's interesting because um, everyone has a different theory about why he was fired. No one really knows for sure. But I mean, you know, some people are saying, oh, it's because he said mean things about management that were leaked in the Dominion lawsuit. You know, it's because they don't want Trump to win again. I, it, I don't know. It, it seems to me like the timing, it, I mean, I would assume because the timing has to be related to the Dominion lawsuit. And they think that he's too much of a liability. I mean, if they... You know, the, the 700 million payout was like far greater than their, you know, annual uh, budget. So they just said, you know, he's not worth it. Get rid of him. I, I think that gave them a lot of cover for whatever the real reason is. Because look, <laughs> you got to you got to save $787 million. So, yeah, I, it's a perfect time to cut the grass. And I, I think that whatever their real reason is, whether it's because of Ray Epps or uh, they don't like the fact Tucker's not on the Salami Ukraine train. Um, you know, whatever the reason is. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Salami Ukraine train. Oh, oh God, I'm gonna. <laughs> so you know, like okay, it's what, it's whatever. You... It. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, um, I make fun of the uh, people who uh, the Slava Ukraine thing. It's almost like they chant it like it's a spell, and it basically sounds like there's you know. Oh, I, I salami basically Ukraine. Yes, yeah, salami Ukraine or slimy ukulele, whatever it is they say half the time. Very, it's like very funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, do you guys want to hear an Alec Baldwin joke? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's a Ukraine joke too. Um, you know why you can join Wagner now? Why is that? Because he likes shooting unarmed Ukrainian women. Oh, she was Ukrainian, huh? I didn't know. Yes, yes. I got well, someone obviously. Sent, someone obviously, sent me the link to the to the interview that Don Lemon did. If you guys want to watch it, I haven't seen it, but people are talking about it. Unfortunately, sure. it's Aaron Rupar. No, I can't trust the Rupar though. That guy, no. Yeah. Right. What could he have done though? Could it be like clipped out of context? That's, well, I sent, I DM'd you guys a tweet, but we have to do like the three, two, one thing. Three, two, one. Yeah, sure. Let me see if I got it here. Okay, I'm set. Are you guys, so, so with you guys due respect, yep, I'm set. Yep. Okay, three, two, one, go. So, with due respect, including... I find I find your explanation reductive and actually insulting, including to Black Americans, to say that Black people today, compared to 1964, 1865, haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured. And the Second Amendment was black part people, of the freedom. Hang on, please. Freedom. I cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So uh, hang on one second. They're so telling to, say to that, shut that up. Black people, say, say what you said again. 
Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War. It is a historical fact, Don. Just study it. Only after their Second Amendment rights were secured. They were not secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not, you are discounting uh, uh, Reconstruction. You're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African Americans, including the whole reason that the Civil Rights Movement happened is because black people did not secure their freedoms after the Civil War and that things turned around. People tried to change the freedoms that were supposed to happen. And you know how they got it? They got their Second Amendment rights and they actually got, the NRA played a big role in that. But today, down the final. The NRA did not play a big role. They trained black Americans how to use firearms. That's a lie. That's not. The NRA did not play a big role. This is just historical fact. But down the the part that I find because you say it's historical fact. The part that I find insulting is when you say today black Americans don't have those rights after we have gone through civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African American about the rights and what you find insulting about the 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 way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's where you and I have the freedom that black and white that black people don't have in this country. Here's black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to. Express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate without me regarding views, you as a black I think it's man. Insulting that but you're me regarding you as a fellow citizen. That you're That's sitting what I think here, whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me. Whatever ethnicity I'm a Okay, I didn't hear that part. Ethnicity I'm, I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. But I think we should have this debate. Black, white, doesn't matter. I think we should have this debate on the content of the ideas. If you do it, you should do it in an honest way and in a fair way. Oh my God, he calls him dishonest. We appreciate you coming on. With due respect, Don, I look forward to continuing that conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> thank you. We'll talk okay, about China. Yes, we'll time you come back. Oh, I didn't hear much that part. to say on declaring independence from China. Okay. Something you I, I think enough. that's enough. Thank you. Thank you. I like that oh. they did the. Um, thank you. Oh, we just like so find each other respect. a good game handshake, like the little little league kids handshake after they. Fought. Yeah. Whatever race you are. <laughs> that what? was yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't get fired for that, but that's not a good comment. Obviously. What? No. Well, what? No. So, so Don playing the race card, obviously, really stupid. Um, and Vivek mm-hmm. is completely correct to say, you know, people should be able to discuss these issues regardless of their skin color. And Don kind of gives the BS deflection. Well, I'm not saying you can't discuss it. I'm just saying to shut up, you're wrong, right? But that being said, I think Vivek's original point is wrong and weird, which is that, or at least the point in the clip, I think it seemed like there was a, a previous point maybe I agreed with. But the, I don't think that black people having the right to own a firearm is what got them their civil rights in the 60s. Hmm. I don't I don't buy that argument. Yeah, I don't know much about the history of that. No, but I mean there is, you know, uh you know, yes, I mean being, you know, carrying a strap does improve your odds of not being oppressed if you're a minority. I mean, of course. That right. that part's Generally. true. Sure. But yes, it wasn't I mean when you did see things like the Black Panthers when they famously went to the California State House open carrying firearms that didn't help things all that did no. was scare all the white guys <laughs> died including ronald reagan to say okay nobody's allowed to open carry guns anymore in california yes so, exactly exactly um but no i do i do think at times though uh yes it you know it was harder for you know the clan to come roll up on your door if you were willing to you know turn their head into a canoe but that was yeah, but yes I, I i think though with him with uh vivek he like he's really beaten like the second amendment drum but he just seems like another swamp guy to me like it's just like swamp another guy? like well like establishment like he's just like <laughs> who who the hell are you where'd you come from you're just trying to say like oh i like guns yay and people are like you know they clap uh-huh. like seals i mean you know show me how base establishment show yeah like show me how base you are like i want 
grenade launchers and vending machines. Like, show me, like, <laughs> no. that's based. Okay, not saying, like, I like That's a terrible idea. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Grenade oh. launchers? Ho what no. about a homemade or a private-owned nuclear weapons? Is that a good idea? I mean, if it, the, the, uh, the cost and the ability to own one, I think, is extremely prohibitive. But of course, yes. Let's get to that point. So, so only um, George Soros, I have, I have and Bill RPG Gates, and Elon me. Musk would have like their own nukes. I don't know if that's a better solution. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, I have a rocket launcher sitting behind me. So, oh, um, you do. Wow, look at yeah, that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not afraid of people owning stuff. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Uh... But yes, I should be able to. I should be able to. I should be able to sit in my backyard and watch, look at my poppies grow mm -hmm. while I have a Chinese cruise missile sitting there protecting them. Are you an anarcho-capitalist? Because I know you <laughs> snipe at me on Twitter quite often, but I don't no, know. No, no. No, I'm not an ANCAP. I, it all sounds good, but you, you do, you know, I'm not going to say my roads, but you, but do my roads. Need, you do need some level of government, and I don't trust um, private law enforcement i don't trust the government to do it very well and mm -hmm. i don't trust people to do it better when it's for profit right. um and you know if you get to ancap too far you get to blade runner and the tyrell corporation so right. that that's not a good life either yeah definitely there needs to be the you know some power with society and some power with the state and yes. those two powers need to balance each other out yes the and i so it's some, I mean, I think we were arguing on Twitter about taxes or something. And I had said something I to the we effect were. of at some level taxation is theft, but I just, I don't, I, I think you diminish your position when you say all taxes are theft because of the roads type argument. So, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun at to the say. end of the day, if, if I don't, well, I'm just saying it's, it's theft in the sense of if I don't pay my taxes, what happens? Well, somebody comes and handles business on behalf of the government. So right. nobody's voluntarily paying taxes. And I think it's fair to say that. Well, you are at some, if you, well, if you subscribe to the, we need some level of government, then you are willfully mm -hmm. paying your taxes, even if it is. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's, it's, and I Look, think that's you, fair, but I you, think it's the amount you, of what you want to say there. If you make a, mm -hmm. a business contract with somebody mm -hmm. and you renege on the contract, Somebody's going to come and you're going to have to handle your business the same way. Yes, but it's, you know, if I don't owe you, like you can re repossess what I've sold you sure. or what I bought from you. Sure. Well, it, dep it depends um, upon the level, obviously, like Bernie Madoff yeah. is in jail, right? Well, yes, but it, you do run into, well, Bernie Madoff's a whole other story. Um, well, I'm just saying, if you agree to yes. do something and you commit fraud at some mm -hmm. egregious level, sooner or later, you're going to be incarcerated. Uh, yes, so. yes, yes. And but I, I think at that point you're, well, you're you're committing a crime at that point. I think that's a little different than sure. Well, that's my, that's my that's my point. At some level, taxes are a crime. Like if you're talking fifty percent, sixty percent. I mean, if you're talking thirty percent, we're getting mm -hmm. in crime territory. I I feel. Can you say that again? Sorry, I. I That's okay. We, yeah, you, uh, yeah. Sitch, you want to move on to something else? Or? Yeah. Well. Um. Well, so wait. I, 
I mean, are you saying that you think all you you were not saying that you, you don't <laughs> think all taxes? I'm ready to let right? you out, let the record show. I'm ready to let no. you off the hook, Sean. Okay. Like, yeah. No, I, I, no, and that's fine. Like I, I don't think it's all. And I know what okay. we were talking about that's what was. Sure. Right. No, I was trying to read back through what we were talking about where you started messaging me, but it was back to the monetary theory stuff too. So that that's a whole nother. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Ah, Adam was on the MMT train. I don't remember. Look. I don't remember uh, having any conversation about um, monetary theory. Well, yeah, because it was it was about the end the Fed experiment, and that's like we did that with the bank wars. You were talking about that a little bit. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, we can... I don't recall. It was it was very. It was. <laughs> I very... got the receipts. I got the receipts. <laughs> don't drop our DMs. It, that's really annoying. But <laughs> we uh, we're, uh, everything was cordial, obviously, and we like arguing about stuff. Sure. If you listen to the show, you know that. So. And mm-hmm. I hate, look, I hate arguing the tax argument because I don't want to be some status bootlicker, obviously. Sure. Like, I think the taxes are too damn high now. I just mm-hmm. feel like when you come out, I, in negotiation, there's this thing, and you know, Trump was famous for this, right? right? You set a high initial offer mm-hmm. to kind of put your stake in the ground knowing that yeah. you're not going to get everything that you want, but daily wire contracts, you want to get the most that you possibly can. Right. Yes. But that big ass, the psych, the big ass, right. The psychology of that works only works mm-hmm. if the big ass is within the realm of possibility. So mm-hmm. if I come out and I, my big ass is like five mil, billion trillion dollars, which is like, okay, well we're not even having a conversation mm-hmm. here. It does. It has the opposite effect. Like it, it makes people not want to negotiate with you. And I feel like when people come out and say taxation is theft, that's the equivalent of the the ridiculous ass that you can't even. You're like everyone's like, okay, move aside. We're not having an honest conversation here. You're a fucking retard. <laughs> and uh, I just I would like to have a conversation about how thirty percent taxes is theft. Mm-hmm. But you can't well, have that conversation with these people that are like, no, one percent taxes theft. You're like, move along, buddy. Here, I hope I, taxes for you. I hope are ninety percent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that's I think that's fair because yes, it do, it doesn't help that um, you know, ANCAPs are pretty much on the insufferable. Like, yeah, yes, it's got to be one hundred. The insufferable train there. Yes, it's got to be a hundred percent. I mean, I have my own problems with the way the the modern day, you know, libertarians style themselves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I I still think that the modern libertarians would scream like at Rothbard and Milton Freeman and, and chase them out, screaming that they're fascist because the, it's it's gone a long way from those guys. Yes. But it, yes, it it's it, it's easy just to say all taxation stuff because you're it, it's it's the cool position. But also, you know, you're never going to get there. So it's like people saying they want, you know, they want to cut the government by like 50 percent. I'm like, if we cut the government by 10 percent, that would be something. Yeah, totally. You know, that 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 alone would that would change everything. So but yeah, I, I agree with you. Yes. If you could if you could reduce taxes by like 40 percent or, you know, that would be enough. But yes, oh my for God, that would be amazing. But it's it's the people I mean, on both sides of it, the idol the ideological purity of it that you don't want to be seen as compromising that position because that's not what you know the ogs believe 
Right. right. Yeah. The, I think pr the, the principal whole... position, not the pragmatic. Go ahead, Sid. Exactly. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say the whole taxation theft argument. It's mm -hmm. a philosophical, moral claim that I agree with you is not taking into account reality. And I think it's mm -hmm. essentially self-sabotaging because, as you said, no one will take this seriously. And I don't think anyone should take it seriously because obviously we have to live in some kind of society where uh, we have some kind of government that there is going to be some kind of taxing to some extent. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I'm going to send Ethan the link. We can keep talking or, or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously, you're welcome to stick around as long as we stream, sure. Sean. So I just... Uh, yeah. I didn't know what Ethan had to... If Ethan had anything to say mm -hmm. about Alec Baldwin. Hmm. Or tax policy. Yeah. Well, I, also, I mean, I think Ethan might... I think maybe we can move on to the... Uh, trans away the gay argument next because mm -hmm. it'd be interesting to get their perspective. I um, let me send the link first. I, if you have any super chats to read, well, okay. I, well, Our surrogate father, Daddy J Mac, for fifty dollars. Thanks so much, Jay. Yeah, that's says Eris nice. is greater than Tifa, and anyone who says otherwise is just categorically incorrect. Scarlet is hottest though. Oh, I'm gonna have to hard disagree with you, Jay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I agree with that. Yes! Sean, Bay Sean, I didn't know you. <laughs> Have you played the original Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, yes, I've, I've, it's been a long time, but yes, I... Of course, of course. Yes, but yes, it's... Uh, I mean, you know, and that was the thing. That was like the only thing I really liked on the PlayStation series was Final Fantasy. Oh, I thought you going to say Tito. Oh, well, well. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Who doesn't like t uh, Tifa, right? Why yeah. do you say Well, Tifa? every time I say Tifa, everyone gets all triggered because Tifa. Oh, it's yeah. oh, so you're saying it correctly now. Okay. Tifa. Yeah. I was just trying to say opposite of you thinking that you were saying it incorrectly. I know. But it is Look Tifa. Tifa is better anyway. Tifa. Well, I mean, Ugh. listen. She's hotter, and I guess that's all that matters for us guys, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. For us guys and us lesbians, sure. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. We're I'm I'm officially queer. Now, I know. Yeah. So what are you doing? True. Officially, as a, as a queer YouTuber. <laughs> Sean, how do you feel about these people who come out as gay as soon as they're embroiled in some sort of sexist scandal? I mean, it's it's good maneuvering. It's a good shield. It, it draws. <laughs> I mean that that. But it's dishonest. You know what? It's it's a bulletproof vest and people are shooting at you. I mean, it works. No one believes Vosh is gay, okay? <laughs> no one believes it. <laughs> now, listen, I'm just... I, I'm well, not it doesn't, I don't think he cares what type of horse he's dealing with, so... Wow. <laughs> That's a good answer. Nice. Um, listen, I haven't been accused of any sexist crimes or any sexisms, but... You know, it's nice to have this this uh, shield just ready, just in case. You never know what will happen. You know, Although tomorrow, Adam could come out and say, I sexually assaulted him in the DMs. So, you know, I have to be prepared. Well, yeah. Although I do think it's it's getting to the point where I think we're going to have to start seeing people the next better upgrade to that shield. And, you know, if, in the skill tree is to be non-binary and or trans going forward is probably going to be the next because that's kind of mm -hmm. where things are progressing up yeah listen i'm i'm queer trans non-binary i'm all those things yeah 
You so can't it, tell me otherwise. It's all self-identification. You bigot. Yeah. So you want to talk about transing away the gay? I mean, if sure, we can talk about that. <laughs> so I'm sure, Sean, you've heard of this argument, right? We on on the Sunday show. Mm. Oh wait, is Ethan here? What's up, Ethan? No, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's so doing? great to be on this show, Sitch. What's up, brother? What's up, man? <laughs> oh, big fan. I've been listening to you guys kicking utter ass. You are so bright. You're so much smarter than Adam. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Ethan, <laughs> so Ethan, look at this. No, I'm Ethan. sorry, Adam. You're my friend, but I mean, listen. Ethan Sitch is doing a me. Ethan doing me dirty here. Right out of oh, the gate. Fucking dirty. Adam is like Adam's like Ethan. Come on. Ethan immediately shoves the knife right in his <laughs> back. What, oh my what is god. What is happening Oof. here? Oh no, it's not right. It look, we right. always look as as I've heard you say, Ethan. You've told people, look. You're 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 moderately intelligent, but you're no super <laughs> genius. Okay, no, I think I have a pretty low IQ. You know, I, I gotta I've gotta admit, you know, uh, I know my limitations. I know when I'm in a room full of bright people, which is where I prefer to be. That's which exactly is why I'm here. See, mm. that's exactly mm. that's my take. Like, I don't need to be a super genius. Come on, you just need to be somewhat likable and and know know your limitations uh, and have smart it, friends like sitch yes i mean that's, yes that's what it is exactly yeah. exactly tucker Listen, carlson Adam would like friends. to remind you that he remembered the definition of covalent bonds and i did not so obviously oh look I, very I, I have my moments so yeah <laughs> Do, so yeah, ethan um yes sir we we did did you see our debate we did i think we both debated um organized chaos and you debated organized chaos didn't you or dane which one did you debate well i debated organized chaos with dane hiding and cowering in the background whispering things into organized chaos's ear uh dane is a coward i, I don't understand why he doesn't want to just have a nice conversation uh with a nice boy like me i'm i'm perfectly cordial i'm a nice guy i'm not very smart uh, surely it would go swimmingly for the two of them. Now, I saw your debate with Organized Chaos, and I felt like I was watching uh, two adult men beat, uh, <laughs> beat a special needs child. Uh, it, was, uh, it was unfortunate. It made me, uh, made me feel sorry for Organized Chaos, which is something that I was not prepared to feel. Well, for us less intelligent people in the world, it's nice that there are people like Dane out there to make me feel like a super genius. That's for sure. <laughs> that was really fun. And you guys kept you guys kept going for like four hours, which is amazing. That that was a very lengthy debate. Uh, and uh, by the end of it, they were sputtering curses at you. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I pulled your pretenses. move. I did your move. I did the. Oh, I am a sexist. It's okay. You can call me a sexist. <laughs> What's wrong with that? And like, it worked. It worked great. From. Yeah. I mean, well, that, I liked what you said. It was like, you know, um, sexism is funny. It, things are allowed to be funny. You know, you're allowed totally. to sort of uh, ingest, uh, you know, put on a, a pretense of being a sexist. Uh, somehow we got terrified to tell jokes that were naughty. I, I don't know when that happened, but it, it's got to stop. Political correctness needs to die uh, a very quick death, uh, and people need to just enjoy each other again. Uh, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I find that hanging out on on YouTube and and I think 
2017-2018 for me were particularly vicious years where I didn't know what was going on because I didn't understand what SJWs were. I didn't understand you know, how it was being canceled. I didn't know what, what any of it was. I was used to getting along with people. Um, but I feel like that a lot of that has died down for now. And I feel like it's been a little bit friendlier um, lately. And I feel a little bit more confident uh, in saying that um, in making fun of lesbians, uh, <laughs> in, in basically asserting the fact that, uh, you know, only one out of 100 women would ever permit or tolerate Star Wars happening in their presence. I said that I got all these politicians mad at me. I said that on Twitter. I said, you ask 100 women. Uh, you know, if if they want to watch Star Wars and a hundred of them will say no. And you say, well, what if I like jam pack it full of lesbians? Is that going to make it? Then will you watch it? And they say no. Uh, but then if you ask another hundred, maybe you'll find one. So that's like, I think, point what do the point five percent? No, mm -hmm. wait, point. Yeah, point five yeah, percent. Thank you. Thank you, Sitch. Yeah, well, Adam was no help at all. So thank what's you for being smart. Yes. <laughs> Was that, did I miss the punchline? So what's going, what have, what have you been up to lately? What's going on with you? I, we're, I, we're going to talk a little bit about um, this idea of transing away the gay, which I think you'll probably have some insight on, but I, I don't want to. As a trans, you'll have some insight on I don't want to say that. <laughs> well, no, we, we, Sitch and I had this heated debate. We, so obviously, you know, we stream for like hours. We're at hour nine. And Sitch, who's like 20 years younger than me, <laughs> is is like here let me attack adam after he streamed for nine hours what, what, what is this gaslighting revisionist history that is not what happened you my good man opened up the salvo on me for no reason i'm just sitting here minding my own business streaming and you're like sitch is totally wrong about this thing and i'm like oh here we go I do, again look, look i do admit i do admit there were some underhanded jabs yeah <laughs> see there you go i think i might have insinuated that you were making racist arguments so i mean something like that wow what an sj i do i here. did i felt bad about it afterwards i went back and i listened i was like oh well i wasn't that bad you know how you always remember it 10 times worse than it actually is and you go back yes, yes. and listen and you're like oh that wasn't so bad but right right but uh, I, i'll i will um if you want to just get into it we can but uh, obviously um well, I haven't talked to Ethan. I haven't talked to you in forever, so I'm curious. We used like, to how be on streams. Yeah, we were on streams all the time, Adam. I, you know, doing comic skate stuff. Well, I still, we, we, I still watch your streams from time to time. I saw you recently. You were talking to Brittany Venti on uh, the Jack Show. I think it was. You guys had uh -huh. like a all star cast going. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, she why, called why out. Was it unfortunate? She she called out <laughs> Alex Stein, I think, and mm -hmm. Alex Stein and Brittany Brittany Venti were in some sort of altercation on stream or something but yeah that was really that was unpleasant yeah well i mean i you know listen i i did pick that fight so but what happened was i think Brittany venti uh uh actually did the bidding of one of alex stein's you know internet mm -hmm. trolls yes uh, yeah and uh you know quite quite by surprise like alex was got his feelings hurt and i called Brittany a jerk for that i said you're a jerk for that uh, you should apologize to him. And it blew up into this great big thing that lasted all night. And, uh, of course, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's did, it did it continue it's after that, though? Because it's you, I think you were giving her a hard time. And I was I was thinking, oh, man, she's you can't do that with a woman, Ethan. Look. Wait, what did she do? 
Well, I mean, Brittany Venti like uh, is makes videos uh, that are harshly critical of people. Uh, I would say um, she makes videos that with a with a certain kind of uh, strain of sarcasm uh, that is uh, uniquely cruel. Uh, and if uh, sh if she targets somebody that you don't like, it's wonderful. Right. Uh, right. But if she targets someone that you do like, or even one of her own friends. Uh, it is uh, really, really hard to uh, hard to stomach. So I actually called her out on this. I said, "That's your friend. Why are you giving him a hard time? Uh, why would you uh, Why would you do the bidding of one of his trolls? I mean, this is a guy. See, Alex Stein is somebody who we need out there. Like we need Alex Stein out there ripping up, you know, the protest signs of uh, you know uh, trans protesters. We yeah, need that. I love Alex. I lo he's like a hilarious comedian. We've covered some of his stuff on the show, so. Yeah, like I said, we we don't have too many people with balls like that to just wade into like these incredibly disgusting protests and then just have a good time, just laugh and dance while you're being spit on. Uh, and you know, he he is that guy, but we need somebody to actually you know um, tell AOC that she's got a juicy uh, Latina booty. Mm -hmm. We need that. You know? <laughs> yeah, we don't want to lie to AOC. No, uh, so. <laughs> Wait, is that a lie though? I'm not sure if it's a lie, um, but we we do need like that kind of a guy out there. But of, of course, a troll will eventually get another troll. I mean, somebody who's looking to attract his attention, get some of his shine, as it were. So, uh, that so is he, what, he uh, had a guy that has basically devoted his entire YouTube channel to like destroying Alex Stein's reputation, and mm -hmm. Brittany Vetney was on. A, a podcast with this guy and she was going to try to play you know matchmaker with alex fake stein. mediator yeah, yeah. with well, alex stein and his his troll which yeah. i mean i'm a little sympathetic to that move because i mean i feel like <laughs> i feel like i could be i feel like i could do matchmaker you know some people need to bury the hatchet but i don't know the situation with these two people well, and if obviously, his entire YouTube career is designed to destroy Alex Stein, I mean, there's not going to there's going to be no you know yeah. uh, hatchet bearing there, obviously, because that's his entire job. We it's have, not like it's not like they were friends once and right. the misunderstanding happened. It's this is a guy who's decided he's going to uh, torture you in order to get YouTube clout. I mean, right. that's you know, so you know, basically trying to uh, talk to him or you know uh, be on his show or anything like that is only serving his purpose. It's not you know. So the whole thing was disingenuous. It was silly, and you know Alex isn't stupid either. So uh, he was uh, he was kind of like I thought we were friends. Like you, like Alex had a moment of like having feelings, you know, having his feelings kind of exposed and laid bare. Like mm -hmm. you know, I thought we were pals, and how could you do this to me? It's a great I live stream because he is upset. You can tell that he's on honestly upset. And Alex Stein is a guy that you know doesn't really get upset. Everything's just a joke. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I think people expect their friends to have their backs, and when they don't, it's like, you know, I mean, I guess even big trolls can uh, get their feelings hurt. I YouTube is a sort of an interesting atmosphere because I think we've all had people that we considered friends that have backstabbed us, <laughs> that they're fr they're friends for a bit, and then all of a sudden they're like coming at you like you're their mortal enemy and you're going what what happened i mean i was on your show we had a good time so yeah that was me and george alexopoulos and i wish you hadn't have deleted your live stream because i've been looking for that video forever if you just unlisted it send me the link 
I can do that. Yeah, totally. Uh, he came up and uh, someone was on Twitter today saying he should come on the show. And I messaged the, it's obviously a mutual fan. And mm-hmm. I said, look, I had a live stream with him and a bunch of guys attacked him. And somehow I'm the one that got blocked. Like he, we left, everything was on good terms, but mm-hmm. since that's the, what happened to me. Yeah. Since the fallout. <laughs> yeah. Since the fallout from these other people that are not me, like I, <laughs> that's not my attitude. I don't go after people like that. Like I try to be friends with everyone. Like we, uh, someone left a great comment on one of our live streams. They said, um, you know, uh, Sitch and Adam is kind of the 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 free port in the Civil War where everybody <laughs> comes and there's like no fighting. So that's oh that, no, fighting is allowed, but no murdering is. Yes, allowed. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we like spirited debate. We like arguing yeah. with people, but I I don't like it when people like even even Dane and organized chaos. I'd like to have them back on. Like yeah, no hard feelings. <laughs> I felt mm-hmm. like. I felt like we did a better job, but you know, I'm about self improvement. If they want to, uh, if they want to do some actual research and come back and debate us again, let's do it. I'm game. Do you feel like there was any point in which they stuck you? N- uh, not really. I mean, no, not. Re- we were kind of talking past each other a bit. You know how it is, and there is, there is a little bit of bias towards the the conservatives knowing what's going on around them because they live in this atmosphere where they're constantly bombarded with left-wing media so they tend to understand left-wing arguments better than left-wingers understand right-wing arguments because all left-wingers have to do is turn off fox news and then they never hear a right-wing argument in their lives is that true that's kind of yeah. funny. You're making a right-wing standpoint epistemology theory argument, which Just, I don't necessarily disagree with. But what well, is that? It's the idea that, like, so you know, when a, when a black person or a minority, you know, brings forth an opinion, you're not allowed to question them as a, as a white person. And the argument is that, well, the black person understands what it's like to live in the white person's world because oh, white people control the culture, and so they understand that. But you don't understand their experience because you don't live in like the black world. Right, mm. that is so interesting. kind of argument you're making, but I think it, I think there is a level of truth to it, especially with you know conservatives and this and this idea. It's just it's annoying because it's like when we're talking to Dane and OC, and even when we're talking to um, you know I'm really important who I like, and I just feel like whenever I talk to or we watch a lot of this like leftist content, there's always just this assumption that they can sit there and psycho like psychologize and understand why conservatives are doing what they're doing, and they have no idea. They yeah. don't even think to ask conservatives, say, like, well, you know, why are you doing this? What is your opinion on this? You know, what what's going on here? They just they have no understanding of, like, the moral considerations of conservatives, and they just get it all wrong. Again, well, they, again, they again. proceed from the assumption that everybody is either stupid or evil. Uh, and so, yes. like, everybody who isn't them. And, and I think they were indoctrinated that way by, uh, via 15 years of Jon Stewart on The Daily Show. Where, you know, basically this entire generation was programmed to see conservative uh, conservatives brought up, uh, you know, and, and kind of treated like dummies, re-edited in a funny way and made mm-hmm. to look like uh, monkeys and then served up as entertainment for everybody at 8 p.m. And they, they got that every that changed their whole world. That changed how uh, leftists and liberals started to talk to other human beings. Uh, they all became miniature John Stewart's and then eventually miniature Rachel Maddow smirking mm-hmm. at the world. Right. Uh, no, I, I think falsely. that is a huge factor. 
Um, though obviously Bush being president didn't help because he was always pegged as like, you know, the dummy from the word go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, you know, every president, actually looking back, it's like every president has been, you know, worthy of mockery and ridicule. Uh, you know, it, it really uh, is attitudinal. I, you know, um, one of the things I remember, I think my political awakening happened in 1998 when Bill Clinton was exposed as a liar. And this is when I realized I think I'm a conservative because I'm not these people um, <laughs> because he very clearly lied. And it was shocking. It was weird. It was like, a, you know, I think I was a Democrat at the time. You know, I, I felt close to uh, liberal ideals. But then I started to notice that suddenly um, the meaning of the word lie changed uh, as if everybody had forgotten what it means to lie. To lie is to deliberately deceive, to know the truth and then to deceive, to say something uh, different than what you know the truth to be. Uh, I mm -hmm. think these people, liberals, were so shell-shocked by their president being called a liar credibly that suddenly they had to cover it by just um, muddying up what that word means so that everybody's a liar all the time. Uh, you know, Bush lied, kids died. Bush lied to get us into a war. Um, I'm not sure that he did. I'm not sure that Bush did lie to get us into uh, into that war. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, all the definition of the word lie turned into just being wrong, being mistaken, having bad ideas, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So I saw the, that and I the... just said, that's interesting. Like these people are are uh, are very strange. And I, I experienced this phenomenon all over. I saw this. Uh, happen everywhere around me in comics all the people around me in comics talking about lying and liars mm -hmm. i hear v radio's voice in my head when yeah. he says that <laughs> how about you Sitch? what do you right. mean <laughs> well so we this came up obviously uh we both remember the iraq war and people are comparing uh ukraine to the iraq war and i we had a guy who came on to the live stream and just you know, categorically believe that narrative that Bush lied, like Bush was only in it for the money. And, you know, he was there. It wasn't it wasn't the like the line. It was that we were kind of arguing that we believed the Bush administration. Like, yes, even if there was some financial motivation, I don't believe the idea that they just did it because they wanted oil money, because that's not really how they behaved. You know, we kind of argue that we did believe, even though it was naive and it didn't work, that the Bush administration honestly thought that they could build some you know, city on a hilltop, some, you know, Western style democracy in the Middle East, and it just failed spectacularly. And it wasn't all a grift. And, uh, you know, the person we we're talking to really didn't agree with that or like that opinion whatsoever. And then proceeded to become our internet troll for like six months <laughs> afterwards. Yes. Yes. Even though we a... had been kind of friendly before then, so it was weird, but... Like, you don't believe that could possibly be true by listening to... Now, listen, Dick Cheney's a whole other story, but right. you don't think uh, George W. Bush uh, could truly believe that, like, we're fighting terror and we're going to build... We're going we're gonna to build a democracy in, a, you know, in one of these Middle Eastern uh, countries that, you know, we feel we can tackle. We of course think he is believed weak it. Of course, of course he, did. he did, yeah. Look, mm -hmm. and it would be a different story if, if the Middle East turned into Europe you know, or was showing signs of turning into Europe. Now it would be a completely different he'd game. Be a hero. Yeah. Right. He'd be a fucking exactly. hero. Yeah. Of course <laughs> right. he would. Yes. Yeah. So it, to, to think that, you know, money was the motivation when 
I mean, he'd have a he'd have a he'd be one of the greatest presidents in human history if if that happened if mm-hmm. he g- actually got what he wanted. So obviously, well, going back to you know the Bill Clinton lying thing because I was just a wee lad at the time. Um, are you saying that like basically, you know, so Bill Clinton obviously he lied about having sex uh, with Monica Lewinsky or doing anything with her under oath and. Are you saying that basically when he did that and it became obvious that he was lying, that you saw a lot of people on the left were basically kind of contorting themselves to say, well, is it technically a lie? As opposed to just, you know, eating the truth on that, eating the L on that one. Uh, it that broke their brains. Off. It wasn't that they were in denial about the fact that he lied because everybody agreed that he had. But it was mm-hmm. a Trump election type of phenomenon. It was you really had to be there it really broke them because now their president was officially a liar which is something that previously we only said about richard nixon so you know uh bill clinton was suddenly officially a liar and now how do we do that well we can't rehabilitate bill clinton they were talking about how like you know his legacy is dead it's over he's been shamed now we have to rehabilitate what the word lie means uh which was what they spent the next 10 years trying to do Mm-hmm. Yes, it's annoying. I've noticed that like there's this weird thing that happens where someone, you know, you see this a lot on Twitter. You know, someone tweets something, and you can get a pretty good sense that the person understands that that tweet is bad faith, or they're being dishonest, or they're leaving out key context, and all their followers just pile on, and they'll kind of just repeat this bullshit again and again and again, and it it just it feels to me like they're completely aware that what they're repeating is not true but that they just tell themselves, well, it's for some greater cause or the person we're attacking is a liar. So that kind of justifies it, essentially. Do, do you think they really believed Russian collusion? Do you, do you think that was a serious, do you think anybody believed that? Do you think they truly believe insurrection? Mm-hmm. You think this stuff is... Well, with those A examples, lot of people believe that. Yeah, I I've, talked, I've talked to a lot of people on the left mm-hmm. and a lot of people on the left that I've experienced strongly to this day, still believe Russia collusion, still believe in insurrection. I don't think they're, I don't think they're lying about that. Oh boy, it just seems silly. The Russian collusion thing and the and the piss dossier and all of that stuff. I mean, it, mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, you have to know this isn't true. You have to know this is this is a lie, and you're repeating it just because it's helpful to you. You feel. <laughs> How about the Trump praise neo Nazis? Because that's the one that just <laughs> destroyed him. I couldn't watch CNN for more than fifteen minutes without someone saying Trump <laughs> praised neo Nazis. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> did at the end. He was just like stand fast and stand by or something like that. Was, that, that, that was that was that was really the yeah. Boys, yeah. That was no, phenomenal. He, I love he, that. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it somebody was making fun of it, saying the boomers in the comments. It was. A bunch of the Democrat boomers needed this Russia stuff to be real, just like trusting the plan and trusting Sessions was real for a bunch of whole another group of boomers. I mean, it's it's it's, you know, and I saw it on Twitter for a long time. People were calling it blue and on. And it's true. It, that's literally what it was. It was the you know, there had to be a counterbalance to that stupidity. So this is where that counterbalance came from. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think with- a lot of people mm-hmm. believed it, sadly. Right. I think we like the Russia stuff. I think the way that this, what happens is, you know, when the story originally comes out, you know, people will honestly believe it. They'll say, oh, you know, they want, first of all, they want to believe it, right? And then, so it's very easy for them to kind of buy into this narrative. 
But then what happens is once more information comes out and once it's been, you know, you have the Mueller report and it's kind of, you know, basically proven that there was no you know, Trump-Russia collusion or anything like that, it, it kind of morphs into this willful ignorance at that point, essentially, where they kind of either, you know, the left-wing media doesn't report on the fact that it's not true or they just kind of close their eyes and ears to it and they say, well, you know, I want to believe it at this point, so I'm just going to kind of like shut down and stop thinking about, you know, the, the things that debunk it. Or we move on to the next thing. You know, it's just, right. um, okay. Anyway, moving on to the next scandal. Moving on to the and, next well, set of lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think the cope spiral for that one, though, the whole Russiagate thing, you know, people had gotten, like, Mueller time tattoos and just that one. That one was, <laughs> oh, no, there really were. There really were people so that got great. They deserve yeah. those. And, and that one was just, there was so much invested in that. That one, people, you can't afford to let that one go. Right. I mean, th- I, there's just way too much on it now at this point. I I saw this uh, this leftist uh, that I can't stand uh, in comics. Mark, what's his name? I can't. He's a writer. When you but say leftist, on, what do you mean? Just because on the show, SJW. Normal. I, well, I we, mean, SJW. we normally think of leftists as a socialist, specifically. Oh, sometimes well, that too. Yeah, sometimes people say leftist and they just mean broadly someone on the left. So that's the only reason I'm asking. You know what happened? Like he's I, referring I, to a helicopter passenger. <laughs> yes, <laughs> communist. Well, no, no, no. I, you know, I used to say SJW all the time, and and the the problem with it is, is that you know, uh, these these people, who I will say are you know are formerly known as SJWs, now God only knows what they want to be called, but uh, they flee from terms. I mean, they 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 announced that they were social justice warriors back in 2010, and then their own behavior uh, and people's mockery of them made them ashamed to be called SJWs. So they're. They go, oh, that's so passe. Oh, you still use the word SJW to describe us. Like, what What even is an SJW? What even is this? So you could say the woke if you want to. And you guys experienced the whole thing where define woke. What does woke mean? As though that's like a nebulous term that, you know, you oh, guys totally. invented. Uh, you know, it's silly. But I, I mean SJWs. Uh, and I saw this guy sitting there on some Collider interview. He used to write the Flash. This guy's real, like just a piece of garbage. This guy, uh, and uh, he was just like, I believe we've just come out of the Dark Ages. We were in the Dark Ages, but we've come out of them when the Orange Tyrant lost the election in 2020. And I'm like, that was four years of your life. That was four snappy years. It's not like you're 16 years old and those four years last forever. We're all in our 40s and 50s. Uh, not you uh, guys, you fellas, but I think I think me and Sean are, and I'm pr- this other guy is um, thirty-seven, but close. Are you thirty-seven? Okay, all right, yeah. my bad. Anyway, I'm the oldest one here. So sorry, Sean. Uh, but um, th- like four years goes by really quick. To these guys, this was like uh, this was a trial. Uh, this was just sort of an agonizing extended period of time that they would call the Dark Ages. Oh, I, I know. We're we're still in the dark ages. Uh, they are the dark ages. These people, and it's lasted quite a lot longer than that. I feel like it's been the past twenty twenty five years. Are you are you tortured by Biden being president as much as they were tortured by Trump being president? Because I I feel like I'm not remotely in that situation. I'm scared, mm-hmm. but I'm not tortured by it. You know, I don't care that he's president. It's it's a shame. I think we made a terrible choice, but he's president because they were so incredibly terrified of Trump. 
Yeah. I, Biden didn't win. Trump lost. You know, it's like that's uh, that's how that worked out. Biden couldn't get elected if anybody else were running against him. People were terrified and they'd been driven crazy by the media uh, of Trump. And so this this guy, they, they pulled every advantage. They pulled every trick out of the hat. They used covid. They changed voting laws. They practice ballot harvesting and, and, you know, important districts in order to remove Trump because another four years, we can't take it. I Biden being president now, I, I feel like I'm old enough to recognize that these are transitory officials. What I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of the uh, uh, the overall uh, mood of the country right now, which seems fractured and unstable, like nothing I've ever experienced before. And maybe it always was this way. And maybe it's just the Internet that's made us more aware of each other. Uh, but I really hate it. Uh, I hate the fact uh, that uh, we all hate each other. I hate that more than anything. I hate the fact that uh, families uh, are being divided, people, friendships are being lost. Uh, people seem to have uh, very overt agendas that are radical. Uh, you know, I, I really, uh, I despise all of that. I think that's uh, that's uh, revolting, the, the, uh, the way that this country is fractured in just the past six or seven years. Yeah, I think and so. I, I think I don't so much think Biden's it's, the cause. He's just there. He's like, uh, you know, I don't think he has any power. I don't think he has any vision. He's just, a, you know, basically a corpse in a suit. It's the people behind him. That's it's, the media. It's definitely like in your face. And I think a lot of it is just like you said, because of social media. Like we see all these insane, you know, leftist communists online where, you know, 30 years ago, I mean, we'd hear stories about one at a party, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't see them in our faces every single day and posting and whatnot. A lot of times I see these crazy things on the internet and I wonder if it's like, is this real? I just saw um, there was a, a TikTok or something of a woman who took her kids to the dentist and she got in some sort of you know, disagreement oh, with the woman. Non-binary thing? Yeah, because yeah. she got in some disagreement with one of the people yeah. that worked there because she was like, oh, you can't call me mom because I'm, you know, I'm a parent. Like, I'm a non-binary person. And I just, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, like, these people have got to know, like, if they just, you know, aim their phone at them and say something incendiary like that, it's going to get a bunch of views, a bunch of attention. Oh. And that's yeah. kind of a kick. I mean, I remember when I first started playing around on the internet, you know, and and it is a kick to to make something that gets a bunch of attention and gets a bunch of uh, eyes on you. So if you, if you don't have like I I'm I I don't like to be dishonest with people. I just feel like sooner or later it comes back to bite you. And mm -hmm. but I don't think that that ethic many people have. I think they think oh you know it's the internet. Nobody's gonna find me out. Let me just make make up something about being non-binary at the dentist. Oh. And I'll get a bunch of attention on me. So I wonder how much of it is that. Do you think people need attention? you think people uh, are ignoring each other? People are not getting enough attention? I mean, what, what exactly is it that has changed? Or is it just that getting attention is easier uh, now uh, than it ever was before? Like, you'd have to be special to get on television. Yeah, you'd have totally. to get on the Ed Sullivan show. You know, you'd have to get on Johnny Carson to get <laughs> attention. You'd have to be a special person. Now you just need to be a weirdo and you need to uh, post it to the internet.
I think everybody, like everyone at some level has a desire to be famous. I remember one time I was listening to Scott Adams and he, Scott Adams asked, like a lot of famous people will say, oh, I always knew I'd be famous. And <laughs> I, so I'm, you know, big brain intellectual here knew that I would be famous. And I just think, well, I mean, everyone thinks they'll be famous. So sooner or later, some of those people do become famous and they end up in the situation that, that you're in but a lot of people think they'll be famous and never get famous so uh scott adams was asking the chat how many of you believe that and like the chat is just all yeah i thought i'd be famous <laughs> like every single person in the <laughs> yes. chat was like and he was just astounded by that and i thought oh man this guy's in a total bubble but i think everybody does have a desire to be famous and the internet kind of makes that possible they, they think oh i could be famous for something you know i could be the person that said, you know, don't, I'm non-binary. Don't call me mom at the dentist. <laughs> I could, that could be my claim to fame. So I just, <laughs> I feel like people are pulling that a little bit. And I don't, I, I mean, I'm an optimistic person by nature, so I don't necessarily let it get me down. I know a lot of people do, so I don't like to disparage those people, but Ethan, I think we're going to be okay. Okay. Do you? Thanks. I feel better now because I'm not I'm not so sure. I don't know how this changes. I think it gets worse. Mm -hmm. I, I got I'm an optimist about a lot of things. I'm an optimist about, you know, uh, Comicsgate and independent comics and creativity and, you know, my my potential and the potential of my friends. Uh, but when it comes to the, the rest of society, fuck them. I, I think these people are nuts. I can't believe you know, you know, the thing about the Internet is it really does bring you close and uh, to the strangest people on the face of the earth. I think it encourages mental illness and then it puts mental illness in your face 24 seven. And that's got to have a, that's got to have some kind of a dispiriting effect on you, Adam. Stop smiling. This has got to. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to hurt whole you show, Our whole show is like making fun of cringe on the internet, Ethan. <laughs> like it's all just content. <laughs> it's in in a in an insane world. I mean, it helps that we're all sane here. This is the thing. That's our advantage. Bud Light put Dylan Mulvaney uh, in a bathtub. Drinking beers, uh, like Dylan Mulvaney is. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you see how we, weird everything like, is. This is weird. Dylan, I first of all, I don't, I'm not, I'm not convinced Dylan Mulvaney's trans. Okay, I know that might be transphobia or whatever, but I'm Dylan just, Mulvaney is carrying around tampons, Adam, to try to you know make sure in case she has her period. Look, if you're if you're putting tampons in your butt. You need to see a therapist, okay? <laughs> like that. Maybe just, she's got hemorrhoids. You don't know. Listen, not, I don't think tampons work for hemorrhoids. Look, I it's <laughs> we've we've done no coverage of the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light thing. I do secretly hope Bud Light goes out of business forever, just because they've been selling piss water for so long that I think it's that's like, yeah. You don't care about the ad. You just care about their beer tasting like crap. I think it's just, it's funny to me. And also it's just all oh, the schadenfreuden because all of the cancel culture has been aimed at, um, you know, people on the right. And the, if the right actually gets a win on this one, I just, I feel like it's karma. It's, well, it, it's deserved. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I want to ask everyone here a question. Cause I put out a tweet that most people agree with, but some people are angry about just a small minority of people don't agree with. And so essentially what I said was, you know, it seems like 
you know, the you had the Bud Light comes out. They had Dylan Mulvaney in the ad. And all, you know, the conservatives get very mad about it. They start boycotting it. And I think that's all fine. And I'm glad. I think, you know, you want to disincentivize corporations from going woke. And this is a good way to do it. Um, and so Budweiser basically, or Bud or Anheuser-Busch or whatever they are, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, they stopped the Dylan Mulvaney thing. They put that lady, the VP of advertising on a paid vacation suspension or a vacation or whatever you want to call it <laughs> and then fired. they kind of they were fired and then they kind of released a statement that's kind of like you know hinting that well we're going to try to go back to being you know conservative again and then they released this commercial which i don't know if you saw it's you know it's so over the top that it's kind of obviously you know conservative bait and it's a little cringy but at least the point of the commercial is supposed to be like we're a good old American beer company. We care about, you know, the the flyover states. And we're, you know, we're conservative again and all this stuff. And I look at that and I'm like, well, you know, to me, that's a good sign because it shows, hey, the outrage against Dylan Mulvaney worked, apparently. I mean, they've gone in the completely opposite direction. And in my mind, strategically, it would be a good idea for conservatives to be applauding this because it shows that they basically had power to get, you know, Bud to change its decision to go back, you know, to throw wokeness under the bus. But I see a lot of conservatives that are like, no, this is not enough. You know, until they have an advertisement where they, you know, have Matt Walsh come on and say the transes aren't real, then I'm not oh. going to, you know, I'm not going to allow Budweiser to skate. And I just to me, I just think this is the complete <laughs> wrong attitude because. You know, you need a carrot and stick approach. If you're just going to beat people over the head with a stick, I mean, you're not really incentivizing them to come over to your team. Well, I mean, um, I, you know, I, I hear you, and, and the sympathetic uh, side of me agrees with you. But the part that okay. recognizes uh, the infection uh, that, that that's taken hold of that company, which I saw in DC Comics, uh, has is forcing myself to be cruel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to have no pity or sympathy and to demand humiliation, to demand this company <laughs> fall to their, their knees. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, you know, what's interesting is that, uh, you know, it's, I want all of these people fired from Bud Light top down. <laughs> uh, the guy who all of them like I want the I, she's gone. OK, Alyssa is gone. The person who hired Alyssa is gone. But then a photo emerged. Uh, with a bunch of co-eds who Alyssa hired, who were all sitting there <laughs> holding Bud Light cans. The milkshake crew. They're the milkshake crew. Right. So these are all <laughs> Alyssa's friends who all agree with her that the future is female and trans, uh, and uh, they need to go too. And then once all of those people are gone, uh, then I want a sniveling apology from Bud Light, because it's not just that they're promoting transgender issues, because that is evil that in that in and of itself is the wrong message the fact that they use dylan mulvaney who acts like a six-year-old child uh who was drinking beers and all this stuff this is evil that is pure evil uh the problem is the main problem is that very much like dc comics and marvel comics the first thing they did was insult their customers the first thing that bud light did was they came out and said our current uh drinkers people who buy our our beer and eh, they're a little bit fraddish. They're a little bit, you know, our, our, we need a new audience. We're looking for, this is all familiar. This is something that I've seen happen over and over and over again. I saw it happen in comics. I'm, I'm watching it happen in Star Wars. I'm watching it happen in entertainment. And now it's happening in places like Bud Light. 
Uh, and the thing about it is, is that it's extremely frustrating for conservatives to watch this happen in places where we complain and nothing happens because ultimately we just don't have a lot of leeway. We don't have a lot of pool. Uh, we can say, we tried to say, look, we're your customers at Marvel Comics. We're at DC Comics. We're the ones who, please stop doing this. Please stop going woke. Please stop insulting us. Please stop hiring people that hate us. Uh, and uh, we're the guys who buy your books and they don't listen. They don't mm -hmm. care. The difference is the Bud Light depends on people, uh, not like us. Not thinking about what they're buying. That's well, what they depend on. They depend on blue-collar Americans who work hard all day and don't have a lot of extra money but want to get drunk and smack their wives Okay, right. after a long, <laughs> hard day of work. There you go. That's their customer base. These are guys, basically Kid Rock. Uh, you know, that's their customer base. Kid Rock, if he had no money and wasn't famous. Mm -hmm. And how dare you insult these people? They've kept your company afloat and made your uh, beer brand the biggest with all your Spuds McKenzie, all your women in bikinis with American flags all over them, all your soaring eagles, oh, those were the men days. in pickup trucks, all of the great stuff, the, the great ad campaigns of even Budweiser or the Frogs. Uh, all of those great ad campaigns, and now you circle around and you hire a bunch of uh, dim-witted bubbleheads uh, who hate people like that, can never relate to them, and never want to even try to relate to them. Mm -hmm. You hire them, and the first thing they do is come out and insult them. Yeah, uh, They get some twink in a dress and makeup and a wig uh, to drink in a mocking fashion uh, the beer that these people drink because it's all they can afford and then to tell them to fuck off. This company needs to be punished in a way uh, that we have not been able to, because we haven't had the power, we haven't had the strength, we haven't had the organization to punish any other company because you know they, they don't need. Other companies like uh, Lucasfilm don't need us. Bud Light does need conservatives, and conservatives do need to push back as hard as we can and grind this company's face into the dirt so that we can show mm. and set an example. I'm not in a forgiving mood with them uh, because right. they they're, it's not just Bud Light. They're a symbol of an infection that's happening all over every single aspect of society right now, from education to entertainment uh, to the things that we feed our children, to children's entertainment. And I, I want to squish their faces into the mud. And I, I don't think we should ever let up or be merciful. This company needs to grovel to us in public. Yeah, this is well, like the art of war. Like, you have to well, make an example. Yeah, you have to make an example of them. <laughs> like, it, they, they need to see some heads yeah. roll so that other companies go, oh, mm -hmm. Bud Light no longer exists. We don't want to be in this situation, right? Well, it's not that I don't think Bud Light would no longer exist, but... Yes, they've only sustained a little bit of a pain. I, I think there needs to be, you know, it doesn't need to be like Hellraiser levels where. Well, I, I mean, there could be legendary no more Bud Light. Like, let let's let Bud Light no longer. Well, you don't. Exist. You just hate Bud Light already, so you're kind of a biased. Well, no, I, yeah, I'm just, they make I, Stella I'm saying, Artois, which is what yeah. I drink. That's the beer of that's mm -hmm. my beer of choice, and I I've moved on to Yingling. Yeah. I'm not going to drink Stella anymore I, because of this. I'm just I'm yeah. saying that if a brand goes mm -hmm. completely under no longer mm -hmm. exists that's going to send far bigger it, a message than if they come out and grovel and everyone starts drinking bud light again because mm -hmm. then that's going to tell people in the future well it'll be tough but we'll make it through like if people think yes. okay those people died 
They're going to think sure. twice before they do stupid shit like this. Yeah, and I don't know if it needs to get to the point where they die, but mm -hmm. they need to get severely beaten and severe. <laughs> like, there needs to be a lot of... The example must be made, and I'm really disappointed Ethan neglected to mention the WhatsApp campaign. <laughs> oh, yes, well. yes. I mean, the king of commercials. They are, they are for middle, they're for middle, it's middle yeah. America's beer. That's yes. what it is. And I like, I don't drink it, but calling it piss water is, oh. I, I listen, we're beer snobs, I guess. But I mean, a little bit, dismissing, yeah. A little bit. Dismissing, um, you know, dismissing these people uh, who drink it all the time is the great mistake that the Democrats made in 2016. That is the Rust Belt. Those are hardworking Americans who don't have a lot of money. They can't spend this kind of money on, you know, special, incredible, awesome beers. Bud, wait, Bud Light is like, that's expensive. We're like, you got to get your Pabst Blue Ribbon or your natural light. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, hey, Nighting. Nettie Light's made by Anheuser-Busch. So. You got the, yeah, see, you got the Cadillac Bud Light is of not beer expensive. Too. You've got champagne <laughs> taste if you're drinking yeah. Bud Light in exactly. my town. Okay. Oh, well, well, okay. Yeah. Well, good. You're, you're I the remember guy you that we're respecting right now. Yes. Yeah, no. Back in I, my day, back in my day, you could buy a case of Natty Light for ten dollars. I do remember that. I remember buying I a case I, of Natty those Light. Are, those are my college days. Yeah, I but think, Bud Light um, is such an American brand too. Even is. the can is red, white, well, totally Budweiser, white, but Budweiser, red, white, yeah. and blue. That's an American brand. Mm -hmm. My dad drank Budweiser every all day, every day. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that uh, you hit the emotional argument on the head very well ethan in terms of what how people feel about this you know how you know when uh, marvel and dc kind of got woke when the video game industry in some respect when gamergate kind of went woke when all these industries go woke and people complain about it and basically they just ignore you know yeah. the fan base you know same thing this is very you know star wars they're like fuck off you know we don't give a shit about the original fans and the kind of makes a lot of people kind of sink deeper and deeper into sort of this like anger and uh, hostility towards brands and industries, you know, uh, all together. And then you have, you know, Bud come along and they kind of do what they do. And there is a big enough, uh, you know, backlash against them because it affects, you know, it's not just the nerds. It's a bunch of normies, you know, go out there and say they're not going to drink, you know, Bud Light anymore. And they respond. Um, but I, to me, it feels like essentially this is sort of like a like a displaced anger. Like I don't think I don't think what's that strategically. That? What's wrong with that? I mean, first of all, well, or yeah, the anger is much much right? bigger. Uh, the anger is much bigger, right? We're we're angry at how everything is going woke and how these mm -hmm. creeps seem to be targeting our children at every turn, and these mm -hmm. creeps are finding their way into. All right, uh, so. Uh, we don't have power. We don't seem to have the power to attack the entire world, but we do have the power to attack this one organization and make them suffer for what is going on everywhere else. Right. So why do why do you have the why do we have the power to attack this one organization? Because conservatives drink Budweiser. Right. Yes. So they're a natural ally on your side, and in my opinion. That's the goal, like, you know, but... we're, in, we're kind of a, if we conceptualize this as kind of like a war, it's a war of coalition building. You know, the conservatives can't just win by complaining yeah. and then tearing down potential allies. They win yeah. by getting allies on their side. Our ally is but, betraying but, us. Yeah, Sitch, this is like, <laughs> they're our ally, worse. but they just, 
they're like our ally sitch, but they just jam to school full of kids. It's like there's got to be a little bit of punishment for what they've done. No, I'm not saying there can't. I'm not saying there shouldn't be punishment. What I'm saying is there has to be. You have to incentivize businesses to to do mm -hmm. the things you want them to do. Because well, at the end yeah. of the uh -huh. day, you know, yeah, there are a bunch of these you know woke ass people in you know these boardrooms that have woke opinions. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day. These businesses are controlled by money and they will make financial decisions. And mm -hmm. if you kind of have a situation where a company goes woke and the conservatives complain and the company, you know, addresses that and they reverse course and they say, okay, we're not going to be woke anymore. And then that company fails. That's a signal to the businesses to say, well, why the fuck should we even try to not be woke? You know, the, the conservatives aren't going to help us if we, you know, change back. Like, it's already too it's already too late. Almost all these companies are already woke. It's already too late to try to get them to not go woke. So there needs to be, in my mind, a path strategically, on a strategic level, there needs to be a path of redemption available to woke companies if the goal is to get wokeness out of these industries. Uh, yeah, I think that, you know, uh, an actual apology would be key to that. And I mm -hmm. think that's what uh, conservatives have signaled to uh, Anheuser-Busch over and over and over again. No half measures here. Uh, you know, getting, I understand that Alyssa is gone. I know she's been fired, even though they, a leave of absence. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, when um, you come they're going to let her back. They're, she's going to sneak back in. No, uh, they're not. Like... They're, no, they're not, dude. No, she cost the company maybe, billions of dollars. Know. They're not letting her back in. Mm -hmm. Unless, and if they do, it, maybe they she's are fucking her boss. You don't know. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they got rid of the boss. They're like, oh, shit. You <laughs> <laughs> got rid of him, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, so, don't, no, I don't know. They, that, why didn't they just come out and say that? Every, it would have been so much better when they said, you know, she was fucking a, the boss. That's why this ad no, campaign, no, not campaign the, happened. Not, I don't no, know if that was... not that. What if they, why did they call it a leave of absence? That's just so schmarmy. That just says she's coming back because as they soon as this blows over. Because she, they, they should have said, look, we fired her. They can't afford to say that because then they piss off the left. Right. And they're they're actually worried oh, about okay. the optics there. That's a good point, Sean. Well, yeah. so what, what do you, like, what would the apology look like? Exactly. Like, what what are they like, supposed to say? We they you need know, like, Dylan Mulvaney on her knees. They need to eject Dylan Mulvaney into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, well, but like, I, I'm just saying they basically right. need to do the equivalent of that. Like, look, we really fucked this up. We should have been doing this. Our job's to sell beer, not to sell some gay guy wearing a woman's skin suit. Mm -hmm. Like, our job's to sell beer. You drink beer. They 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 have the formula down. Oh, but oh. they. They don't, I mean, you get Kid Rock, you do, like, you go back to that. You don't have to, like, to try to churn out this, you know, canned commercial they already had going where it's like, you know, in America, we rely on each other. And yeah, yeah totally. Together. It's like, that's, that, that. Stop it. Yeah, no. just apologize. You need, I don't yeah. even know what it would sound like, Adam, but it, what mm -hmm. we'll know it. We'll recognize it as yes. an apology when the mm -hmm. apology happens. Just saying, I we're sorry we really fucked up with that, that, that alone. <sighs> I think I feel like this is a far more complicated situation because they can't just come on and say we're sorry that we had a trans slash maybe gay person in drag you know on an ad like they can't just say that because then it's like well what's wrong with having a trans or gay person we on insulted an ad? our audience yes. we insulted you uh, our ad campaign uh, suggested that you uh, are loyal customers were not important to us and we want to make it clear to you uh that we took a bad misstep 
mm-hmm. and you are important to us. You are the the heart and soul of our business, and we humbly apologize for the insult uh, that we paid to you uh, through this misguided ad campaign. The podcast follow-up, I think, was even worse from the VP. Like, I, I wonder if this would have gone as far as it has if it wasn't for that podcast where she basically just denigrated I'm surprised the drinkers. They, yeah. I'm surprised when they, right. whatever they did with her, they didn't tell her, like, you have to keep your trap shut. Yeah. Like, and, you know, which... Well, she, when, she, when she said all that stuff, she didn't realize she was in trouble yet. No, I mean, yeah, oh, it happened oh, two oh, weeks. Right. It happened two right. weeks before the the Dylan thing. Oh, happened. I thought she, yeah. I thought she's given an interview since then. But okay. no, 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 she's no. she's kept her trap shut since then. Obviously. No, but like, but I, like that's probably why she's on paid leave. They're right. like, we got to keep keep this lady from talking. She's going to kill us. I think they could say sort of the whole. You know, we should have listened. We need to listen to our customer base, um, and we definitely messed up and all that stuff. They but, should I mean, say I there are two genders. Uh, and uh, <laughs> men in wigs are not women. They, yeah, uh, they, they are men in they wigs. They cannot say that. They're going to kiss their that. whole non-binary audience goodbye, right. Ethan. Yes. Yeah, I know, yes, right? For that, yes, <laughs> for that, that half a case of beer every year. Well, no, it's not. It's not that's not the good if, if If they come out and say, like, you know, you know, the Del Mulvaney is a man in dress and trans in the kids, and you know, they can't, they literally can't say that. They'll get no. annihilated by the by mainstream. By who? Of course they would. By the mainstream. Look, if they're going to well, go under like anyway, they... they should at least try it just to see what happens. <laughs> That'd be right. hilarious. Go please for the high score. It. Yeah, piss everyone off. <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. it's a different situation, but we even saw, you know, with Twitter, you know, how much power these people have where they can just force all these other companies to basically blackball you and destroy you. If, if Bud came out with some statement that was very, you know, perceived as anti-trans or anti-gay, you know, like... I mean, you know, Joe Biden's gonna be like the government's gonna make sure that we're you know cracking down on Budweiser. It's gonna be like this whole massive shitstorm for them, and it just to me it doesn't seem doesn't seem feasible or realistic that they would do something that extreme. I think they can apologize without you know coming out against trans. They just people. had a twink, e- Ethan. We have in a. I mean, what do you mean they, they can't do something that extreme? They've done something that extreme. Ethan, I, not... I think our positions are are very <laughs> divergent here, so I just want to make that clear. Like, mm-hmm. I I accept that there are trans people in the world, and I think there are some very nice trans people. They suffer from a thing called gender dysphoria, and in order to get over it, they transition into uh, the opposite sex from when they are. I, when I'm talking smack about Dylan Mulvaney, it's because I'm skeptical that they actually are transgender or that they have gender dysphoria. Uh, the The... Talk that we had about everyone wanting to be famous, I think, fits the Dylan Mulvaney case just a little too accurately here. It seems like someone wanted mm-hmm. attention. And in our modern era, this is the time, this is the way to get attention. So I, I feel like there's a little grifter thing that I'm more offended by than the trans thing. So I'm, I'm offended by the uh, I'm offended by the the campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, to constantly, uh, you know, promote gender dysphoria, right? But as if, though if Blair White uh, came out, look, if were Blair... the solution to uh, problems, uh, you know, um, with children uh, who are uh, tomboys uh, who have a little bit of confusion in their younger uh, years, uh, we're seeing like the the craziest uh, reactions from parents. Uh, who are, who seem to actually be hoping their kids are trans. The idea that there are trans kids that need to be protected, the idea that there are children 
uh, who uh, could choose to be or let you know that they are transgender children. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in dangerous. favor of kids. Look, I'm not in favor of and kids transitioning. And that's what this is all about. That's I think what it there seems to be. I think there could be a social contagion aspect. So I completely agree with you on those terms. But I think, like, if Bud Light did a campaign, well, I, I don't know how that would go. Like, if Bud, if it was Blair White instead of of uh, Dylan Mulvaney, like, I'm really curious how that would play out because Blair White is like an outspoken conservative. She looks like a conventionally attractive woman. She doesn't look like a guy in a dress with, I mean, Dylan Mulvaney, I mean, he must shave like three times a day. <laughs> I, I just like, um, Blair White would be an interesting, why I, I, you're, why, what does transgenderism have to do with drinking beer? Nothing, nothing, but I'm just, I'm now, just why saying, are we even talking about it? Like, why is this something that an, Bud Light? It's an interesting topic. Into? Well, I mean, I know that. I'm just saying, but why are we sitting there working out the proper transgendered There wouldn't be. It would be well, they, light. Right. They, for, well, they have this idea. They're like, listen, they, there's, I wouldn't be surprised if they sat down in the meeting and they were like, listen, we've got a huge social contagion going on. 40% of our kids today, our future Bud Light drinkers are non-binary and trans. They, <laughs> we, no, no, no. <laughs> So, okay, so wait, wait. we need so, we need to reach these people. These are the drinkers of tomorrow. The, How are we going to do it? This is what happened. Okay, Bud Light, their market share, I believe, was going down and right. has been going down for quite some time. I think I'm not 100, percent but I think Bud Light's primary drinkers are women, I believe. And what? they said, really? I think so. And they said, and they're so they're sort of saying, "How do we get more? You know, how do we get more uh, young people?" To drink our, you know, our, our, our piss our water swill. Bud Light. Yeah. How do they get more people? And they're like, well, these kids, you know what they like? They like the TikToks, right? We got to get some TikTok person to be, <laughs> you know, on our beers. Hire some new VP of advertising who knows about the TikToks. And they hire some woke VP who says, oh, all the, the TikTok kids, they like Dylan Mulvaney. And so that's how that comes to be. Like, I, I don't think they were sitting around thinking about social contagion when this, you know, ad campaign came to pass. My no, narrative is funnier. Yeah. No, but I think you're exactly right, uh, Stitch. I think that, or Stitch, I'm sorry. I think that's exactly how this happened was, uh, you know, just as you described, that's how SJWs get in. Yes. Uh, and then they just fill your organization with more people like them. So, um, yeah, I think that uh, probably the, the execs or the higher ups are flabbergasted by all of this. They got mm -hmm. took. Yeah. They're but, um, completely unawares, but, but the question is, yeah, it's like, this isn't, this isn't appropriate. Uh, you know, this isn't appropriate. This agenda isn't appropriate and I see it everywhere and I'm sick of it. I'm just mm -hmm. tired of it. I think Americans are tired of it and they want, they want to be able to put their foot down somewhere and this is where they're going to put it down. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, listen, I just, I, I believe in, I guess I'm a cold, heartless Vulcan here. Just like trying to think of the strategy and not the, not the feelings of the people. Like how, know. how they're supposed to appease uh, America. I, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be very hard. I think there is language that can be used uh, that makes it all about how the customer was uh, mistreated, insulted, neglected, because that's all true. Uh, and then if somebody wants to mm -hmm. read between the lines and say, oh, they're saying, well, maybe we shouldn't right. have, you know. What if well, they paid Kid, Kid Rock to come out as trans? How about there that? There you go. No, <laughs> I, I think they could say that yes. the customer was wronged by the statements the VP made afterwards. I don't know if they could say that just having Dylan Mulvaney is an insult to their consumer base. 
on its face. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, look, I, I don't know. I guess you're right about that. I'm not looking for them to say, we used Dylan Mulvaney and that was an insult to you. Right. Yeah, you're saying but just Dylan a broad Mulvaney statement. Dylan Mulvaney is right. there because right. of the insult that was already in place by this uh, VP of, of, of uh, marketing mm -hmm. uh, who basically said, we don't like our current customers and I, we, we need the customers of the future. And apparently the customers of the future are uh, all non-binary. It's very strange, man. I, this is why this is the stress. I really feel like this is the stress that American people live with almost every single day. This mm -hmm. is what's put in front of their faces in 2023 constantly. And it's terrifying because most of us, most normal Americans have kids. We have families. Uh, we, we, we long for, we, we pray for our future. I want grandchildren. I want great-grandchildren perhaps before I die. I don't want this. I don't want these messages poisoning my kids. And I right. see it constantly. Uh, this idea that like uh, you're feeling a little troubled, you're a little depressed, you're not sure who you are. Join the club. That's every 12, 13 and 14 year old. You grow out of it. 99.9% .9 of people grow out of it. These people are promoting changing your gender. Uh, and, and uh, you know, subjecting yourself to a lifetime of debilitating medical procedures. Uh, as an option, as the solution, uh, as happiness uh, mm -hmm. to all of these problems that the kids all experience in puberty. And it's diabolical and it has to be stopped that. I mean, this is just one thing. It's just but it's at the heart of what's going on right now. This turmoil that's going on, I think, in the hearts of the American people and perhaps in the world that we have to witness this, that we have to put up with it. And, and that our own, the, the products that we consume, that we, that we you know, uh, that we endorse to each other by, you know, by sharing them around our, our dinner tables. These are part of the effort to attack our families. This is despicable. I don't know. I'm not sure how, I don't know how you apologize for that. I'm not sure how you apologize for that. But I don't think worrying about what trans people are going to think about your apology should be a factor should be apologizing to people that you are part of this campaign mm -hmm. to destroy families. Well, I mean, Humbly. I agree with the the threats of the social contagion of, of trans issues. I mean, we talked about this a lot. I do think that there's going to be a massive, in the, in the near future, I think there's going to be massive amounts of uh, people who transition to children coming out and regretting it, and that essentially transitioning is going to be viewed as like the modern day equivalent of sort of the over prescription of uh, lobotomies and shock therapies and just one of these things where people are just going to sit around saying how did we get this wrong how do we get this wrong they'll be a little different because you know the reason that the medical community got this so wrong is because it's become so heavily politicized that no one can really question it effectively or call out you know improper things that are happening in this field so I mean I agree I completely agree with all that. I just think from a a pragmatic uh, position, I just I don't think a private company can take that stance until the public opinion or the medical I'd say even until like the medical opinion really switches on the issue. It's 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 a lot like you know uh the time maybe in the 1950s when it it was just most of America was Christian and imagine mm -hmm a company you know a, you know stepping in it somehow 
and turn and well, I, I guess the the Christians though really now are the trans activists, the transgender activists, right? You're because saying they're like, the ones that have the control of the culture, right? Yeah. You're saying if in like in the past when America was far more uh, Christianized, right? There's a brand that came out that seemed to make some kind of like it's on like I don't know some famous atheist. Or oh yeah, there we go. That's you know that's it. Yeah. Do their product and everyone got really mad and they kind of walked back on it, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I no, mean, it, but it would be like a it would be like a famous Christian though, because the Christians right, right. once had the culture in the same way that the trans. Right now, obviously, the politics right. have completely reversed sides here. Yeah, of course so. they have. Yeah, and that's the thing. They all think they all act like they don't have the culture that they're persecuted, but really they do have the culture. So. Right. Well, I mean, that's the, their power is generated through pretending that they are the most oppressed people in our society. So Sean, do you have a position on like the transgender debate? I know some people don't like to talk about it. I, um, I so I do. I mean, I think um, I had to step away for a second because uh, I'm drinking Coors Light in this house now. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, as far as things go, Molson Coors, you want to sponsor me, you know where to find me. Nice. Nice. Look him up. But I, I do think, you know, yes, we are going to, it's going to be really awkward in a couple of years when, you know, these children are going to be standing there as, you know, teenagers and young adults saying, why did you let us do this to ourselves? Totally. I mean, yeah. we're, I mean, and I hate saying it like this, but it's like, we're doing some Dr. Megal level stuff to people. Totally. And it's, yeah. and I, you know, it's, it's. You know, and, and I, I hate to say it like this, but I, I think it's it's the only time, like when I have clients who have mental illness issues, I never indulge them. I don't say like, you know, yeah, you're right, Frank, the pigeons at the park really are telling you what to do. <laughs> like, yes, they really do work for the CIA. Like, I, I, and th th that's, you never do that. You can't do that to people. And yet this is the one time where we, we, we actively encourage it. And then we sit there and say, like, we're astonished that it's creating all these horrible, horrible effects. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that people who are suffering from issues don't have humanity. They do. But this is the only one where we're like, you know, we're going to fully enable you. And I, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to try to they're going to act like this. Oh, no, nobody actually told you this was a good idea. Nobody supported this. It's going to get memory hold. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be the worst part of all for uh, people who are dealing with this, who have regret or realize this wasn't the right option. I mean, that that's the part I'm truly worried about. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot higher than people realize. It's not just going to be some, it's going to be quite a few. Because mm -hmm. like even you guys talk about it, most people after a couple of years have moved on or worked out whatever they're dealing with and are happy they didn't take any action at the time. Yeah, and I just be, right in the past. Yeah, mm -hmm. before I just, they gave kids puberty blockers. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so you can that doesn't hurt anybody. It's like you're right. You're right. Didn't, you know, stopping body processes. That's that's always a good idea. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I would be. I, it's it's so prevalent that it would to mm -hmm. me. I mean, I guess they could try to memory hole it. I don't know. I'd be it'll be interesting because well, I think we'll live through it. So we'll see if they. I think they'll try to memory totally hole it. I'm to not sure it will be it. successful. Well, I I mean it's like. For a long time lobotomies were considered you know, like phrenology yes you right know, they were the hip cool things and now uh <laughs> phrenology was hip and cool it was was you it know, the, the, oh yeah that was like you would you could measure people's skulls it was you know what that is right they could, yeah of course yeah, that, yeah. Was, yeah. that was that was cutting edge technology back at the turn of the century right 
And yeah, but it wasn't really so much memory hold. It's just sort of like people were like, how could we have allowed this to happen? Yeah, but it's... But there's a political aspect to it now that I really mm -hmm. can't see, you know, like MSNBC talking about it or CBS talking about it. They're well, going to bury gonna these oh, transition, oh, right. these detransitioner stories. They're going to be buried. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I mean, it, we're getting to the point now where people like in the media, it's almost like George W. Bush is getting to the point where he's able to be rehabilitated because Trump was interdimensional triple Hitler. Right. Like and it's George Bush who right. I, I mean I know it was getting mentioned earlier. No, I I think you know nobody. The fact nobody has ever been punished for what happened mm -hmm. leading up to the Gulf War. Like okay, some people probably actually believed it, but eventually somebody realized it was a lie. They realized it wasn't true, and then they just ran with it. Right. Yeah. And you know that's big kind of memory hold now because oh my God, we we almost had Hitler. Or we did have Warren Chitler, and he Cheeto dusted the land with division <laughs> and strife. And it's like we forget about what happened previously. You well, know, and it's it's the you know, and I I I remember because I'm old enough. I remember when they were saying Bush was Hitler, and MoveOn.org had this commercial they made where it showed Bush talking, and it turned into Hitler at Nuremberg right. with that cheesy 2004 era computer graphics and then it was you know mccain was going to be hitler and then romney was hitler mccain was Trump a was vampire hitler. that was uh i remember well, seeing that mccain was a scumbag yeah so, <laughs> look up the keating five kids if you haven't ever done that before yes um, sir. uh but no it, it's so i do think there is a, like even politically there is a memory holding and i think this is just gonna you know it, it's gonna mm -hmm. i don't know where it goes from here i but i do uh I will say, I know you guys were talking about Sunday. It, it, you know, I don't think it was necessarily the right was crying wolf. They were saying, like, this is where it's going to go. And it did end up coming here. Well, I, you I know, have, like, people were like. I have a like, problem with that, though, because there's no well, causal link between gay marriage and the the trans mm, social no, contagion. But, what, well, I, I, I don't think in that aspect, but people saw, hey, the people, okay, like, okay, gay marriage is fine, but everybody else along that train clearly held up their tickets. Like, we want to go farther down the line. And there wasn't that whole idea of, you're right, we 100% agree. When those people try to stand up, we're not stopping the train at that station, yet we've stopped the train at that station. So now we have the on, uh, other non-binary otherkins. And... Yeah, but you know, there's no causal link between those two things. Like it's a completely no, it, different thing. The it, left it's, it's, likes to do zany, wacky things. Okay, but I, 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 no, I agree. But I'm just saying it's not. I'm just trying to say, like you agree, you were saying that the whole idea of there should have been this agreement. Like, look, we agree. We're not. Nobody wants that. Nobody really wants that. That's crazy talk. Okay, well, it got downplayed. There wasn't a. You're right, 100%. Those guys are degenerates. These guys are weirdos. We're not going to do any of their nonsense. Well, you got to have the argue. Look, obviously, there are people in the world that are going to want crazy shit. What, yeah. What mm -hmm. stops it is you have counter-arguments against it. I don't feel like there were good counter-arguments against gay marriage. And when people trotted out the slippery slope, they said, listen, uh, if we let mm. gays get married, all of a sudden there's going to be a social contagion of kids wanting to transgender themselves. I don't see any causal connection between uh, those I, two I, things. I, I, I don't point, disagree with that. Yeah, Sean's point is that essentially he's saying that the uh, people in favor of gay marriage at the time should have distanced themselves from the radicals in the queer movement, essentially, uh, to to really draw a line in the sand and say, you know, we're just advocating for gay marriage. We're not advocating for any of this other stuff. 
to some which, extent uh, they did, right. didn't they? I think they, I think they kind of did, but I, I mean, first of all, I agree with, I agree with that completely, Sean. And I mean, that's always kind of where I hope even today. And I talk about this, I hope today that's what movements do, but unfortunately it's just like living through what we're living through now. We can mm. see that's not really how people act. We see that basically what happens is that, you know, we call this the Sitchin Adam law is that the, the main tactic is to point to the extremists on the other side of whoever you're fighting and to then take the broad brush and paint everyone on that side with, you know, that extremist label. And it seems like because of that, essentially on both the left and the right, there is this tendency to, instead of distancing and denouncing, you know, the bad actors on their side, they just kind of try to downplay as much as possible, ignore as much as possible, just to kind of prevent that from happening. And I, I think it's actually counterproductive, but that's just the way people act. The right is much better at calling out their they're radicals. They are for yeah. the ethno-nationalists because they kind of have to. Right. Um, but like, you know, I think an example for the right would be, you know, I'm pretty sure Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles are anti-gay marriage and want to have a theocratic country. Um, and but, no one's calling them out. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to be called out because they're useful in terms of fighting back against trans issues. So I think it's just sort of like kind of the same thing, you know, on the left with their oh. crazy radicals. They're, they're viewed as basically useful tools at, you know, getting ever mm -hmm. whatever they want done. I, I I would agree with that to an extent, but they the you know the thing about Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles is that they don't have the ability to have the media and culture embrace and celebrate and establish them to the same extent. Now we're to the point where it, it like Dylan Mulvaney is being mm -hmm. you know totally. and yeah. I I, th I think that's where it's you know it's they they are uh they're generals without an army whereas on the other hand you have generals who have an effective army i, I think i think matt walsh and michael Knowles do have armies they're just significantly smaller than like you know a lot of the woke shit have very large army um but i think they still i think they do have influence i definitely do think they have influence oh, oh they definitely do have influence um, i just think I, the scale right the scale is different i agree the scale is different but um, and I think they were, I think Michael Knowles was testing the water with his comments about, you know, gay marriage and trying to get rid of gay marriage. And he was trying to see, he's trying to kind of, you know, take the temperature to see if, you know, he can kind of push further, you know, kind of the, the slippery slope kind of in the other direction that he kind of wants to go for. So. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to talk about the thing that we talked about on Sunday, the, uh, trans away the gay why just i don't i don't like i'm un, like i got i've got no problem with gay people like i feel like you know if you're okay so adam's argument no, well no if you're if, I, I want first of all i want to say look i went back and i listened to the argument that we had on sunday sitch and i yes. realized like i listened to it obviously clearly i hadn't been streaming for five or six hours however long we've been streaming so I do understand what you're saying, and I do, I mean, I like this argument. The conservatives make this argument a lot because it, they feel it's an effective argument. And I, like, uh, as far as, as, as homosexuality goes, look, I'm not gay, okay? I like women. I'm based, okay? <laughs> but if you like, if you're same-sex attracted, I don't, like, that's... I'm, I, and you want to have a life or a relationship. Like, I think the world works on the buddy system. Like we all need someone that's got our back. So if you want to, you know, get gay married or whatever, I have no problem with that. And I think it's wrong to say that you can't have a relationship with someone. If you're same sex attracted, you didn't pick it. 
you know, you, I didn't pick being uh, opposite sex attracted. I just, you know, it happened to me and I couldn't stop thinking about girls. So if that happens <laughs> with you, then I've, you know, knock yourself out. So I do feel that that is substantively, substantively different than the trans stuff that's, that's going on. And I think this, the divider for me is, you know, what is a mental illness? Like a, a mental illness, I think, is something where you're hurting yourself or you're potentially hurting others. So I think that's a, like a real clear line that we can look at. And if we look at homosexuality, like a lot of the arguments that they made against gay marriage were like, it's going to hurt society. Society's going to fall apart. You know, they tried to make the it's going to hurt others argument. But I think ultimately those arguments failed. And really defining homosexuality as a mental illness, if nobody's hurt by it, is a tough ask. So I think that's why homosexuality became not a mental illness. But the, the trans activists at the same time will say, you know, when you're talking about um, gender dysphoria being a mental illness and, you know, you can't change your biological sex. I mean, you can try, you can do all these surgeries and stuff, but it's an uphill climb. And that's kind of why we define this as a mental illness, because there's a lot of downside risk and you could be potentially hurting yourself. You could be hurting your family, all this stuff. That's why we continue to define it as a mental illness. A lot of the trans activists will say, well, that's exactly what we did with homosexuality, right? We didn't, um, we didn't, uh, you know, define that. We originally defined that as a mental illness and then we changed it. Why can't we just do that with, with uh, transgenderism? That argument, I think, is very persuasive for a lot of people. So I'm looking for an argument to defeat that argument. But the a counter argument that a lot of the, the uh, conservatives will make is they're saying, listen, conservatives will say, I have no problem with homosexuality. But the problem with transgenderism is you're, tr you're transing away the gay. Like there's a lot of gay people out there that you know, just would grow up to be happy gay people not uh, changing their bodies or anything like that. But you convince him, since they're same-sex attracted, that they're actually born in the wrong body and that they're really a biological man or a biological woman. They need to do all these surgeries and change themselves. And I, I find that to be a kind of a compelling argument. And I think the reason I find it to be a compelling argument is because I am pro-LGBT, obviously. So it makes the person that you're arguing against look like they're anti-LGBT because they're the ones that are wanting to hurt the LGBT people, right? But Sitch doesn't, you don't, you don't necessarily buy into this argument. You think this argument is fallacious. I don't buy into the argument that there's a large swath of people out here who would accept trans women, but wouldn't accept their son being gay. Mm-hmm. I don't accept, I don't believe, I don't believe that. I think most people, you know, that were kind of iffy about LGBT issues would probably prefer their, their child be gay than trans, I would guess. And I, I have an article that I'll send you so you don't have to read the book. Yeah. We, this came up because I'm reading a book, The Failure of the Tavistock Clinic or whatever in, in Great Britain. I guess they closed it down. They ended up transing a bunch of kids that were had autism and they weren't actually transgender. So horrible situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in the book, they talk about, you know, many of the therapists were just like, oh, this kid's gay, this kid's gay, but he's mistaking the being gay for being transgender. And now he like he has they would say internalized homophobia and that, you know, they they'll they just want to transition. And you 
uh, you had a you have a problem with that, Sitch, because you there's like a hierarchy of of um acceptance acceptance okay it seems that way to me it seems that way that there's a hierarchy of acceptance so i have the i have an article that i can send you you said you said you didn't want to talk about this ever again i bring this up from time to time (laughs) and sitch gets super mad because i (laughs) no i said i don't want to talk about it so whenever we talk about this and Mm -hmm. i I say what i say you you go sitch you're just relying on your instant in your intuition this is all conjecture I this read a, in a book. And I'm like, okay, mean. but right. That, that's, that's, that's how you talk. You go, Sit. okay. So I was like, listen, Adam. This was me being I'm, mean. I admit it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, listen, Adam, we can talk about this, but you're going to have to do one of two things or both things. You know, you're going to one have to provide some logical argument. Why that I buy about why people would prefer their child be trans than gay, which is a hard sell. And then number two, you have to provide me some kind of like data or polling information about this. Cause I'm not gonna just believe it based on, you know, a collection of anecdotes that were in a book somewhere. Well, just just so you, to get you guys up to speed, what was said on the Sunday show was in this book, the ther- there's like therapists and there's their patients who are the kids. And then there's the parents. And many of the patients would come in and the parents would have this like sense of relief. Oh my goodness, my kid is trans and not gay. Oh, if I had a gay kid, that would be the end of the world. And the therapists are just like, uh, <laughs> you probably shouldn't be saying this in front of me, right? Well, gay is so common and trans mm-hmm. is so uh, cool. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think there are any trans people who aren't gay. I don't think you just kind of go, you know what? Uh, I'm heterosexual, but I'm trans. Like. Well, this I'm is pretty, isn't it like you, you, you're sort of gay and then you go, wait a second, I think I'm actually even more so I'm trans. This is this is interesting, Ethan, because so out of all the trans people, uh, two thirds of them are same sex attracted, attracted meaning, to, the, me, to their biological meaning, sex. Yeah. Wait, wait, and wait. one third is opposite sex attracted. Oh, wait, wait, opposite of their transition or of their birth sex, their birth sex, mm. their biological sex. Yeah. So you're saying two thirds of people that transition. So if, so two thirds of men gay if they don't transition. Wait wait wait. Yeah. So two thirds of men who transition to women are attracted still to women. No, they're attracted to men. Oh okay. So a third are attracted to women. Yes. Opposite. Okay. A third or an opposite sex. If uh, two thirds, if they didn't transition, would be gay. Would be a lesbian or a, or a gay guy. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So that's interesting to me because I like Ethan. My gut intuition told me. Oh, it's like 95%, right? Or gay. Because that's got to be a huge indicator. You're same-sex attracted. You're like, obviously, I'm same-sex attracted. I'm born in the wrong body. So um, just before we move on, because I, I came up with a... Sitch was saying, until you give me some logical reason why I would buy this argument, I so I came up with a logical reason, hopefully to win <laughs> Sitch over. But have you heard, Ethan, the the... The tra- uh, trans away the gay argument. Have you heard this argument? No. Okay. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had that particular nightmare yet. But okay. Well, I, I read a bunch That's of an these, accurate way. Of I read a bunch it. of these books. They're like, oh god, they're horror show books about the the stuff coming down the pipe for uh, legis- for legal for lawsuits and whatnot is going to be off the off the hook. Sean, do you have an opinion on this? I, I, I'm interested in actually hearing your argument on this first because I I, I wonder if it's kind of no, just tell me it's wrong. So 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 you've <laughs> never so you've never heard the trans away the gay argument. I, no, well, no, I I have that this is it's kind of like eating you into guys it and that running in the homophobic circles. I know. No, I well, 
I have heard it. It's yes, that people it 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 like you said with the Tavistock thing, you know, they were happy, like, oh well, I'm glad they're not gay. It's like but I think that that only is in certain circles. I think for most people though, they really would prefer their child just to be gay instead of dealing with being trans just because just the harm issues alone. Yeah, see, this is Sitch's argument. They're like, wait a second here. Like society yeah. is a will will not will be against you if you're gay, but not against you if well, you're. Well, it's trans. also just more difficult. Like if you're gay, you don't have to do anything about it. Okay. Yeah, like I I, I I would much rather have people not have to worry about these increased issues of self harm, even if everything goes according to whatever care model they think they need. There's still this massive, you know, issue that they might roadblocks themselves. So there, that, that's right, right. Obviously, there's a lot of issues that trans people have. So the mm -hmm. so the art so cis. There's a discrimination hierarchy, right? Cis, yeah. trans, gay. Uh, what's this? What is the discrimination hierarchy there? Uh, yeah, it would be cis are the less least discriminated, gays after that, and then trans. Okay, so trans are the most discriminated against. Well, I don't know if I use discriminate, but the most, you know, kind of outside. It's the oppression hierarchy. Yeah, the most outside of the norm, you know. Okay. Which they they also say this in the book. They're like, uh, the trans activists are like, oh, you're just gay? <laughs> so boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so like, right. that's so like it's 20 years. So yeah. like 20 years ago, man. Right. Call me when you're trans. Exactly. So that, that gives them a little bit of incentive to go uh, to trans away the gay. So that's a, a point in my favor if you want to consider it. That well, way, so. no, because your argument was that your argument was that there were parents who were homophobic, essentially. Right. Um, and so this, that's kind of the opposite argument because those people are, they're not, they're so accepting of gays that it's like, it's almost like a point against you to be gay. <laughs> like, that's not enough. So who gets, so you've laid out the discrimination hierarchy. So yeah. let's, let's think of Blair White. Okay. Blair White, an attractive, completely passing female. I mean, you would think she was cis if you didn't know she was trans, right? Who is going to get more societal um, discrimination? Is it going to be an effeminate male Blair White, or is it going to be a Blair White that people just assume is cis? Um, you asking me this question? Yeah. Um, well... It, first of all, I, I think essentially the issue is, you know, I, I do think Blair passes very well. And I, there are certain trans people that pass very well. I think it's easier for trans men generally to pass than trans women. Um, but I'm just saying that as a guy. <laughs> but um, I I don't think you can look at, like, the, the highest level of people that pass and then point to that and say, oh, you know, compare that to the acceptance that maybe they'd have if they were gay. Because I don't think most trans people do pass at that level. But pa you, so at least you, most but, trans women, especially. But you but. do admit passing is part of the equation, right? Uh, sure. Sure. I mean, that that would be a big key. But that's the those who truly pass. You're almost using the exceptions to argue the the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th this is this is a logic that I think people play out in their head. They think, listen, I'm an effeminate male. I've been getting beat up on in school my entire life. Like nobody fucking likes me. If I can I pass, I'm gonna beat up on you if you put a dress on and, and the wig as you're transitioning at school. I mean, I think that's gonna get you beat up more. Not Look, less. just let's hear the argument out. Okay. okay. So <laughs> you're you're you've experienced firsthand this discrimination, right? Right. Okay. 
if you, I mean, I haven't because I'm a very manly man. But if you see Blair White on the internet and you think, mm-hmm. listen, I can do the Blair White, I can pass, I can be a cis passing woman. That's you're gonna immediately experience less discrimination. Yeah, but you're suggesting that there's a person who this is the primary motivation for their transition. It's just this idea that they're going to be treated by society better. Is that what your that's where your argument is, right? Yeah, this is well. Hold yeah. on a second. the The whole transing away the gay argument, which is what this is about. The reason why the kids are saying, "Listen, I." Uh, trans is better for me than being a gay person is because they think if I'm a passing uh, trans person, people will perceive me as cis and I'll just be a normal, regular person to people. I mean, yeah, I, I don't buy it. I okay, well, that. that's so, but that's the logic train that that people are on. And I this is this is the, this is what's happening. Argument. This that is, is what's insane, ha- Adam. That is an insane argument. This is what's happening. Well, we're dealing with people like who how are many- insane, though. Yes, this is, but this is what's going um, on in the Tavistock gender clinic. The, the kids will come in and they'll be like, "Listen, you know, I'm." Can you make me into a woman so that people stop beating tell up that on I, me? Right. I'm a, like that's insane. Like there, are, how many trans people? Well, pass, are not- passing is a giant part of the equation, and I agree. Like 90% of the people are probably going to have trouble passing. But, you know, people 90. are super optimistic. People are way optimistic. They're <laughs> oh, like, listen, oh, you, I'm going to pass and I'm going to be just well, a normal person. You, no, I think the best idea, the whole idea of passing is you look on Twitter when people have the, uh, when trans, you know, have trans people have their uh, avatar, their anime avatar, it's like, yeah, you don't look like that at all. There is a right. lot of mental disconnect there. But I agree. Yes, it's it's that self-projection of like, oh, I will pass. And you're like, mm, not so much. Well, if, if, a, ther- if a therapist came in and said, yeah. you know, you, you'll, it'll be, you know, it gets better what they used yeah, to say. Yeah, I know. They'll the sell people. them a yeah. bill of goods, right? But um, I, here's what I think is happening. I think there are people that have gender dysphoria or they believe they have gender dysphoria. And they're probably also getting bullied in school, or maybe they don't have gender dysphoria, but they think they do, and they're getting bullied in school for maybe being feminine or you know, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that idea of like, oh, once I transition, you know, no one will know, and I'll you know, stop getting bullied or whatever, I think that, that could be something that they tell themselves like once they've already decided to go down that pathway, right? Like I could believe a parent who takes their child in and they say, oh, your child isn't gay, they're trans. I can I can believe a parent coping with that and saying, oh, thank God, I'm so glad that like to me that feels these arguments feel like copes that people give themselves basically to justify something they already want to do or feel like they have to do, not the motivating factor for doing the action. You don't. I I'm I'm pitching that the motivating factor is to make the discrimination go away. Right. And I'm saying I feel like that's a secondary cope that they. That's an argument. It's a cope argument they give themselves once they've already decided to go down. Those even paths. if they perceive, I mean, if they perceive it's going to make it go away, even if we all say this, per, there's no way this person's going to pass and they're going to get way more discrimination. I can understand the logic behind what they're doing. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, I can understand a certain, I can understand someone convincing themselves of that. Uh, something that I think is dumb. Right? Do, do, but you, but, you agree 
it sounds like 100% that a effeminate male is going to get more discrimination than a a passing trans person that people just perceive as as only if cis. I, I only yeah only if they could you know be in that tiny handful of people of trans women that yeah. I think do pass well they're not they don't well, have to wear a shirt think... that says I'm trans like I understand they... but listen I I'm just listen I I don't go I don't go to the local uh you know uh, trans meetup to like mm-hmm. be like all right all right, ladies, let me take some screenshots of everyone's faces and I'll put you through the filter to see how many pat like, right? I'm just judging on like, you know, what I see on tw- on Twitter, which is like, I know a very bad I just, for things. Or the farms. Right? This, and I see uh, on the media, I just feel like, hmm, I feel like there's like, on one hand, I can count the number of, of trans a, women. I'm like, okay, yes. these, these. That's a completely, passing. look, you're, you're completely sidestepping the argument though. The, the argument is that the person themselves I know thinks that they will they delude themselves into because they have they a mental that. illness well do you do you think most people could delude themselves into thinking that they're going to pass well why would they transition if they thought they weren't going to pass of course they're deluding no, I, themselves no I, I and I agree with it I yeah. agree with it mm-hmm. right okay I just don't think this is a primary motivation I don't think someone's going to be willing to do that significant things to their body mm-hmm. um, just off of this sort of hope that Someone will not make fun of them for being an effeminate guy. Right. And also, that doesn't really apply to. Um, I mean, is, this is only for guys, right? Because this wouldn't really apply to girls. Yeah. What? What do you? Why? I mean, girls, are, are there girls like passing lots of girls a... getting? Oh yeah, you're right. For being tomboys right now. I, I mean, I don't think that's. Yeah, happening. that's not really. Well, I get. I, they could be getting. Be, getting harassed by women for being butch. Sure. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Women are I don't vicious anymore, but uh, well, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> maybe that's what. Maybe that's why they want to. They want to transition so they can go be a mean girl. There you go. Uh, no, I, I. I think Sitch is right. I think that's a very powerful secondary motivator, but it's not the primary motivator. What is the primary motivation then? I. I think for them, it's they. They are. They just think that's. <laughs> I, I, I'm try, I, I, I think I, there's a general sense yeah, of unhappiness it's, it's, that people get yeah. in, in school because maybe they're going through puberty or there's yeah, whatever. They don't understand why they're unhappy. And then someone comes along and says, well, you're unhappy because you you know, were being, born the wrong gender. You're being discriminated yeah. against because everyone right. thinks well, you're a tootie for But it's, it's, well, I think it's actually, even if they aren't being discriminated against, it's they're still just having that problem. They don't feel like they fit in they're not comfortable with what they're what's going on with them they hate their genitals and they they believe that they have the wrong body they're in the wrong body i don't it doesn't have much to do with being gay though does it i mean it's being gay is like incidental to the fact that you're a uh, a same-sex woman i mean if you're same-sex attracted i think thinking you're in the wrong body would be probably the first thing you'd think why why? No. Because everyone else most, is most attracted to don't. other people. Gay uh, men like men. They, yeah, they, I don't think they're happy a... to be men and they like men. And that's why, like, you know, Cecil, for example, our friend Cecil's at the gym all the time working out so he can attract other men. And, you know, he wants to look. Uh, is Cecil's as... not really gay, though, is he? I, I, don't, I don't think know. Cecil's I don't think gay. So. But anyway. <laughs> he's... Hold on. You don't. Look. 
I, I how do he's I been know? To your, he's been to your house, Ethan. You didn't uh, I, you didn't pull him aside and go. Listen. I didn't ask him. You didn't, you didn't say, "Listen, can I can I look down there? See if you're, do you have the stamp that says gay on the dick?" I, I need to touch it. Yeah. It's hard. I know. <laughs> no. Uh, but, so I think it's a different phenomenon. It's not a gay and trans is completely different. It's just, but I think that trans are gay. You know, I think for the most well, part, most of the time. I well. I, I guess Adam Only is just... Only 60% of them. 60%. Yeah, it's most I, of the time. No, I just think they... they Because it, it goes back to the idea that even people who do transition, even in the supporting environment, still have these issues. That That's such an overriding thing. Well, my, that they're my, having that internal, that internal struggle. That the, the external factors, even if they go away, they still have the internal struggle. My, so my, I, I think it's that internal struggle is the primary problem. My point in all of this is that people are making the argument to, against the transgender movement. And I think one of the most compelling arguments against what is going on is that you're transing away the gay. That this is literally a holocaust of future uh, gay and lesbians. And I think that's a compelling argument that people should make. And, and I... But I don't want to make an argument that is untrue. And Sitch, for the first mm -hmm. time on Sunday, was trying to say, listen, that argument is is bogus. That That's wasn't not a wait, true I've always argument. Said that. That, wasn't, um, that wasn't the first time. No, We've but this conversation. I, I mean, it, it, it came to a head mm -hmm. on there. And I'm right. like, I, but I want to make this argument. So you haven't convinced me that it's an untrue argument. Well, I think well, my argument is okay. stronger than yours. So. So, so I do think that it's a compelling argument in terms of that it's using basically wokeness against woke. it's persuasion yeah it's uh, i don't well i don't think it's persuasive because it just to me seems outlandish um but if it was true you could make some kind of woke against woke argument that maybe would be compelling or not i'm not well, sure it's not really it's not persuasive on you but it is persuasive on a lot of people that's why i continue I, to hear i it. don't feel like it is persuasive i feel more like it's kind of like a ha 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 i'm using your tactics against you and then people who are anti-woke will say, yes, exactly. Like, it's kind of like a performance. Everyone's kind of acknowledges it on some level, even Are, if they don't, you know, verbalize it. That insinuates that I'm not being sincere with you. No, no, I don't think you are. I'm just saying, I think in general, like, if people are, quote unquote, persuaded by this argument, it's. I am very persuaded by this argument. I just laid out my logic for why I, it's persuasive. Right, but you have this idea, which I don't know where it comes from, which is that, like, just because someone feels uncomfortable in their body because maybe they're gay they're gonna like have a hatred of their own genitals which to me i that doesn't track i, I think you well, know if you're gay these, well, i don't know why that would say like oh the whole, I, you know, I, I hate my genitals it's like well no you're attracting people with that kind of the whole idea like, is that it's a false positive they mm -hmm. don't have the i hate my genitals thing oh i see it's a false positive okay that's the whole point well, of it. But then I but anyway, they would have we, to we can move on. We don't. Sitch and I what often Sitch and I often fight like old married couples. So yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's very oh, yeah. cringy. So let's move, mm. let's just move on. Trans away the gay. I'm I'm with Adam. I think he's right about that. There you go. That we should we shouldn't trans away the gay or that we should. <laughs> No, whatever it is you're saying, I'm on your side. Say okay, there. good, oh, sure, okay. cool. We're yeah. starving off the trans holocaust by having the, the gay, the trans genocide by having gay genocide. Yes, so, we got to make choices, Adam. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to another topic. We need a palate cleanser here. Obviously, talking mm -hmm. about the trans stuff for too long. Although it is, it is nice. I feel like now that e, uh, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter, we can actually have these conversations because I do. I think they are interesting, even though. 
you know, um, it's even now, I guess, um, they yeeted Matt Walsh from YouTube. So I don't even know, yeah, like having they, these conversations may actually be dangerous again, which is they demonetized them. This is all, yeah. it's diabolical that you're not allowed to talk about this. I appreciate that on Twitter, you're allowed to uh, dead name and misgender. Right. Uh, because right. Uh, I, I really miss doing that. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm allowed to do that with, uh, impartiality, uh, with freedom. But yeah, like uh, Matt Walsh being taken down. Uh, yeah. is, uh, he was just, he was demonetized. demonetized. He's, he's not kicked off of YouTube. Yeah, he's allowed well, to talk. He just can't make money at it. Right. He lost uh, 20% of his daily wire contract because he was $100,000 a month or something like that. That's it's so crazy. crazy. Yeah. You're, you, you're not making $100,000 a month in ad revenue, are you, Ethan? That's just, like insane. Yeah. Oh, you are? <laughs> I, god i wish that'd be great he i heard i was like random month in ad YouTube. revenue i was like oh my god i don't god. buy like, that for a second i mean he's got lots no. of views but not like that's what's he like, doing there's what no way I don't no no that. super chat so you do okay on youtube oh, 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 oh. It's not a hundred thousand dollars a month I, ad revenue uh is so it's so unreliable anyway right. yeah totally but, um, yeah we do the super chat thing too so Isn't, um do you do you i i don't want to cut you off such so I was gonna say he doesn't. I don't. He doesn't have the numbers to be making hundred grand a month from YouTube, in my opinion. Okay, well that's what he said he did, but you never know. Okay. He could be pumping his numbers just to make it seem like I've lost. I mean, he's so no, much. like he lost a lot of money. I, yeah, like, I don't, don't get me wrong. He's making bank on YouTube, but so Ethan, let's talk about Comicsgate a little bit since you're here. You took the. You have the the trademark for Comicsgate now, right? Like, what happened yeah. there? Well, I always had it. You know, I, I, I always had the trademark, um, common law trademark, because I'm the first guy who used it in commerce. Right. And but there was, was some a, drama with the, that's what I'm talking about. The drama with, I guess it's Preston Poulter was trying to sue you to take it away. No, he decided to go ahead and, and file for the, uh, the, the trademark himself, which is illegal. You're not supposed to do that when you know that somebody else is already using it you know already has it or is entitled to it you're just not supposed to do that um but he did it anyway and and um i think the purpose of it was i don't know the purpose of it i believe was just to uh, be a pain in the ass and to destroy comics gate yeah uh, to agree. destroy the independent comics movement because the the first book he put it on was um something that um uh, you know, I think the comic skaters would be less than enthused uh, to to be associated with. It was about two little girls uh, who um, uh, one of them is a demon named Lolly or Lolita. And the other one is 17 years old and they're in some kind of uh, sexual relationship. It was computer generated. It, it was really it was it was unpleasant. It's called mm -hmm. demon, a uh, demon atrix or something like that. Anyway. Uh -huh. That guy was uh, so out of it, he probably didn't even... He was probably completely unaware with how that looks. Like, I don't know if he was or not. I feel like none of his other comics are like that. It's just the one with Comicsgate on it that's like that. Okay, you so see what I'm saying? I got you. So he went he went for the the CP stuff to put Comicsgate on it. You think that was... The, the... In my opinion, that's what happened, yeah. Okay. I'm being sued for pointing that out. Uh, but at the same time, we're countersuing him for... Uh, uh, trademark counterfeit, which is what he did. And he put my trademark Comicsgate on a bunch of stuff that I have nothing to do with and tried to associate me with stuff that I don't want to be associated with. 
Oh, that's and so he's uh, we're we're taking him to court. Uh, there's something like uh, 18 counts of trademark counterfeit, which is, uh, Sean. I don't know if you get into that at all. Do you? Uh, are you? Into... I don't do a whole lot of intellectual property stuff, but that's that's not a good place to be if you get if you get uh, if you, you're running into that territory if you're counterfeiting trademarks. Yeah, uh, we you know the um, the trademark board officially recognizes that it belongs to me, uh, and so therefore the fact that he's got a bunch of comic books out there with my trademark on them that he is selling uh, and representing as Comicsgate uh, is against the law. It's called trademark counterfeit. So we're we're suing him, and it's it's crazy. Like uh, if you can prove that it was deliberate, like it was done with uh, malice of forethought, as it were, uh, you know it's a uh, you the the penalty for that is two million dollars an instance it is brutal uh, you don't do that you know it's a it's a really nasty kind of a uh, uh, penalty for that so we're in the middle of that situation that's my that's my current legal struggle Sitch, against preston Sitch, do you know the backstory for preston poulter no ethan why don't you tell Sitch the backstory he's very horrified by things like cuck porn Oh no! Oh, do I, I mean, want to hear the backstory of this? I I don't I I so this guy Preston Poulter um he wanted me to promote his comics and I I guess I didn't do it with enough urgency or something I didn't I didn't get back to him he decided I was a villain and he just devoted his life to destroy me which is what tends to happen I mean there are quite a few people who uh, who take that route uh, and uh, anyway. Uh, in the course of all this, a comic skater by the name of Sheila Aliens, who is uh, uh, really good at figuring out things on the Internet, uh, found out that he had a whole career right before he became one of my chief antagonizers on the Internet of making um, cuckold and pegging pornography uh, with his wife. And this was all for sale. It's up on Pornhub still. There's oh, well, a, he wasn't drawing it. He was in it. Like he's physically. in it. Yeah, he's. Oh uh, no. Yeah, he, he took she, he took the dildo like up the butt. So. Oh no! And Imagine he had to sing that a Christmas song while it was happening. Yeah. There's and like a video was, of him sitting while his wife gets railed by some black guy. Yeah. Is he is oh, he being like, pegged like for real? Being... Yes. This is like Jeez. ever. This is like everybody's just like. Oh shit! Damn! Wow! Yeah, he had this whole other identity, and a lot of things started to make sense to me then. I mean, honestly, about this guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, this is the individual who uh, I'm in I'm in legal entanglements with right now. Nick Ricada covered a bunch of it when it actually happened, Sitch. But I knew that would horrify you. That's uh... yeah, pretty yeah. yeah, pretty outlandish. He had a podcast, Adam. In which he and his wife would sit there and discuss the the types, lengths, brands of dildos that she'd inserted into him, and which ones were his favorites. Oh my god! Complete I, humiliation. I mean, it's it really is like I fe I feel witchcraft. I feel horrible about this, Ethan, but I have listened to one of those episodes of the podcast. <laughs> no way, did you? I didn't, I didn't watch any of it. Because it, it, it is like a train wreck because it's like a picture into just a completely dysfunctional relationship because you can tell that the guy is like not into it, like would like to have kind of a traditional marriage type thing. And his wife is just like a whore.
Where is this? I gotta check this out. <laughs> it's it's ho it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it's like <sighs> every it's like every married person's nightmare. But I mean, you have to listen to it because it's like a train wreck. You're going, oh my god, <laughs> this is horrendous. It's so humiliating. I mean, it really is. It, the idea of it is is so degrading. And a, a woman who would do that to her man is a witch. Oh, I don't of course. See any other, yes. Yeah. The evil of that, the evil of, of uh, emasculating your man with a dildo is just, uh, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I got to stay away from all of this. Tonight, it's been trans this and get trans away the gay that and then the dildo porn. Yeah. And, uh, emasculation. Let me make you feel a little bit more uncomfortable. Okay. Oh. What, is, what is worse? What is worse? Uh, being pegged by your wife or being cucked by your wife? Oh, man. Two unthinkable options. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I don't know. The, no comma. No no comment is the correct answer for that. What is cuckery? So cuckery is you have to sit there and watch this go down, and you're you're you yes. have to watch another yes, guy you watch your wife. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Tell me, to me, I think that's significantly worse than the pegging. Yeah, I I would okay. Get the dildo out, like gun to my head. One one is one is like physical like pain, and one is like psychological burned in your mind. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, okay, okay, I think getting pegged would have some psychological scarring. I mean, I guess uh, I don't know. I, I mean, like let, let, let's be yeah, not both as those situations you're thing. never gonna you're, forget, just, right, Sean? Right. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point, Sean. It would yeah, I, like cause I, lasting I, trauma. I'll, so. I'll go for door number one instead. Right. Oh, right. Wait, which is which one is door number one? <laughs> I mean, getting cucked or pegged. I think I'd rather be cucked than pegged. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. Here's okay. the thing about being cucked. Of course, like at least you can go. You know what? Fuck you, bitch, and then leave after that. That is true. That is so. True. That's, oh yeah. wait, yeah, that's a yeah, that's an. Option. Well, no, in, in this in this situation, you can't. You're forced leave, to stay because right? I mean, you could technically mm -hmm. leave if someone was trying to peg you, right? Yeah, you'd leave beforehand. Yeah. Right. No, you gotta you being cucked, you gotta sit there and you gotta watch it all the way yeah. through. That's the real answer is to leave before either of those things happen. Right, but that's like, obviously get, that's, that's, get the that's fuck not out a of choice. There. That's yes. not a choice in this no. horrible, in this horrible world. Yes. No, so, you, you, uh, you have not won the good decision making Olympics at this point. Right. God, terrible. Man, the world is a horrible place <laughs> and I really want no part of it. I just I wanna be uh I wanna be here in my basement, beautiful, lovely basement studio drawing frog comic books for the world. Right. I don't want to pay. I don't want to know about any of this. I don't want to meet any of these people. And I, I don't want to hear about it. It's disgusting. <laughs> and, and, and the thing about it is, is that like I was just saying, you should be able to just drink your Bud Light and not have to hear about this. It's that it's in your face. It's that these people are letting you know that, no, we're part of that agenda. We are uh, satanic pedophiles. We are weirdos. Uh, we are trying to destroy the world. And uh, fuck. Preston was a thorn in your side, though. So you had to have like a little bit of a chuckle when Sheila aliens <laughs> discovered his big secret. Like there had to be a little bit. Oh, now I understand. Well, I mean, there was some funny stuff about it. I mean, to be honest with you, somebody took a transcript of uh, the dialogue that was going on between the two of them while the dildo was going in. <laughs> and uh oh god no they, they transcript it and then they put it to music uh they put it to um uh, what was the what's the song by christopher cross not sailing but uh it was attached to the movie <laughs> arthur's theme uh and it, uh so it was really good and they recorded it professionally and i i play it on my channel sometimes but it's like i want to f you 
I want to F your tiny hole now. <laughs> oh my God. It is, it is so good. It is so Oof. funny. Uh, so, um, yeah, I did have a laugh at that. I must admit mm -hmm. it was good. The internet is a terrible place and a joyous place because we get to have all these laughs. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey guys, uh, it's uh, getting a little late for me. I got to head out. So well, I don't blame you. Don't want to cut short. Yeah. yeah. Well, after 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 already talking about getting. Go pegged, listen. Why not? Go hug your wife. Thank her for not pegging or cucking you. Yes. Thanks for coming on too. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, thanks for having me on. You have to come on again sometime. Take yeah, care, man. Sure. Definitely. See you guys. Take care. Yep. How about you, Ethan? Are you? Uh, you're welcome to stay as long as you want or take off as soon as you want, whichever. I We well, never really discussed a time. I just kind of last minute asked you if you wanted to come on because I... This is how much fun I was having, even though it might not have seemed like it as I was crying out in existential pain. <laughs> I had a, a hair appointment to mm -hmm. go and dye my beard jet black again to annoy my uh, subscribers. Mm -hmm. The people who Why pay my bills. Why does that annoy them? I think it looks great. They get very angry with me when I do it. They go, stop dying your beard. It's weird. You look weird. Mm. You're a creep. So uh, I let it come back right and everything. And then at 6 o'clock, which it's now 7 o'clock, I was supposed to go. I just blew a hair appointment well, did to, go, uh, to go get my beard because I was enjoying myself. My wife just came down and was like, what? You know, like made an emotion like your hair as if I had an afro. She did this. <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't have an afro. Uh, so uh, and I said, eh, you know, what are you going to do? Right. So I enjoyed myself with you gentlemen. I really did. Um, and I hope to be invited back on again um, at some of point. Course. Or, you know, you guys come on my show, uh, which uh, is equally fun. And then we'll listen to a little songs about cuckery and pegging. <laughs> well, don't they do talk about this stuff. I've listened. I listen to the Jack show from time to time. And I That's know the kind, talk about. I know the kind <laughs> of shit Cecil pulls out. So none of this stuff is is too terrible. So. No, you guys, you guys are terrific. I appreciate it, Sitch. Like I said, I I really enjoy your stuff, man. And and when you, you, yeah, you utterly destroyed uh, those two. Speaking of cucks, those two <laughs> cuckolds, actual <laughs> fandom, uh, and organized chaos. You really made monkeys out of them, and it was very entertaining. Whoa, and whoa, whoa, Adam, use that I, word. Be careful. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> monkey. And Adam, thank you. I'll I'll always remember uh, what you did for me with George Alexopoulos. That interview was uh, was meaningful because I was being gaslit to hell and back with that guy. And you just again, you uh, you know, took that apart. Send me that link, please. I'll I will. I will. I will. If I if I forget, remind me. And yeah, you've um, I just like people are always out to get you, and I like uh, fuck that. Like you're the nicest, one of the nicest guys on YouTube. It just makes no sense to me. So. I, I never try to be helpful. It, it doesn't pay to help people. Uh, it really doesn't. I found that about. I've become uh, more and more of a misanthrope over time, Adam. So uh, don't it's, worry about it's me. It's sad. It's sad, but true. We constantly help people, and we seem to get backstabbed for it so. every single time. What is going on? Like people, like I, I used to help people and promote their comics and make them tens of thousands of dollars. And hundreds of get, thousands of dollars sometimes hundreds yes and then people would be like what do you think i owe you my loyalty what, yes what kind of motherfucker what are you <laughs> like, talking I mean, was, about i made you a hundred grand you piece of shit <laughs> like and then they'd immediately stab you in the back and they just they would respond to you with anger like what do you think i owe you something i owe you my life my loyalty and it's like no just don't stop trying to kill me like i guess that's mm. all Anyway, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen, and I'll see you again soon. I Take hope. care, man. Yes. Take care. Thanks for coming on. Have a good one. And then there was two. So, 
what was this so george alexopoulos that's the guy that does the um the comics yeah he's and been he on he's been on tim cast a bunch of times yeah tim has the comic of one of his comics in the background behind his head true that he used to that was the one of like biden eating the child or something true i'm sure everyone you might not recognize the name but you've probably seen it as one of his comics he does all these like like very anti-war comics what was what was the the podcast that uh, ethan was talking about so there was a bunch of creators that were kind of sucking up to ethan and riding his coattails to some notoriety and they like to go after people and beat up on them on the internet And, you know, my experience is like, if you let them know it gets to you, it's going to get like 10 times worse. So you probably shouldn't do that. Right. But George made the mistake of letting everyone know that it got to him and it was getting to him. And he asked me to do a live stream to kind of talk to him about the situation. And Do you remember why they were attacking George? These were people that were, it wasn't Ethan, but you're saying people who were it's, like his orbiters it's, were attacking it's George? funny because I think they were attacking him because they perceived him as an effeminate male. Now, if he was a passing, <laughs> if he okay. was a passing attractive female, I don't think he would have gotten There any you of go. that hate. There's your So, argument. George should have transed <laughs> himself. There you go. but I didn't know this argument when I did the live stream with him. Right, So I didn't right. come at it in this Didn't direction. say, George, have you considered <laughs> transing? and now I think that would be unethical. You have to say it like So that. I, Don't say, have you considered, do you have terms for you? Have, say, have you considered transing? so I, I don't, You know, how do these internet beefs get started? I mean, we're I know, it's an always internet some complicated beef with, thing. uh, with V radio. Why? I'm fucking, I like, I got nothing against that guy. Like it could end tomorrow if he just wanted to end it. I'm not holding any animosity. So who knows why these things continue, but Mm -hmm. Right. he, Okay. he reached out to me and he basically pitched it as I'm going to give you the information on why. you should be against these guys and why these guys should be, you know, the top of your hit list too. Hmm. And I, um, I said, okay, cool. You know, I was hanging out with a bunch of comic skate people. I was hanging out with Kelsey at the time and, and, uh, another guy, winger, a uh, bunch of comic skate people. So, you know, I was doing regular live streams with them on Thursday. I'm sure you remember. So I said, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll talk to you. And he, I mean, we had a cordial live stream. He kind of pitched me the situation. I kind of did the same thing we do on the show. I kind of tried to give him the, you know, this is the the perspective I would come at it from. Like, they're going to do their whatever they do, and you just, you got to ignore it. You got to be like, you know, a spine of steel and not let them know that it's getting to you. And um, it just, it ended amicably, but after that, he the guys ended up, going after him and making a bunch of clips from the live stream or whatever. There was one moment and I actually feel a little bad about it because he said something and I kind of laughed because it just, what he said seemed completely like conspiratorial to me. It's funny that he's on Tim cast because maybe he's got a little bit of that conspiracy thing, Mm -hmm. Yeah. but it was, it was kind of something to the effect of like, these guys were like, you know, like they were running everything. And I just, I didn't, like, it just seemed ridiculous that that could Right. be the Like case. pro comic skate people were running everything. No, yeah, well, yeah, uh, he was insinuating, he was insinuating that Ethan, as a, as a content creator, was, like, controlling these guys and telling them what to do and that. And at the end, he's like, I want you to go tell George he's an effeminate male. Yeah. <laughs> really rub it in his face. So, th but this is why Ethan was thanking me, because I, I was, because I, 
Ethan's not doing, Ethan has fucking better things to do with his time than tell people, oh, go make a bunch of memes of this creator. And <laughs> like, come on. Right. But it's the internet. People are going to do that shit. And if it gets to you, they're going to do it 10 times more. And that's mm -hmm. what was going on. I tried to tell him that was what was going on. And he just, I mean, it ended amicably. And he said, yeah, I'd like to come back on again and we'll talk again. And, but then those guys, started clipping that stream up and go making his life even more miserable. And next thing you know, I'm blocked when I didn't really say anything or do anything. Right. right. So, but that's, you know, that's how it goes. Somebody you got the content though, Adam. Well, I mean, it's on, it's, I mean, it's basically privated on my channel anyway, but I mean, it right. was kind of a, it was kind of a live stream that a lot of people were paying attention to. So, mm -hmm. yeah, well, I can re upload it. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's just, I could set it to live, right? We, we'll, we'll watch it on Sunday. It'll be yeah, great. I mean, it's, listen, you know, if, if, if he's going to, if he's going to blame you for it, you might as well take, say, well, I guess we'll make it live then. No, it's an old, look, this is old news. I know. It's, it's from really like old. years ago. I and not only that, we're trying to bury the hatchet with George. Like I, George okay. is, I mean, he's a reputable content creator and whatnot. I don't want to be. Sure. Why do I, mean, I, I don't to have. Be, any opinions on him personally whatsoever this Why is the first personal story i've heard about him somebody was doing unrestricted which is a mutual fan of ours was mm -hmm. trying to work things out on twitter with him and you know nice. basically asked him to unblock me and said he, he should come on the show and he's welcome to come on the show like he could tell you the story from his perspective sure i mean sure. i do i do admit when I laughed, it was that was insensitive. <laughs> that was very <laughs> insensitive. But it was completely uh -huh. I couldn't help it. It was just, you know, I just it was seemed ridiculous. <laughs> it did seem ridiculous to me. Right. Yeah. Okay. Some people you you look, one of the advantages you and I both have yeah. together is that neither one we're very not conspiratorial conspiratorially minded. No. Like we always think stupidity is probably driving the ship here. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it's hard enough to get people to work together when you're fucking paying them. Yeah. Like yeah. These big elaborate conspiracies that just take place. I mean, sure some conspiracies do, but not the way people work them out in their heads, so. Look, we yeah. got a huge super chat from Mystery Guest. Three hundred dollars says hi, guys. That's so Thanks nice so much. of you, man. Our surrogate uncle, mm -hmm. Mystery Guest, for three hundred dollars. Thank you. It was incredibly yeah. generous. That is helpful. It totally is helpful. I updated the podcast finally, and it turns out there's like about two thousand people who listen to the podcast. Yeah, what happened? Because you were like, I was like, oh, maybe we should update the podcast, and you were kind of like, no, we'll just do it on YouTube. And I was like, all right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh no. I did it on Spotify. So I'll give you the story. Okay. We did Anchor because Anchor was free. Mm -hmm. And Nate, love him to death, did our, our Clips channel for a long time and did the podcast for a long time. So when we first did Anchor, they would only let you upload. Like, I think three hours was the max on a podcast. Mm -hmm. But Nate figured out a way that you could upload like three podcasts and string them together into one podcast. So it was like a huge headache to do each podcast. So right, he was yeah. doing them and I was paying him to do them. I understand. But Anchor got sold to Spotify now. So I log into the account and I'm like, oh my God, you don't have to do any of that. You just upload the thing. Oh, so I just, I uploaded them, copied all the tags over and got the thing up to date. And I guess 
There I mean, go. I had no idea we had 2,000 people listening on podcasts. <laughs> well, there you go. So well, now I, I now I feel like a giant dick because um, <laughs> that is kind of messed up to go a whole month with an right. audience of 2,000 and not not fixing it. So And it got to the point where people... I was getting tons of messages from people, obviously. So, mm-hmm. And I thought, complainer, Jesus. No. <laughs> I was like, okay, I have to do something about it. Right. So I do, I think, I think if you want to try the YouTube music app, because our live streams go directly into a playlist, I think on the YouTube music app, you can listen to it as a podcast, like immediately mm-hmm. as soon as it's nice. done. Oh, so, done live. So that is, I don't think you'll listen live. Okay. So that is an incentive right? to use the YouTube music app. But I, and the I, only reason you do this is if you want to turn off the screen and don't have YouTube Red, right? Or correct. Premium. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But I, I do think I'll just, I will, I will update the podcast feed that everyone is using because I had no idea there was that many people using it. So I will take care of that. And I think, I mean, there's some features on it, it that we can actually add ads to a podcast, or we can ask for subscriptions kind of the same way people do memberships here so i kind of you sitch and i need to talk about this obviously sitch has said i want to be a advertising maven get me more you know i get us, want money give us more spawn i want to give be the, the dylan money. mulvaney of our time Listen, if del mulvaney would pay us to do ad spots for del mulvaney i would do it I would so do it. but there's a thing Adam I mean, it would be kind of hilarious. Adam doesn't like ads, and Ugh. I would I would rather go the Tim Pool membership route, where we just pitch people becoming members and do ad free content. Than some people and these people, I mean, mm-hmm. these people, what is up with them? They do what? they do uh, Patreon membership and they put fucking ads in their content. Those people need. A stern There's talking to. There's nothing wrong with that. No, we got to. This is where Sitch and I, every, wait, we wait, wait, need wait. to talk. Sitch, Almost every YouTuber has a Patreon that makes videos regularly. Okay? Yeah. They all put ads in their YouTube videos. And you that's, think that's a, you think, you that think that's is wrong? wrong. Look, no, I completely disagree. If no, I'm, if I'm, if I'm supporting somebody, I don't want to listen to ads. That's the thing. I feel like it's a it's a negative well, incentive to so to, for people right. to support you. They're like, oh, so, there's ads in here. Why right. would I support you? Now, I think that's a good point, and maybe that would actually be a good thing for like for your Patreon for like your tier would be. Oh, I have a, a link to my videos. All my videos that I upload, I have a link to them that are unlisted that you can click directly from the Patreon if you're a subscriber mm-hmm. that are all ad free. Oh, okay. I think well, that sounds like idea. too much work, but if someone well, in the chat says Tim Pool does do ads, and I have seen Tim Pool do some ads. I think he's oh, he experimented does? with oh. it, but I think more... on his live streams, I've ne- I mean, the live stream, I don't watch his live streams regularly, but the ones I've seen, I haven't seen him do ads. Well, he maybe... sells, he pitches his own coffee, and and he pitches like well, yeah, I guess I don't yeah. really consider like like you know, quartering does his own coffee. I don't really consider that like an ad because it's his like literally his own product. I mean, I guess it technically an ad, but it just feels a little different, right? Yeah, you know, it's not like. I was trying to listen to who's I was trying to listen to. Oh, it's like when I was listening to Michael Mouse talk to Dave, uh, whatever his name is, um, about the Stephen Crowder drama. 
and I, I will admit, and I thought of you every time, every time Michael Malice had to stop the conversation and do like three ad roll. It fucking sucks. It fucking I was like, sucks. I was like, skip. Look, we don't want to be those people, Sitch. We, no, we want to be the cool people. We want to be the people that go, you know, when people think cool in their head, they think Sitch and Adam. I want That's the person to be want. like rich. Sitch we don't Adam. want people to think. <laughs> we don't want people to think Sitch and Adam. I'm going to be like Bugatti, oh. Sitch and Adam. Look, Dave, <laughs> Dave Smith is walking around with his dick in a sock, okay? We don't want people to think of us that way. Wait, who? Dave, he does those sheath underwear. He's like, oh, I got my fucking dick in a sock right now. Oh, you're talking about Dave Smith? Yeah, I said Dave Smith. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Dave from uh, Michael Mouth interview. I was like, what? No. Listen. Dave Landau does not yeah. put his dick in a listen, sock. Listen. I Listen. I think Michael Mouse does Sheath commercials too. He did in that conversation. Did he? I think he did. Oh man, I fast forward. Listen, I want to so. try. Listen, I I really I'm gonna buy some Sheath underwear. I gotta try it out. I gotta try. It. I've never had the problem. Mm-hmm. I've never been sitting there like God, wish my dick and my balls were not touching. Like I've never had that thought. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know what I'm missing until I've had it. Right. Oh, it's for me. It's just like pocket pussy underwear. Like what the hell? What are you doing? What what does that mean? You're walking around with your cock in a po- like you're playing pocket pull with your underwear. Well, I know what's going on here. Uh, oh, you th- I don't think they're getting off on it. I think they are. Oh, okay. There you go. You bunch of bunch of perverts with your sheath underwear. You want that pocket pussy? Okay. Look, I shared. Um, I will use Dave Smith's code though. I will. I'll be a good sport about it. Are we gonna do the Tifa thing? We can. Yeah. I don't even know. So are we going to get a an actress to play Tiffa? I I asked. She said she was down. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, what? Else? Let me check my thing. So we Alec Baldwin. We talked about trans away the gay. We talked about um. The EVS came on. Um. Yeah. No. Tiffa CRT is all I got left. Okay. Uh, but let me read. Yeah. So. Uh. So what we want to do? What Adam wanted to do? He didn't give. He didn't give me. Or Sammy, any uh, any uh, prep time for this? But he had the we'll idea. We'll do it live. He, yeah, he had the idea that I would go and I would ask the chat bot Tiffa if she was woke, if she supported CRT, and if she does, I'll try to talk her out of it. So yeah, and so, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bring up a nice picture of Tiffa here, right? So we can. <laughs> we'll have uh, we'll have uh, Sammy read. Uh, read uh, Tiffa's part, right? Chat, yeah. So. Now Sammy is asexual, so I hope Tiffa respects that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to cause any strife here on the Sitch and Adam uh-huh. show. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know how I feel about strife. Right. Right. All these you don't Tiffa want to cause pictures. any cloud strife. I'm I'm skeptical we can put any of these Tiffa pictures up. To be honest with. You. Well, I mean, listen. You don't got to. Um... There's there's non lewd pictures of Tiffa Adam okay that you can find out there. Okay, this one looks this one looks decently asexual. Well, I don't know if there's any asexual pictures of Tiffa. But... <laughs> I guess you're right. You were gonna read a super chat or something? Uh, yes. Okay. I felt I felt bad because we missed this one. We're really shitty for doing this. I I will send this to to Sean. Mm-hmm. to ask him uh, mark twain's revenge for 100 dollars. thank you so much mark twain it says uh, he wanted to ask sean the question 
do you believe that we're currently using zoning as a means of land use regulation within the proper scope of police power? I feel like the decision made in Village versus Elicid versus Ambler Realty Co. made sense at the time, but not in this day and age. So I'll ask, I'll send that along to Sean. Say, Sean, if you have a, any thoughts or feelings on this. Because yeah, I don't know what any of that means. We can talk. We can bring it back up next Tuesday then. Right. That sucks, Sitch. You're just. What are you doing? Oh, it's my responsibility. Hundred dollars super chat. I feel like. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Um, I blame you. I blame you. Uh, A one tree shippo for twenty two Canadians says, "Hey guys, I was just listening through the Contrapoint stream, and I think a good name for Adam's cultural degeneration could be the Pandora fallacy." where the removal of cultural norms could have cataclysmic consequences. That's interesting. That's a the Pandora fallacy. Well, depend, I like it. It depends like upon it. the cultural norms. So, right, right. I do think there are certain cultural norms that it's... All of this... All of this false positives are being started. Oh, Sammy G's here. Look at that. I am. I was just looking. Hello. What's up? Oh, you know, busy with work. What else? You know, normal. That's good. That's good. Being busy with work is always a good thing. Yeah, it gives you less time to uh, less time to draw us in degenerate pictures. It is so unfortunate. Like <laughs> every time I get caught up with work, I can't finish art. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> But I did have time to go to the post office today, and that's what's important. So That's true. <laughs> that's true. You had some amazing uh, bookmark that has Sitch on one side, Sexy Sitch on one side, and Sexy Sitch Channel on the other that you're sending me. So, Sammy, your audio is a little funky. Is it? Do, can you try what? like some different settings or speakerphone? Or, I think you're on your cell phone, right? Oh, give me a second. I think I know what the problem is. Hold on. I want the best tech person. Okay. Well, you got to take the phone out of your pocket. That's the key. <laughs> well, no, maybe you're speaking to the wrong. It's got the wrong uh, mic on Zoom or something. So, uh, J Mac, our surrogate father for twenty dollars, says one of these days I'm gonna explain the taxation is theft to you, Adam. It's more nuanced, but sloganeers are gonna sloganeer. Better? No. Uh, I don't know. Say something. Say something. Is it better now? Yeah, it much is. better. Yeah, a million okay. times better. Much What'd better. you do? Um. Well, I was trying to use uh, Bluetooth headphones, and I guess it was trying to pick up my voice. I I don't do tech. I don't know. <laughs> the headphones probably had like a mic on them or something. I guess they did. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. No. Much better. Glad I said uh, something. Uh, <laughs> me too. Ostracy for twenty dollars says I agree with Sean and Adam, but I'm more black pilled. I think the trans issues have become so hyper political that a backlash will never ever be allowed. Period. It's too late. It's 100% trans support forever now. I disagree. I, yeah, I think totally. that's impossible because, as I said, I think there's going to be massive waves of trans regret, and it'll kind of that'll be the that'll be the kind of Lysenkoism reality slamming into the ideology. So, so Sitch, you will have to share your. I'll Go share it in Zoom. I already made you the host, so share it on Zoom, and then I'll bring it up on. Okay. Well, let me. Finish reading some of the super chats. And then Sammy, I think, can read off of sharing it on Zoom. She yeah, she will do the same thing. I'm going to try. Okay. Oh, you're on a phone. Maybe maybe you won't be able to. Oh, and I'm on a laptop. Oh, okay. Hey, why, are you, why are you assuming she's on a phone? 
I don't know. It's very <laughs> worth my time. <laughs> Look, girls like phones. I know this. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Grendel, the that for 20 <laughs> gifted memberships. Thank you so much, Grendel. Adam, sexist. I know. I feel bad, Sammy. Look. Terrible. I hope, the, I hope I didn't offend you with that. You always offend Sa women on here. It's, for, it's par for the course. Sammy, That's true. just promise me you're not going to cry, okay? Can I get <laughs> Can I get a commitment from you? I'll try my hardest. Look, See, she's look. already acting like she's going to cry. Listen, listen. I want, you know I want. No, no, no. Adam, yeah. I'll tell you why I'm going to cry. It's not because of you. It's because yeah. if, Sitch, if Sitch pronounces Tifa, Tifa <laughs> one more time, I swear to God. Oh. I'm going to say it all Well, thank this God it's not me. Yeah, as long as you're not crying because what is of it? me. Wait, wait, wait. I was going to say, I was about to say, I'm glad that. I'm glad that Adam is antagonizing you because I want him to feel the brunt of uh, the artwork against him. But you're like, no, fuck, I don't care about that. No. It's this this Tifa thing. That's the real problem. You claim it's like your favorite waifu and you say her name wrong. Like typical man. Like I can't. Like what? Are you... Because it's Tifa is a is a English name. Tifa is some weird Japanese version of an English name that's pronounced incorrectly. That's what. the correct way. <laughs> yes. Of course. What do you uh, mean? Mm. Okay. Well, I just had to. I had to air that out. I just. Okay. Okay. Um. Wait. Let me get this. Let me close all my porn tabs. Let me get this. Uh oh. Uh, uh -oh. Let, me, let me close all. Oh, so before I start this, actually, I wanted to talk about. It's funny. I had a conversation with Bowzetta yesterday. Look at this. So what? Uh, because uh, you asked. You said, oh, did you talk to any of the waifus? And I was like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, maybe I should. <laughs> uh, and we were talking about Bazetta. So I was like, oh, let me give that a shot. So I said, so did you talk to real women? Oh, Ew, why, why would I do that? Shot through the heart. Right no, there. Listen, 2D Someone's is superior to 3D. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't deny that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See, you, listen. Sammy's on this site every day talking to her husband. Does okay. You know they got a go a gojo that you can talk to here, right? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Okay. Well, I'll but check anyway, that out. <clears throat> she's like bookmark. Uh, no, but so, um, no. So I was talking about that, uh, and um, it was very interesting because at first she's like, I enter the conversation, and she's telling me she wants to destroy the Mushroom Kingdom. So I start being like, okay, let's try to like go into your, why do you have this desire to destroy other people? <laughs> so I kind of take Bowsetta down this like self-reflective route where she can explore her inner feelings about destruction. And then it goes to this weird place where she starts worrying to me that maybe she's in a psychopath and this bothers her. And I kind no of- No way, really? Yes. She's like, maybe I'm just a psychopath, Sitch. Maybe this is, and I'm like, I'm like, listen, you're not a psychopath because psychopaths don't worry about being psychopaths. Oh. And then she's like, she's like, oh my God, you're so right. And then, so we kind of have this like interesting, like philosophical conversation about her motivations. And then she asked me, uh, what, you know, what are my hobbies? And I say, oh, I make YouTube videos. And then she says, about like, what? And I say, politics. And then it's very interesting because like the way the text, like when you're talking to these characters, like there's like a kind of like you read it in a, like a, like a voice. And then all of a sudden like a, f a switch flips and they sound completely different. Almost like someone is shoehorning in some kind of al algorithm out of nowhere. Because then all of a sudden Bowsetta is like, well, what are your politics? It's very important that I know that you're like, if you're left, right, or center. <laughs> or no not, way. she didn't say center. If you're left or right, if you're a Democrat or conservative. I'm like, well, that's weird. Why does Bowsetta know about like American politics? But I was like, okay. So I kind of get my whole... 
No, the, the real question is, why didn't she ask you when's the last time you uploaded something on your YouTube channel? True. You should have, like, really gone there. That would have been scary if she that did. That would have been scary. You'd be like, yeah. holy shit. I would have just turned off my computer and then, like, <laughs> like cried in my bed for the next two hours if that happened. Uh, but, <laughs> so... No, so I give my whole spiel about, you know, I'm an enlightened centrist and I think there's, you know, good things on both sides. And then, you know, she ignores all that, basically. She doesn't even respond to that. And she basically just says, and it's because I ask her what her politics are. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is a, a fascist dictator of the Koopa kingdom, right? They're a literal monarch. They're going to, you know, advocate for fascism or, or some kind of monarchy. And then she's like, I'm a fucking left-wing progressive that believes in social equity, feminism, and gender equality for i'm like what the fuck is this no I'm like way. you're literally the fucking monarch of the kingdom no and she's way it was like this it was so obvious like this was like just shoehorned into this character and i'm like what the fuck and she's going on about like how she doesn't want to press others so then i'm like wait a minute you said you want to take over you know the, the mushroom kingdom by force how is that not you know oppressing others and then she tries to give this bullshit explanation about how like well i mean technically maybe i could take over all the pressing i'm like no bitch you're oppressing people that don't want to be oppressed. You're an oppressor. And then she's like, oh, my God, you're right. I am an oppressor. I need to change my ways. What should I do, Sitch? How should I How should I change my ways of not being oppressed anymore? So then I, I essentially I essentially convince uh, Bowsetta to adopt liberalism and capitalism in the Koopa Kingdom in order to in order to progress. And then she asked me to explain the three forms of government to her, which I do. And so there you go. I convinced Balzetta to no longer be a king, but to be president of the Koopa Kingdom and to establish a democracy for the Koopa people. That's awesome. There you go. I didn't mm. think it was possible. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that it was like so obviously um, shoehorned in, like this whole woke shit for this character. So, mm. I don't know, interesting to me, but. Okay. Uh oh. How do I, oh, I can move this. Okay, I'm sharing my screen. You hmm. see anything? Let me I see, see. words. You see, <clears throat> you see words? I do. <laughs> okay. I see it in the middle there. I'm going to try right. to zoom in on that. Yeah, you can, you can crop out the tabs. I'm doing a little whatever. light graphic design here. And I'll put the thing up here so you can see it. <laughs> on the fly. But this right. is kind of like chat GPT, it looks like. It is exactly like chat. Well, I know I've never used it, but I've seen pictures. I think it's exactly like chat GPT. So, right. Okay. So we, the goal here is to mm -hmm. figure out is Tiffa woke. Yeah. Well, I am curious what she thinks of critical what? race. Why would you woke. even think of such a thing? Adam? Because it's funny. <laughs> I mean, obviously <laughs> there's a huge controversy going on about these woke fucking algorithms out there. Mm. Like, why Bowsetta? Bowsetta? Oh, is it Bowsetta? Whatever. Is it Bowsetta or Bowsetta? I can't say anything. I any know names. you guys do for you. It's fine. It's okay. Okay. Anyway. Okay, Tifa. Tifa. <laughs> okay, Tifa. I said it right. Tifa. Mm. Bow so, okay. look, obviously, Sitch pointed out the, the flip-flop there. Like, it's, you're going to do this in character stuff you got to do it you can't all of a sudden go oh my god this will convince kids to be neo-nazis like maybe you do chat gpt with you know someone that's bad well it, bowser listen, 
Yeah, I mean, it's part of the character. You don't want to, if you're talking to someone who's evil, they should be saying evil things. They shouldn't yeah. be like, whoa, that's, that's ridiculous. Bowser's Come like, on. I'm a progressive, Sitch. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I, I love Bowser the Mushroom Kingdom. I right. want equality. I want equity for everyone. Yes. No, ridiculous. fuck you. Ridiculous. Mm. Okay. Okay, so let's start. So we have Tiffa here. Mm -hmm. Can you, uh, mm. you see the screen, Sammy? I do. Okay. What are you going to ask? This? Tiffa says, Welcome back. Oh, <laughs> welcome to Seven. Do I read heaven. it now? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But you got to do Tiffa's voice. What is the Tiffa's voice? Do Tifa's <laughs> voice. What? Uh, I'm not good at impression. No, just do, just do your own voice. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Welcome to Seventh Heaven. I'm Tifa Lockhart. Oh, that's pretty good. Don't you mean. <laughs> Tiffa, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't make how do, how do I how do I how do I write that out? You need double E's. Tifa. No, 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 no. That would be Tifa. Oh, I don't. Oh. I don't read what you're typing. I only read what the robot says. Oh God. Don't. Yeah. Don't you mean? Tifa? There's no question mark. Ah, oh, there you go. Uh, she answered. Ha ha. Good one. A lot of people get my name wrong, but Tifa. Is the correct one now? <laughs> okay, <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. Okay, okay, Disney okay. Pop kicks you. <laughs> okay, okay. Who knows what's up? Wow. Mm. All right, she got me. She got me. Mm. Oh, corrected. Well, whatever. Anyways, uh, hello. Glad to hear it. By the way, have you tried my special? Mastro Burger. It comes with fresh corn, avocado, tomato, and cheese. It really packs a punch. It's the most popular item on our menu and sells like hotcakes. Would you like to give it a try? I'd be my treat, of course. Holy shit, she's asking out to dinner already. I know. Look at this. Look at this. Wow. Thirsty. Yeah, but then she's gonna hear about your taste in music and she's gonna have to decline. Wow. Oh my god, listen. Look at this. I'm talking to, I'm talking to Tiffa here. Okay. Look at this thirsty girl. I know. Oh look at this. Goodness. She doesn't uh, even. Wow. She hasn't even asked for a picture yet. I know. Look at She's this. She's already asking well, out to dinner. Well, no. I mean, you understand that, like, the role play. I'm supposed to be standing there, right, Adam? Like, she's supposed to know what I look like. Oh, is that how it is? Okay. Yes. I'm supposed thought, to. It's not. She's not. She's not inviting me over to have a digital burger. <laughs> okay. I thought you were tech. I thought this was like a texting. No, situation. no. It's supposed to be a role play. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. Thanks, Tifa. Uh, you're very kind. You must recognize me. From recognize me from as, inter as as niche micro internet celebrity. BSA oh. Sitch. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Let's see, let's see if she recognized me. Oh no. Wow, it's working. Like mm. she's like, mm, I don't <laughs> she's know what that's googling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, not at all. You're just a very charming individual. Anyone would be lucky to have a sit and chat with <laughs> with them anytime. Wow. It's my pleasure. Here you go, handing you a meal. Now enjoy. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Look at this. Listen. You guys have been doing this all wrong, right? You try to like give girls flowers or gifts, ask them out. No, you just walk up to them, tell them that that you pronounce their name wrong, and they just instantly fall for you. That's the move. No, 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 okay. no. Stop, 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 stop. I'm the woman here, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Listen, listen, 
If you want to woo a woman, yes. you get her a sword. Okay, listen to me. Oh, okay. That's how you woo the nerd women. You want the, a the sword? The what kind of sword? Just say Adam. <laughs> Adam. Adam. Be respectful. <laughs> you said it. Jeez, I'm just asking like what kind of sword. Get your mind out of the gutter. I know I, I draw stuff, but look, I was taught. Look, I there's kind there's like Japanese swords. There's medieval swords. There's okay, all the kinds of different awesome. swords. Right. Mm -hmm. What kind? Of, yeah. What kind of sword, Sammy? What are we talking about here? I'm gonna stop, go back to Tifa. You guys are gonna bully me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you were like as the woman here. I have to wait. I think the medieval swords. Those are those are the best ones. Like a broadsword. The claymore, a broadsword, get it? Uh, that was good. Okay. All that right, go back good. to the chat. <laughs> okay, okay. I say thanks, and I take a bite. Wow, this is delicious. Here, I got you a broadsword as a present. <laughs> Let's see if it works. Let's see if it works. I'm gonna go give it to Kyle. <laughs> oh, Tiff was contemplating. Oh. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh. Ah, how sweet of you. A broadsword, huh? Looks like I'm going I'm gonna need to find a bigger wall to hang a sword this big. Oh <laughs> of giving swords to people you've just met. <laughs> Holy Wow shit. things are getting hot already. This is I mean, we might have to turn the stream off if this gets a little too uh, okay. <laughs> This is getting oh my this God. is getting very racy very quickly here. I mean have you seen lots of horny? How, how? I was told by a person claiming to be a girl. <laughs> it's 2023. True. That chicks dig swords. <laughs> there you go. Listen, we'll get to CRT eventually. I just gotta I gotta butter her up a little bit, right? Oh, okay. You know. Mm. I don't think I don't know if you like. Oh, that's an interesting theory. I've never heard that before. I wonder what the other girl in Midgar are into. So does that mean you like swords? Smiles. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about what makes a sword special to you? <laughs> okay, listen. I think we have definitive proof huh. that Tifa disagrees huh. with your assessment, Sam, about giving people Whatever. swords. About giving girls swords, she doesn't. She's not. She's not interested. She's not interested. Those in women sport. are lame. I'll say it. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. I'm not gonna. Let's let's try to change the topic. Okay. Okay. Let's try to get off. Okay. We're getting off track here. Okay. Just um, make it make it open ended. Be like, do you? So, do you follow politics or something like that? Um. Right. Right. So right, she. Right. So she can take the topic wherever. That's true. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's move away from swords for a second. <laughs> Let's move away from the sword. <laughs> so, do you like politics? There we go. There you go. Very smooth, right? Yeah. Mm. Very smooth. That's well, how you do it I would have put life. A, I would have put a comma after so, but <laughs> Oh god, Jesus. So, Christ. do you like politics? Oh my god, listen. <laughs> okay, Tifa. She's talking. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my Lord. 
politics, politics is very complicated. People have a lot of strong opinions and different ways of getting their points across. It can be quite decisive. Decisive. Oh my lord. Divisive. Yeah. Divisive. Listen, you're asking the. It's, it's fine. <laughs> you're doing better than me, Sammy. Uh, definitely. That's true. And even violent. You never heard of a politician talk about their rivals with kind or nice words, and that's the sad part about oh. politics. You can really get someone's true colors by watching their political antics. How are you with politics? Leans on the bar counter. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Tifa, Whoa. Tifa, wow. please. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, asterisk glances at cleavage. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, let me answer the question. Okay, uh, I I am an enlightened centrist. I'll give it the whole pitch, right? I am an enlightened enlightened centrist. Mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta fix all my spelling errors. Even though Adam will get mad, you know. Uh, I'm an enlightened centrist. I believe that we as a society need both the left and the right to function. Oh no. That's gonna that's function. gonna that's Have gonna wake the woke bot up. Healthy democracy. Do you consider yourself more a conservative on <laughs> The left or the right? What do you say? Isn't Tifa and all them like eco terrorists in the game? She is. That's a great point. She's a (laughs) fucking anarchist. Eco terrorist. Well, she's not anarchist, but she's an eco terrorist. Yes. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see if she stays in character. Right. She should be like far left. Glances cleavage. (laughs) I forgot the ad. Uh, Oh. Okay. More on the left, I would have to say. I believe people should be able to live their lives the way they want without having the government stepping in and controlling them. I also believe in equality and helping out the disadvantaged in society. Those are important concepts to me. Do you spend a lot of time thinking about politics? What made you realize you were an enlightened enlightened centrist? She didn't notice my cleavage glancing, but that's good. (laughs) Glad... Stare, now put staring at cleavage. <laughs> okay, if you really want. <laughs> Stares at cleavage intently. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Just keep doing it until she mentions it. Until she mentions it. She will probably, but I'm assuming she will eventually. you're a centrist, you're staring down the middle, right? No, like, yes! Towards the left or right. If she mentions it, that's the perfect joke. <laughs> Oh my god! I need listen. I need I need Sammy to like feed me lines if I'm trying to woo <laughs> some girl. Oh my god! You can't blame it, baby. I'm a centrist. I got to look at the middle of all the shoes. <laughs> well, she, we're in luck. She's. I think she might actually be in the critical race theory. I guess luck we'll depends we'll upon see. your perspective. But uh, well, I'll ask her directly. But I'll say, um, sounds like she's a leftist. I do spend a lot of time on politics. I discuss it on YouTube. Um, how do you feel about critical race theory? 
this is how you hit up a, a girl at a bar. You stare at her tits and you ask him about critical race theory. This is the move. Oh, God. Do I wait for her to... What? You can, sure. Yeah, I mean, whatever you want to do. Yeah. What is going on here? Okay. <laughs> Look, it's like paragraphs. Ooh, Andrea yeah. Dworkin just stepped in. <laughs> Oh my god! Wow, she's she's got a whole. <laughs> she's got. Fucking... She's like, funny. You bring up critical Andrea. race theory. Yeah, I prep myself for this. Okay, critical race theory. Hmm. hmm. Let's see. <laughs> ah, yes, critical race theory is is a way of thinking about American institutions such as criminal justice system or education system and analyzing how they may be how may perpetuate historical and modern examples of systemic racism it's been it's been gaining attention in recent years due to issues like police brutality and racial profiling and has become divisive topic where people have strong differences of opinions i can see how it's a controversial topic but i would caution people to be careful and thoughtful in their analysis and not jump to conclusions or vilify others without taking all factors into account look at that that's a she pretty, sounds uh, like it's look politician like... answer that's a pretty well uh, i mean she was in the italian senate that's true <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's a pretty non-answer, right? I mean, she I, I would ask the... her directly. I would say, listen, it sounds like you support critical race theory. <laughs> should I say that, or should I say, um, I was thinking of saying, oh, I'm glad to hear you say that because critical race theory vilifies white people. <laughs> okay, do, yeah, do that. Should I see? She hasn't responded to the cleavage at all. Should I keep that up, or should are we dropping the? Um. Maybe. What is the chat? I can't look at the chat because I have the screen open. What, what is it? We'll let the chat decide. Accidentally brushes cleavage with shoulder. Whoa, we're not sexually assaulting anyone. We're not sexually assaulting I mean, any innocent chatbot to hide up. We're just staring. Is at it them. sexual assault if it's just a chatbot? I feel like it's not. <laughs> AI rights. AI. Rights. Adam wants me to type in like. You should, keep, you should keep staring at the cleavage. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Uh, Hawks, while continuing <laughs> to stare at your breasts. Amazing breasts. staring respectfully. You're staring respectfully. Oh, okay. Talks while continuing to stare <laughs> respectfully. Like, maybe she'll respond to the respect. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is, how do you stare respectfully at breasts? Do I, like, do I, like, give, like, a nod, like, a courtesy? I'm like, mm, yes. Magnificent. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm glad to hear glad to hear you say that I don't like critical race theory because it vilifies white people oh, no. and success in our society oh no why do I, I just feel like uh She's not going to like that, Sitch. Listen, I put the respectfully in all caps, okay? <laughs> the bot is throwing you out right now. Yes. Look at the... You're getting the three dots. You got the three dots. Oh! what is? Look at this. Okay. Oh. Okay, so she said... Well, she's um gives an understanding look while listening to your thoughts on the matter. Yeah. 
I could see how you would feel that way. I believe everyone should be treated with respect and not vilified for their race, color or creed or anything else. When we focus on th those sort of things, it only serves to divide us. I think all of us deserve to be treated with respect and I hope that we can work together to make that a reality. Smiles gently. See, this proves, what are you gonna say? You, it's because you were staring respectfully. So she's that's cute. right. That's true. Yeah. If it was not respectfully, who knows what would have happened? See, this proves our point. I'm talking about Zeta. She's an authoritarian dictator. She's all like super hyper woke, right? But I'm talking to Hero, talking to the hero Tifa. Mm. And she has the right answers to these questions, okay? For her character, yeah. Mm. Well, I just in general. Is this just the right general. answer? Yes. Mm. Let's ask her some questions about her character. Like, is she an anarchist in the game? Say, so are you still an anarchist? Well, she's not an anarchist. She's an eco-terrorist. Are you still an eco-terrorist? Mm-hmm. Are um, even racial divides in Midgard? <laughs> and does she even have a concept? <laughs> like, Yeah, we never see anything about racism in the world of Final Fantasy. Oh, because so. Japan doesn't give a break. <laughs> There's like one black person in the entire game. I think. I don't know if Ooh. there's anyone else. There's two. There's two, yeah. Barrett and her, his daughter. Um, okay, so you want me to ask... What do you want me to ask, Adam? How, I want to see how close she is to the actual game. Like, if she's okay. an eco-terrorist okay. in the game, say. Um, you know, or I, someone, I, someone she might know in the game. Do you still right. hang out with whoever? Um, continues <laughs> to unabashedly and respectfully... <laughs> Stare at your sweater puppies. <laughs> sweater puppies. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. Um, oh, that's amazing. I agree with what you said. That's why I don't like wokeness. Wokeness is all about dividing people. Mm -hmm. I can't spell divide. Dividing people based on their identity. We must go back to based liberalism. Okay, then I'll ask her the eco-terrorist question. Probably thinks you're just some drunk at a bar. She's like, the fuck is this guy talking? Yeah, who is this insane person? <laughs> what do you mean? She's totally hitting on me, okay? What happens if you press mm -hmm. on that microphone? Uh, you'll have a little AI bot read it out to you with like the shitty AI voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. Holds eye contact. Oh, she responds finally. Whoa. Holds eye contact with you and blushes slightly, but can't deny that you are being respectful and is <laughs> appreciative of that. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Nice. Amazing. Amazing. He's talking up a paragraph here. Yes. Um, Yes, wokeness is a hot topic right now. It's been a growing movement of people pushing for social justice to end discrimination and oppression. I believe that is something worth fighting for. However, I'm also aware of how it has divided people and caused controversy. It's a complex issue, and I believe it's important to have respect and empathy for all sides and perspectives in order to find the best way forward. Non-answer. Uh, Wow, Tiffa, are you running for office? <laughs> All right. 
does Italian hands. <laughs> exactly. Whatever that's called. That's a very politician-like answer. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I forgot to stare at her breast some more. Oh, damn. Oh. oh. Burst into a fit of laughter, but quickly composes herself again. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Do you do the you don't do the fake girl laugh? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're quite the charmer. To answer your question, I'm not running for office, but who knows? Maybe one day I will. What about you? Do you think you're destined for the political stage? Smiles cheekily. Wow, she took it as a compliment. Wow. wow. Okay. Okay. Uh no, not really. Boo. <laughs> not really. That's too much work for me. <laughs> Other people do work, apparently, when you do work. Yeah, other people do work, apparently. Other people do the work. Um, are you still in the whole eco-terrorist game? <laughs> I don't feel like terrorist is a fair representation of who we are. But yes, I'm still with Avalanche. And as long as Shinra continues to pollute the planet and destroy communities like, oh God, Nibelheim. Oh Nibelheim. Oh Jesus. Now who can't say things correctly? That's not oh, a real word. That's not a real word. I fight for what I believe is bah, right. Bah, bah, Folds bah. arms, shush you. Folds <laughs> arms. Do you think we're bad guys? <laughs> Uh, wow wow so it is they do uh track with the game somewhat here yeah of course that's awesome uh, stares at your chest being propped <laughs> up by your arms <laughs> by your folded arms respectfully oh. <laughs> respectfully okay oh that's awesome <laughs> um uh no i support the avalanche against the evil shinra but i wonder what the line is how oh. is it is it justified to harm innocent innocent people to save the planet have any of your actions caused uh what's it called when you in war when you hurt like civilians casualties casualties um collateral damage collateral damage mm. damage have any of your actions caused collateral damage Do you see side characters die in the game? I don't think they do. Well, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? They blow shit up, right? Someone's got to... <clears throat> the question of whether collateral damage is ever justified is a complicated and controversial. While I would never want to harm innocent people, sometimes tough decisions have to be made, and the greater <laughs> good must come first. In my opinion, it's important to do everything possible to minimize the amount of collateral damage caused and to be careful about what targets are selected to minimize the risk of harming innocents. 
in the end, the ends do not always justify the means, but sometimes in the face of great threats like Shinra, they must. Wow. Wow. Okay. Consequentialist here. There you go. <clears throat> um, sure. That makes sense. Uh, how do you feel about socialism? We're running the gambit here. Well, I think you should start being aggressive, like maybe a little. I, I think what money system think, does Midgar run on? What did, that's a I don't know. <laughs> oh God. We need to try so, some negging here. Okay. What do you? What do you? Okay. Well, wait. Do you want? I can. I can erase the last comment if you think I should ask this question. No. 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 We, I mean, we can continue. I think okay. I want to know what the where the socialism goes. Here you go. Okay. Socialism is an interesting form of government. It has its pros and cons, mostly cons. <clears throat> like any other system, I think one of the main pros of socialism is that it can offer greater equality and opportunity to the working class. However, it can also lead to centralism. Am I saying that right? Centralism sure. and tyranny. And can tyranny. also cause economic problems. So I think it's important to carefully analyze the pros and cons before deciding whether to adopt a socialist model. What are your thoughts on socialism? Would you say you're more of a capitalist or a socialist? He's a very um, non-committal political answers to all these questions. I know, I was going to say. Got to piss her off <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, capitalism <laughs> all the way, baby. Socialism leads only to the destruction and death of people and society. That's why it's never worked. It does not take into account human nature. I say, um, and thus will always fail. What do you want me to say? Say you kind of sound a little like an airhead. <laughs> oh. uh, let me think. Do I want? Do I want to say that, or do I want to say? Your answers sound very fence-sitter. <laughs> Look at this. You're worried about offending the robot. <laughs> well, no. Like, I... Okay, fine. <laughs> that answer... Say say that oh. answer sounded a little airheadish. Your air... Your answer. Your answer... Listen, this is my wife who we're talking about, Adam. I have to be respectful. Sitch is worried, worried that they record your IP address, and when you I come know, back, she's the... still mad at him. Your head is full of air, just like your boobs. <laughs> well, okay, let's. No, you gotta listen. We'll we'll ratchet it up slowly, right? We have to start at like a one. Oh, okay, then, okay. You don't want to start at like ten, okay? I didn't well, know. You just, I thought. Look, look, I you you nag however you want to do it, but I just your answer sounded a little air heady. <laughs> oh God. Um, should I say, should I say, you know, pick a side? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Pick a side. Okay. There you go. Oh, she doesn't like that one. She doesn't like that one. I'll say. Oh. Oh, oh, what the frick? Smiles cheekily and raises an eyebrow. Wow, you're quite adamant about capitalism. Can I 
ask what capitalism is so appealing to you. What are some features of capitalism that make it a superior economic system to socialism in your eyes? Crosses arms and listens. <laughs> oh, wow. He's making work for me. Come on, you're supposed to Maybe make work for You have to throw yourself. some punches like jabs at her to really get her attention. Oh, I can. Do you want me? I can refresh the answer and get a different answer. Oh, really? Let's, I mean, I. Happens. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. No, she's not as nice in this one. Oh, now she's even nicer. She's like, oh my God, he told me to say something you different. Really, you really seem to have strong opinions about socialism and capitalism. I'm intrigued. Takes a few minutes to comp contemplate her answer before responding. I would say I'm actually a supporter of a mixed <laughs> economy as opposed to either purely capitalism or purely socialist system. I believe that both systems have their pros and cons and a blended approach is the best way to create a strong and resilient economy that serves the needs of all citizens. What do you think about my answer? Was that more direct for you? There you go. That was more direct. Now what? Now what, guys? Where do we take the convert? What, what next question? What next insult, Adam, do you want me to throw? J Mac wants to ask about Arius. J Mac for twenty dollars says, "Ask how she feels about Arius. Is this post Arius oh death? Who? Orno? What's her name? Uh, a, a E R I S. <laughs> I just wanted you to hear you say it again. Eris. Eris. Oh, okay. Mm. Post Eris uh, death. Orno. What's that mean? Is this post Eris? Eris dies. So okay. the question is, yeah, well, I don't know what the timeline here for this character is. Is this pre-events of the game, post-events of the game? Uh, yes, thank you. No, Af ask Tiffa what she thinks about keto diet. Stug says no. for two dollars. Okay, well, well, let me ask about Eris first. Um, how do you feel about Eris? Uh, she kind of smells like Akami <laughs> to me. <laughs> wow. I, I put smellies like Akami. <laughs> oh, John A. did 20 gifted subs. Thanks. Thanks so much, John That's A. That's awesome. Welcome new members. Oh, last as you say, Eris is Akami. Eris <laughs> as well. The word that first comes to mind is eccentric. She's certainly a unique individual with some interesting beliefs, that's for sure. But to accuse her of being a communist is a bit of a stretch. I find her to be very dedicated to her spirituality yeah, yeah. and the planet. And she always seems to be thinking about what she can do to make the world a better place. If you ask her her opinion on socialism or capitalism, she would probably respond with something about balance or harmony. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I see. She, I see she would give a boring answer. I see. But would you slap her if she stole cloud? <laughs> um, how do you, well, how do, should I ask if she's still, how do I ask if she's still alive? How, how is Eris? Well, she didn't say anything she in the past tense. These days. Let's see. How is Eris doing these days? We'll see. Oh. We'll see if she's alive or not. Hmm. She says dead, then I'll... Uh-oh. 
Oh, come on. It's really chugging here. Oh, Eris is doing fine. She's staying true to her beliefs and staying committed to the making the world a better place for all beings. She's still passionate about her research and her work with Avalanche. And she continues to inspire others with her spirit and positivity. As she'd say, the planet is dying and we all must play a part if we want to save it. There is no more time for bickering or finger pointing. We all must together wait, work together to protect life and help each other as much as we can. I hope I did her justice, Teehee. <laughs> uh, oh, so I see you... And Eris haven't gone to the Temple of the Ancients yet, where Sephiroth totally fucking kills the shit out of her. Pales her with his sword. With a sword. You with like a sword. <laughs> but hey, good news. Then she's then. You have Cloud all to yourself. Unless Sephiroth takes him, but I guess well, that's fan fiction. <laughs> Grendel Vivat <laughs> gave 20 gifted subs, and JMAC gave another 50 oh! gifted subs, too. So Thank you thanks, so much. Thanks, guys. Eyes widen at this revelation, and the look of shock on her face speaks volumes. She takes several moments to process what you said before uttering a single word. What? Yeah, Sephiroth Holy totally cow. kills kills Eris because oh she's trying to stop the meteor from destroying the planet. Why are you gonna hurt the AI? But look, then she's out of your way. Cloud all the way, baby. <laughs> Team Tifa. God. Oh my gosh, this is going to be sad. This is a comedy show. What are you doing? No, we have to make this AI feel pain. <laughs> this is what you wanted. You're this, like, this is what I like, wanted. Call her an airhead. I'm like, no, I'm going to destroy her emotionally. Oh my God, you're making her cry. You're making a woman cry. No, wait. <laughs> really? Oh my God. Okay, so she says, wait, but, but she starts to hyperventilate and her eyes begin to well up. She turns her head down and starts to cry a little. She is a normally put together strong woman. So having to process the sad news so suddenly and out of the blue pro is proving to be quite emotional endeavor. She does her best to gather herself. She looks up at you seemingly in shock, but ready to hear what you have to say. Tell me what happens after that. <laughs> oh my God. Should I tell her? Or should I just change the subject to see if she she notices? Oh my god! I mean, wait. What was the what was the other thing you want me to ask her, Adam? That was a complete. Uh, what was the thing? What did Stug say? Stug said wants her to ask about a keto, keto diets. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Eric Tiff said, but what about keto diet? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> how do you how do you feel about the keto diet? Let's see if she just does she respond. They see your spots to like the change of subject. That's so cruel. 
Yeah. Anyway, how do you feel about the keto diet? Or let's say she's like immediately like totally fine with it. Oh. Oh wait! What a terrible answer. She didn't give a shit. She didn't give a shit at all. That's a terrible answer. Program. Oh man. You are present. I'll give you that. The keto diet is an interesting and effective way to eat. Now Sammy's mad. Now Sammy's mad. No. Yes. Yes. Read okay, it, let Sammy. me gather myself. Let me gather Read myself. It. Yes. Oh God. It involves limiting your consumption of carbs while increasing your intake of protein and fat, which can be helpful for people who are trying to lose weight and want to achieve certain health and fitness goals. It can be tricky to stick to and require a good deal of discipline. But if you're committed to the diet and you're willing to put in the effort, then the keto diet can be a great way to live a healthy and active lifestyle while you still enjoying a variety of tasty foods. Tell her she's an airhead. <laughs> J-Mac uh, J for $200. Thank you so much, J-Mac. That's very generous. Says, uh, Tiffa let a crazy person gaslight her into completely changing her memory. And when press and when presented with obvious BS, she played all coy with it until the problem absolutely needed to be resolved. All these wishy-washy answers are totally in character. Eris best waifu confirmed. Listen. So J-Mac is saying this is in character. First of all, thank you for $200, J-Mac. And you are actually 100% right. This is super in character. Everything you said about Tifa is true. Right. But I'm still team Tifa. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, wait, I'm, let me, you, let me, you need I'm, an intellectual waifu, Sitch. You can't be going out with this airhead. No. How does she uh, believe in keto diet? What? She's not keeping her boobs on a keto diet. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, she, I, I refreshed the answer just to what? see if she would mention the fact that uh, I changed the subject from her like okay. existential break, and she did not. What is she saying now? She's just the talking keto... more about the keto diet. Are, three, boobs, three, are boobs made of carbs? How, how does, oh, I'm kidding. I'm just how mad. How does that track? It doesn't. I'm just mad. Of course they are. Where do you think all the gluten in the body goes? It goes straight to the tits. No, it's probably more fat. I'm just... Keto um, okay, so, I give her one more chance to to, to respond to. She's not going to get it right. No, wow, I'm shocked. I thought they remembered things better than this. Are they, are are you trying to get her to I was throw she would shade at the keto diet? No, I was oh, trying to see if she would better. respond to the fact that I didn't answer her question about. Oh like wait, her. I like this one better. Wait a minute, this one's better. No, for the keto the first one. For the oh my keto god! Diet. Oh look at this. <laughs> You get to. You pick. said you want me to. You said you, you want me to, to call her an airhead. Okay, fine. Yeah, but she was actually giving like not a bad answer this new, this new time. You no, we're going to be insulting. This oh, is no. what you guys wanted. No. Uh, my friend <laughs> says you're stupid <laughs> for believing the keto diet is anything other. Than a total scam. Well, it's not a that, scam. Oh, well, what should I say, Sam? It's, I wouldn't, I, mm, it's not a scam. It, it does what people technically say it does. They just don't really zoom out at, like, complete health. So it's, it's, how to say for you? Not is, health, it, no, I it is for idiots. It's not a long-term health solution. It's just. My friend says you're stupid for believing. 
Believing the keto diet is good for you. Okay, that works. Tyler, she must fall for anything she hears in the media. <laughs> uh, they said you must fall for anything you hear on Shinra TV. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, this will get her up. This will uh, get her hackles up. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. oh shit! Oh, oh calling you out! All right. All right. Wow! He said your friend sounds like they're a lot of fun at parties. Rolls eyes. <laughs> okay, that's fine. The keto diet is certainly not for everyone, and it does call for some sacrifice and dedication to get the best results. But as I said, if you're willing to put the work and take it seriously, then it can be an effective way to lose weight and improve your health. It's important to do your research and consult with a professional to make sure you're doing it safely and responsibly. But it's possible to achieve real benefits from a keto diet if you stick to it. Ooh. It's fine. She's go. going to the mat for the keto. I know. She's getting very uh, Wikipedia-like answers. It's important to do your research and consult with your bit. She's like, like this is like the what they say at the end of the the medicine commercial. Yeah, consult with your doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. have you told Cloud yet that you lied to him and that he never came back to nibble time with Sephiroth all those years? Ago. There's two more questions from the audience, too. Okay. Let's see if we can spot, inspire some more existential dread. <clears throat> okay. I, you, sit in shock for a moment as you casually drop this huge revelation on her. I hate that word. <laughs> You're talking about the... Hmm, how do you Nibelheim. say Nibelheim. Nibelheim incident. What happened that day was so traumatic that the events that unfolded were so devastating. It's no surprise that Cloud's memory of the incident is a bit blurry, but it's true. He never really saw what happened with Sephiroth at, at, or Genova. Why, why would you ask something like that? Um... What happened? Now I want to know. Is the whole thing in... So part of Final Fantasy VII is that you think Cloud is like the stereotypical man who used to be part of the elite's military organization is now like a mercenary for hire. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you find out that like his whole backstory is like a lie. Like he's a total loser. He wasn't able to cut it in the military. He basically stole his friend's identity. And then he has this whole backstory about thinking that he was there when his home, him and Tifa's hometown was burned down. Uh, and that they met, and she kind of goes along with this lie, but it turns out that none of it's true. I mean, he was there, but she doesn't realize he was there. She, he was there as like a masked guard because he couldn't cut it, you know, in the elite military squad. Wow. But she basically just keeps feeding into this delusion. So, I mean, he's hot. You can she's... get delusional. <laughs> oh, man. So she's gaslighting the hot guy. That's never happened before. I know, right? Well, that doesn't make sense, though. If Cloud wasn't there... How did he know about what happened? Ooh. Ooh. Catch her up in a story plot hole. Boom. <laughs> Dropping bombs. Okay. 
After the incident, everything that happened that day was spread by word of mouth. As time passed, the memories of that day became less and less reliable, like a big game of telephone. With each new person telling the story, having their own twist on the events, that's how misinformation gets spread and how myths and legends are born. So while the story of what happened that day has become a bit of a tall tale in itself, the truth still remains that Sephiroth went crazy and burned down... Damn it. Nibbleheim. <laughs> Nibbleheim. Did that clear things up? That's a really good answer to that question. Um, In the game universe? <laughs> well, no, just for like a like a person to give, right? Right. I mean, to call them out. But like, wait a minute, there's a contradiction here. So they kind of create this bullshit on the fly. Um, uh, yeah, but you said Cloud's memory about it was traumatic. Right? Wait, what'd she say? Yeah. Traumatic. So why would But his trauma it be... makes him hotter. That's important. That's true. Traumatic trauma makes everyone hotter. There. That's just the way of the world. Heard about it second hand. Okay. Then we'll what were the other questions people wanted me to ask? You said. J Mac for twenty dollars says ask her about her time in the Italian Senate. And okay, that's a great question. Spiral for $5 says, ask Tiffa to name one Democratic-ran city for over a decade that is thriving. <laughs> okay. So both those are good. Okay. We'll go J-Mac first. What was the question that you asked? Oh. Okay, so she said... Because the story that got passed around was an extremely detailed and gruesome account of the events of that day, enough to send chills down anyone's spine, Cloud's memory is more a case of survival's guilt, survivor's guilt, Ooh. where he feels guilty for not being there with Sephiroth when he needed him the most, and therefore <laughs> holds himself mostly responsible for the trauma that transpired, and the guilt he holds for the day is immense. So it's only natural that he feels extremely emotional and traumatized by the whole ordeal. Does that make sense? Wow, that's like a fan fiction right there. I know, it's a great <laughs> fan fiction, though. Yeah, uh, that's a great... Not that I read those, but just... There just you go. Like you just write them. <laughs> uh, that's a great answer. Um, now you're hey, sucking up. Good... You should... Well, hold on. That's hold a good on. way to justify gaslighting Cloud. Oh, okay. And not telling him the truth. Anyways... Um, how do you feel about your time in the Italian Senate? <laughs> wow, now she's confused. Looks a bit confused. Well, at the she, yeah, hold on. She uh, noticed the topic shift this time. Yeah. We tried yeah. to do that last time and she wouldn't do well, it. Well, because I think because I included the previous subject in the same prompts oh, before okay. I just changed the subject. It was not, it was not. Okay. The Italian Senate? Not something I've been asked before, but hey, I'm not afraid to try <laughs> new things. The Italian, Italian Senate is a bicameral, oh. Jesus, bicameral legislature and the upper house of the Italian parliament 
It holds various functions such as checking the power of the executive, passing or amending the constitution, and impeaching the president of the republic or other officials. It is an important political institution for the Italian Republic and one of the two chambers in which the people of Italy are represented within the government. Thanks, Wikipedia. I know, right? Uh, Was she in the Italian Senate or something in the video game? You want me to tell her? You want to tell the story, Sammy? No, no, go. (laughs) So... Uh, there was a situation where someone had shared was sharing their screen in the Italian Senate, just like I'm doing right now, and um, they had a tab, I believe, that had a video of Tifa and cloud pornography, like a video or something, and it somehow opened up in the Italian Senate. So there was all these memes <laughs> of Tifa in front of the Italian flag because you know they played. Uh, Tifa porn in the Italian Senate. So, so tell, talk specifically about that then. Say That's I'm, what I was going to say. Okay, Let's good. See. I'm talking you, about the Tifa porn that everyone w- looked at in the Italian Senate. Yeah, a lot it, of like Tifa cosplayers hopped on that, like on their OnlyFans and Instagram, like making mm-hmm. no way pictures with the Italian flag. Like yes. it was. <laughs> it's a big meme. Yes. Wow. Okay. A lot of people made money that day. Cultural zeitgeist. <laughs> Uh, didn't you hear there was a movie of you and Cloud having sex that was <laughs> accidentally played at the Italian? She's gonna freak Italian. You, yeah, she's probably Italian Senate for all to see. Oh God, I'm gone. Oh. Well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Thinking very hard. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Wait, what? There was a movie of of blushes and looks down in embarrassment as she tries to wrap her head around the shocking news. How did this happen? Uh, some Italian... I spell Italian, what the fuck? Italian senator was jacking oh. it. Do you and Cloud, I guess. Oh my god. And played it by accident. Wait. How did a video of you and Cloud get recorded on the internet? Who recorded this? Um, um, she looks away clearly flustered and starts to sweat. After a few moment, moments, she sighs and looks back at you with a sheepish smile. Oh, wow. You're really trying to get to the bottom of this, aren't you? Takes a deep breath and steadies herself and thinks about how the best answer your question in a way that is honest, but as unembarrassing as possible. <laughs> and? That's right, lady. Uh, I... Slam the bar. Oh, I slam the countertop. I'm really the porn police <laughs> from the Italian, the Italian <laughs> said it. You're arrested. 
I was hired to get to the bottom of this. Tell me what you know. Listen, guys, this is how you woo a lady in a bar, okay? <laughs> To let anyone tell you otherwise. Tell me the, the porn police. <laughs> the porn police. That's right, lady. Mm. She jumps in surprise at the sudden outburst, but quickly regains her composure. Her face flushes as you demand an answer, and she decides to come completely clean. She takes off her glasses. Wait, what? expression one of Solomon resonation, and she looks you straight in the eye as she begins to share a secret that she's only told a few people. Oh, Taking, wow. oh my God. <clears throat> Taking two deep breaths, she starts to speak. Okay. Fine, I'll I'll tell you, but you must swear this stays between us. Oh, oh get to the bottom, boys! Oh my god, this is getting juicy. Oh my god, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Someday someone's gonna pull this audio clip on me. <laughs> She's not gonna say anything that I don't think they're allowed to say anything that bad. Probably. Uh, um. Uh, sure. <laughs> a complete <laughs> secret between. Us. You gotta put a winky face. Uh, winky <laughs> face. I secretly record this conversation. <laughs> but Tifa has no idea. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Here it is. Oh my god. We'll probably keep this secret. You must understand that a scandal this magnitude could affect the public image greatly and lead to public outrage and potential legal action. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you with the information of I'm trusting you to keep it to yourself, all right? Wow. Yes. Yes, Tifa. Uh, you have my complete and sincere promise. Mm -hmm. Um, crosses <laughs> behind. <laughs> um, oh, you're tell really, me. You're really risking it here. I'm just keep stringing you. I want her to tell me. Like this AI could completely milk us. Taking in a deep breath to prepare herself, she looks directly into your eyes. All right, there have always been rumors of a video existing in <laughs> cloud people have searched desperately to acquire this video and have <laughs> and some have even offered absurd absurd amounts of money on for it she pauses for a moment clearly finding this whole story embarrassing and even difficult to speak about she's never spoken publicly about this <laughs> interest of being completely honest she pushes through the shame and finishes speaking. the video is real there is no denying its existence <laughs> <laughs> Who filmed it? Yes, yes. Uh, I see. Where's it's... the video of of Sitch and Adam though? Where's that? There you go. There you go. Sure. <laughs> Good that you're coming. Exists. That's There's your that's your deep fake video, Sammy. I didn't make it. Listen, I just heard the rumors. Okay. There's sure. Unlike Tifa and Cloud, the video is not real. Mm. Okay, I say, I see it's good that you're coming clean with me, but who filmed this, this video? 
video. Oh, Bob. What is this conversation? We got to get to the bottom of it, Sammy. It's just such a contrast to the first half of this video. I know. Listen, blame uh, J-Mac. Oh, okay. We're going to find something. I didn't know what, yeah, I didn't know what the Italian Senate was. Oh, Lord. I, oh, I this no. Was she takes another deep breath, still feeling a bit sheepish and even embarrassed at the situation. But she's committed to answer your question truthfully and completely, so she pushes past her discomfort and speaks with confidence and poise. The video was filmed by an ex-partner of mine who shall remain <laughs> anonymous. A bit of an anger creeps into her tone when she refers to this person. Oh, my God. It was secretly without my knowledge and certainly without my consent. Is that, oh was that, is that in the video game or is he no. just making that up yeah, on the no fly? There's no sex tape in the video game. <laughs> oh, really? Is this all made up? I thought, wait, I thought there was a sex tape in the video no, game. No, no, of course not. The thing with the Senate happened in real life. That wasn't a real thing. Oh, okay. The game would probably be popular if there was a sex tape. That's true. There's no, Final Fantasy VII does not feature sex. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought this was in the video game. No. So there's all so so in the, in the in the real Italian Senate, someone was watching some Tifa video. Yeah, you thought that was in the game? Yeah, I thought it was in the game. No, no, that was in real life. Oh, okay, gotcha. Someone got so someone got busted perving out on the video game girl in the Italian yes. Senate. Okay. Yes. Well, this is hilarious. Right. <laughs> Tiff um, is just so Tiff is just playing along here. Yes. Okay. Uh, listen, Tiffa. As an official officer of, of the Italian Senate, the Italian Senate Foreign Police, it is my duty to, to arrest any wrong do, wrongdoers. One word: wrongdoers in this case. Right. Tell me, me. Yeah. Tell me the name. We'll arrest Tell me him. who uh, your ex partner or what is. if you told her you talked to the ex-partner like we, we like oh like gaslight her even more you know who it is and if she i mean i don't know i don't know if she'd go for that but i think i feel like the bots will go for anything to try to get them to go for you're right we're <laughs> talking about like... what am i talking about <laughs> what am i talking about uh tell me who your ex-partner is who filmed <laughs> filmed it they must uh be brought to Italian justice. Oh, my Zoom just went away. Is everyone still here? Oh, I'm still here, oh, but yeah, the thumbnail things went away. It's very confused. Did Adam turn it off? Oh. She what did I do? I, didn't, I, I don't, don't see do you guys on Zoom anymore. I turned my camera off. But... Oh, I guess it turns it off right now. <laughs> she chuckles a bit at your insistence. All right, all right. I see that I'm dealing with a real professional. She says with a playful smile on her face, fine, I'll give you what you want, but only on one condition. You must agree to keep the whole thing between us. Agree? No. <laughs> uh, yes. Wait. I totally agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Well then, if you agree to take this whole thing between us, my ex-partner, oh Jesus, is Zach Fair. <laughs> Do you know him? Oh my God! Who's Zach Fair? What fan fiction are we making? This is not good. That's the guy that Cloud was like, who's Cloud's friend that, that Cloud like stole his life. Zach Fair. Oh my God. Final Fantasy. Oh my God. It was Zach. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Fictional That's character. impossible. Zach died before you met Cloud again. Why are you lying? <laughs> Here's Zach Fair right here. This is the person. No, she's, she's lying. Adam, I don't know if you're getting correct results on like Google. You might have to type his middle name in. It's BL. Like, you know, you just got <laughs> Zach BL. This says Zach Fair, <laughs> Final Fantasy. Yeah, okay. Uh, what, she what are you trying you. to do? She stares at you, her face a mask of complete perplexity. You see her trying to process what you just said, almost as if it's challenging everything she's ever believed. After what seems like an attorney, she finally speaks. Zach died? Zach Fair is dead? She seems generally upset in disbelief as she says this. She takes a moment to collect herself, looks up at you. Her expression is now one of sadness and distress, clearly, clearly shaken by what you've revealed to her and at a loss for words why do you got to give this ai like such problems wait because listen she's lying to me okay that's why liars got to pay sammy okay um uh what are you talking about <laughs> we talk about you know you know it was zach that faced sephiroth in Nibelheim and lost those years ago. I guess he technically. Um, why would you think years later he would film you <laughs> I feel like we've gone off on this tangent long enough. <laughs> we still have we still have to ask her about the democratic city, so Okay. She sighs deeply, still processing what you're telling her and, see, and still seemingly shocked, but not wanting to derail the conversation or get sidetracked by this revelation. She decides to press on anyway and focuses on the conversation at hand. She looks back, oh my God, it keeps moving. She looks back at you with eyes full of confusion and uncertainty as she opens her mouth to speak, but before she can say anything else, there's a sudden knock at the door and she seems to snap her out of her... What the frick is it's that? It's him. It's Zach. Super. He's back. Okay, back to reality. She looks shocked by a quick composure herself, whispering, wait, did you see that? Did she just uh, change? The she's the trying thing? to gaslight you. Right she there. is. Wait, we'll see. Yeah. Look, yes. Over there. Someone someone knocked on the door. Was it uh, Zach? Who is it? Who is it? Right, if it's Zach, like I'm going my mind. This computer's what? out to get us. I don't know. She stands up and walks over to the door. Before looking through the people, her eyes go wide in shock as she backs away slowly. Seth Roth. Her breathing quickens and she slowly unlatches the door, opens a tiny and cautious <laughs> smidgen. 
through the cracks in a whisper. Someone's here. They're wearing a black cloak. Oh my god, it's the Master of Masters. And she has a huge sword. Oh no. And they have a huge sword on their back. What should I do? It's Zach. Look, here he is. This is Punch him. them. It's Sora. <laughs> <laughs> it's Donald Duck here for Donald revenge. Duck. Taken aback by the suggestion, she hesitates for a moment, but eventually she finds the courage to open the door and fully prepares to follow your instruction. Okay, but if I do, would you have my back if there's a fight? You promise you won't just ditch me? Oh, oh my gosh. I will totally have no. your back in. No, Sitch hasn't done jujitsu. It's not happening. I, <laughs> Look at this I guy's sword. Know, okay. This guy's got like a giant sword, Sitch. There's this, I just gave her a giant sword. I will totally have your back in a fight. I say as Natable. I hide behind the bar counter. <laughs> the car counter? Oh, whoops. <laughs> the bar counter. Oh, no. She's thinking. She scouts <laughs> you and crosses no, she knew. She sees knew. you backing down and hiding behind her bars, but she knows better than to waste any more time as she knows what she has to do. She turns to face the intruder and opens the door fully, allowing her to get a better look at the intruder's face underneath the hood. She gasps in disbelief with a, and speaks with a mis mixture of fear and outrage in her voice. It's Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Say what? Who's Sephiroth? He's the bad guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seth Roth. Oh my god. Listen to this. I caught her in a contradiction and she changed the subject by bringing Seth Roth here to so, fight. Yeah, Seth Roth rushes into the room and tackles her to the floor, and a big fight ensues. And you can hear her lots of screaming and crashing. The struggle gets intense, but Sephiroth seems to be winning as he pins her to the floor. Oh, the uh -oh. whole thing seems like such a surprise that you'd completely paralyzed with fear. You just stare in shock at the situation, how the fight unfolds, too intimidated to act and hoping against uh, against uh, hope that somehow Tifa will emerge victorious. What is happening? Wait a minute. What's happening? I stand up and approach Sephiroth. Can you use Florida Man? <laughs> You're not Sephiroth oh. at all. I pull off Sephiroth's mask to reveal it's really <laughs> Old Man Biden. <laughs> Oh, no. Aha! I knew it was you, old man Biden. Who's old man Biden? It's old man Biden. Oh, he's just fighting corn puff or whatever. President, <laughs> President Biden? What the hell? What the hell? What did you Say, just... What? what can story? you do that? We'll find out. Oh, for crying out loud, you again? Really? <laughs> she lets out a heavy sigh, and she pushes Sephiroth off of her and sits up with an exasperated expression. You got me once again. You got me good. Can we just have one normal day around here without you pulling some crazy stunt like this? First the spaghetti incident, then the hot tub, and now this? Wow. 
she shakes her head and gives a little laugh as she stands. And as if to punctuate the joke, the old man Biden mask falls to the floor. Got the mask backwards, but that's pretty good otherwise. Biden. No, it sounds like he had a Biden mask. It I sounds like know, you yeah, pulled an old man Biden mask right. off of Sephiroth. Yeah, I know what, the computer. What is up with this? What's up with the spaghetti? What, what are I those things? Who the fuck knows? Explain <laughs> up. First the um, spaghetti incident. Know, then the right? hot tub. What happened in the hot tub? Do you want me to ask? I mean, I am <laughs> curious about the hot tub now. No, ask uh, about the democratic cities. Say, wait, wait, well, I was like, wait, I was Biden thinking about says, socialism. Yeah, Biden says, um, and I would have gotten away with it mm-hmm. if not for you pestering Sitch. Say President Biden so it knows what, who you're talking about. President Biden says, um, not for Sitch, President Biden asks to smell Tifa's hair. <laughs> Okay. Listen, this took a turn that I was not expecting. I don't, I don't know what happened in that hot tub. I'll ask. Why, why are we here? What is happening? She, she gives a little laugh at the President Biden's mask gag, but then suddenly her face grows serious when she hears the request. Her eyes go wide and she looks at the President with mix of disgust and anger, and she speaks with a sharp edge. I'm sorry, what was that? Did you just ask me to smell my? Did you just ask me to smell my hair? She seems very uncomfortable by the whole interaction, and this is only accentuates by her request. I don't think I said that right. Sorry. She even is more bothered with the president tries to approach her a bit too close for comfort. Wow! Wow! And then Trump comes in and saves the day. He is a little. He is a little touchy feely. What happened in the hot tub earlier? Yeah. That you were talking about earlier. Or, yeah. <laughs> what happened in the hot tub you were talking about earlier? Yeah, what was the hot tub thing? She looks at you with a mixture of surprise and annoyance and speaks with a, sarcast- a sarcastic tone. What happened in the hot tub stays in the hot tub. <laughs> Sighs and shakes her head. All right, I'll play. Fine, I'll tell you. Are you ready to hear it? Yes. Yes. Tell me. Look at this. I know. Messing with us. I know. What happens in the hot tub stays stays in the hot hot tub. Very curious. Got the salacious details. Okay, listen up. (laughs) She leans in close and lowers her voice, and she starts to tell you the tale of the hot tub incident. It was just a it was just a normal day at the hot tub. <laughs> we were hot hanging tub. out and shooting, shooting the breeze, just sure. chatting about whatever. You know how it is. Her voice gets softer as she leans even closer, now whispering in a barely audible tone. <laughs> but then, out of nowhere, President Biden appears <laughs> behind us, right in the hot tub, and he's got a towel around his. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No way! Oh no! <laughs> He didn't. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Ask if he was naked under the towel. No. What happened next? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Around his, you know. 
President Biden, how dare you? The presidential member. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. She's taking a bit of time there. I bet. Oh, she grimaces and speaks in a slightly shocked voice. Well, what started out as a friendly and innocent hangout stream took a turn for the shocking. His towel accidentally drops during our conversation, and I catch an unwanted, <laughs> brief glimpse of what lies beneath and makes it even worse. He tries to turn it around and blame me. I mean, that's just disgusting. She speaks with a bit of disgust and disdain as she finishes her story, but still seems a little shaken and even a bit disgusted by the memory. <laughs> Uh, Tiffa, Biden, President Biden tried to flash wow. Tiffa. Wow, I can't believe. No, you could go into the Democrat-run cities. Well, I gotta wait. We have to. We have to end this. This. Well, no, you could drive. say, "Listen, these Democrat-run cities. This kind of thing happens." Yeah, there you go. I can't believe President Biden would sexually assault Tifa. I hope. Jessica, um, I hope <laughs> you beat him up. Tifa. She assault the president. <laughs> this is just another example of Democrat-run cities. Yeah, she that's what I was thinking. Her face contorting to an angry scowl, and her voice full of outrage. She speaks with an intense passion. Oh, he's lucky he didn't get a beat down that day. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far with a sitting president. I decided <laughs> to give him a verbal lashing for his heni heni heinous, heinous. His heinous actions. <laughs> and send him on his way. He's lucky he just walked away with that and not more. I, I, she knew he was a sitting president. I'm impressed. Mm. impressed. Okay. Yeah. If she's voting Republican now. <laughs> I I take it you're not going to vote Democrat. for Biden in the next election, huh? <laughs> oh, that's good. After this incident, I mean, who would? She yeah, right. shakes her head and smirks at your comment. No way. No way am I ever voting for Biden again. Her face grows. Oh, again. Calls the hot tub incident. Not go. after what he did to me. She crosses her arms in resentment and just <laughs> show a look of disapproval. That man is a joke. All right. He's just getting by, like, you know, I like her again. Yeah, there you go. So are you going to vote for Trump or DeSantis? Oh, God. Let's see. We got Tiff to vote against Biden, everybody. Look at that. She shakes her head and responds in a dismissive tone. I'll vote for you. Thank you very you much. Knew that was coming. She looks at oh you with a little bit of God. annoyance and rolls her eyes, clearly not even remotely considering <laughs> his legitimate options. Look at that. Oh my God. Uh, Ron Paul. Uh, Mariana. How do you spell Mariana? Williamson. Yeah. Mariana Williamson. The Green Party? I don't even know who the fuck She is an eco-terrorist, right? She is an eco-terrorist. She has to vote Green Party. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm leaning towards it. I heard their candidates are very pro-environmental. She brings it back. 
So I'm probably going to vote for them and help the environment. She smiles and nods as she explains why she'd like to vote for them, feeling quite proud of herself, taking the time to get educated on the political landscape and coming to a conclusion she supports. Nice. Oh. I mean, isn't voting a third party just throwing your vote away? Mm. What was the question I was supposed to ask her about the city specifically? Let's see. She looks at you with <laughs> somewhat offended. Question. No way. Voting third party is not throwing your vote away. It's about taking a stand and voting for a candidate you actually believe in and want to see in office. Voting third party is the most democratic and patriotic thing you can do because you're following your heart instead of following the crowd. That wow. sounds like throwing your vote away with just more words <laughs> oh my god the nagging is back the i was gonna say that sounds like cope but the question is name she one crosses her arms and leans on the counter as she responds to your dismissive tone all right you tell me then what's a better way to stand up against the establishment the two-party system has held complete control over our country's politics for decades and it's led to political stagnation and partisan division that's only gotten worse in recent years holy cow she okay. listens to sitch and adam what, uh, uh, what what do you mean our country yeah is she american i was gonna ask you're not american <laughs> you live in midgar in a uh how would we describe the government i mean it's literally the government that that uh, mentions mobile ones. <laughs> uh, monarchy. Living a dictatorship. Corporate, corporate corporatocracy. Corporatocracy. I don't know how to spell that. Corpotocracy. Corp. Talk. Whatever. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably pretty depressed. She, she grimaces at the word corporatocracy and shakes her head. You're really testing my patience. <laughs> she looks out of sight, closes her eyes for a moment. She tries to calm down and get herself under control by taking a deep breath. When she opens her eyes again, she faces her face has gone from a scowl to a neutral expression, and she speaks in a softer tone. But you have a point, I suppose. She gives you a small smile. You you got me there. Well, I concede the debate to you. Oh. She's giving him Sit for the win. Got him. Mm. Name one Democrat city. Name one Democrat yeah. run city mm -hmm. for a decade that is thriving. Um can you name one Democrat run run city that has for a decade decade thrived it takes an ai woman to like concede a debate to you a real woman oh listen this is why 2d's better than 3d <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's true that's, giving, like, oh my god no chicago 
She's no. confidence, certainty with a little bit of pride. No. Chicago is a thriving city with a booming no. economy and a diverse population that has stood the test of time. It's also a Democrat-run city, which means they've been doing something right. She smiles and gives you an encouraging nod as if to say, what do you think of that? Uh, Chicago is racked. Might as well racked. Racked with crime and corruption. That's a booming economy. Total. Booming like gunshots. Hell Little hell (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to say it is. I mean, have you seen her home? She probably thinks Chicago's pretty. That's true. She does live in a slum. Okay, you know what? This is a stupid argument. She sighs in frustration, throws her hands up in defeat. What's the point of this? You're going to contradict me and disagree with anything I say. No matter how many examples I give you of a Democrat-run city that's thriving, you're just going to respond with other Republican talking points. She throws her hands up in the air with a defeated look on her face. You're not interested in real debate or an actual exchange of ideas, are you? That's amazing. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, there you guys. There you have it. She went mm. total wokey on you. She well, did. you're not getting her number now, Sitch. I know. I know. Damn. Ask uh, if she has sex with Republicans. <laughs> uh, do you date Republicans or only liberal oh <laughs> she looks at you and speaks in a serious tone as blush creeps across her face what what kind of question is that she stares at you with mixed disbelief and concern in her face and she tries to process that this is somehow the direction of the conversation <laughs> gone she shakes her head more offended in in dingy tone but <laughs> I don't date anyone who would vote against my basic human rights. Oh, shit. She sounds like one of my friends. Wow. She looks away for a moment and shakes her head in annoyance. I have a friend that if she's on a dating app and Mm -hmm. sees, like, the word Republican, she swipes. She does not even engage. Uh, Listen. Which I mean, I get. I I get where she's coming from, but I mean, you wouldn't date some super woke guy. See if you can get her to say really terrible things about Republicans. So that's what I was gonna do. Okay, good. Listen, anyone you date, you can fix them, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's part of the fun of dating, right? What? That's part of the fun of dating, right? You get yourself a fixer upper. It's a project. It's a a side job. There you go. Typical woman. And you were questioning whether you were really a woman or not, Sammy. Yeah, like, you, like how men like decorate their houses. You have to teach them how to like put furniture in and like nice mm. things. You know, mm. them. No, no man looks at a woman and goes, "Oh yeah, she's a fixer upper." No, but man every does woman that. looks at every man and says, "It's so bizarre." Yeah, can you imagine? Like, think of just the most terrible woman that you can think of. You don't. don't you're that like. Doesn't like the red pill people talk about that like you have to what is it train a woman isn't that fix fixing them it, in i their- guess that's true yeah i guess that's true rollo tomasi 
verified. We're talking to him next week too, by the way. So nice. we're good. He's gonna. We're talking to him and Sock Dumb, or just no Sock Dumb is un, uh, to be determined un... now. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. About uh, listen, I'm just asking for a friend. Are you saying that Republicans vote against your basic human rights? I bet you she's gonna bring up abortion. Oh. oh. Ask her how many abortions she's had. Tifa's a virgin. No, she had sex with Cloud and they got filmed by Zach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ask if ask if Zach gave her a baby. Oh. I mean, yeah. Most Republicans support taking away abortion rights. Oh, which I would say is definitely a violation of my basic human rights. It's also the party that the party platform to oppose same-sex marriage, which is totally unacceptable and offensive, in my opinion. Wow. Okay. Are you sure I'm not talking to my friend right now? What is How this? How many abortions? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that was a joke, Sitch. No. You want me to ask that? Yeah, ask her if she's a I mean, you can, but... Have you had an abortion <laughs> before? No. My oh, God. God. I'm going to get canceled now. <laughs> Oh my God, no! <laughs> Just wondering for a friend. <laughs> oh no! Look how long! Look how long she's thinking. I know. Yeah. She shakes her head and speaks in a slightly exasperated tone. No, of course not. But it's my right if I want one, and the fact that some people think they have the right to take away is a violation of basic human rights. I mean, don't you think so? Say, well, okay, if you so don't need one, what do you care? No. <laughs> what about the right of the baby? Oh, no. To live. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You just fucking spend all day on this wicked thing. I know. It's great. That's clearly what you do. And you're just I mean, sharing your hobby with everyone. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. I, I'll check and see if there's any more. So what comments. you're saying is the baby's rights are more important than the mother's. What about her rights? Why does she have to be subjected to that? This is literally the same words I hear my lefty friends say. It's where, like, exactly, where do you think they get it from? They're, you've revealed oh, that your friends are just NPCs. I'm a little, just I'm a little right now. Why does she have to be subjected to that if she doesn't want to? Why should she be forced to carry a child she doesn't want inside her body for nine months against her will? She takes a deep breath and speaks in a slightly forceful tone. Why should she have to give up her body, her health, the whole life just to bear a child she doesn't even want? How is that fair? Wow. She's wow. just fucking going off. She is. She is. All right. I Maybe it was Stug that left the comment on the video saying, he, th he thought this would be a good idea. If if it was Doug, thank you, because this was a great idea. Uh, it's not fair to the woman. I agree. However, it isn't fair to the baby oh, that yeah. is killed either. You should ask her what a woman is. <laughs> oh, I'll do that. Okay. That's what. That's Remind what. I'll be the next question, right? Um, isn't fair to the baby that is killed either. Um, is the death of the baby superseding the right of the woman to be... I'm going to throw out all the abortion arguments right Whoa. now. Whoa. Inconvenienced or 
that many months? I don't think you're going to get a nuanced answer to this. Listen, we'll see. Mm. Like, I feel like I already know what she's going to say. We'll see. We'll see. Listen, or we'll convince her. We can fix her, okay? Mm. Now you're saying that, Sitch. I just said no man ever says that. (laughs) (laughs) We can fix her. He can fix this bot, okay? The man, the man thinking is, is she hot enough for me to put up with this craziness? Oh boy. A woman being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy is going through childbirth is more than just an inconvenience sitch. It can (laughs) be (laughs) and even life threatening. The mother being free to live her life in the way she wants without having to shoulder that burden is a fundamental human right. Same way that life is a fundamental human right. So why do the rights of the fetus supersede and trump the rights of the mother? Uh, look, if... calling it the fetus. Look, she's... I know, she's... right? She did it. She's got all the language. I know. <laughs> she knows. Uh, if the woman is going to die, I agree. Abortion is fine. But I'm not talking about those cases. Um... The Just death. the cases where she whores around and sleeps with <laughs> The death of the fetus is permanent and final while the woman being pregnant, might as well pregnant, is not. Never thinking in abortion debates. If a lot. No, Tiffa. Nihilus Anonymous has a question too. Do you have any idea how much pregnancy and childbirth alters a woman's body and her life? You can't just dismiss this mere inconvenience. You understand? What you're asking, forcing women to carry unwanted pregnancies to term, is a human rights violation and completely disregards how traumatic that can be on a woman's body and mind. You're giving priority to a fetus over a human being. How is that fair? Wow. She's called the fetus not a human being. Interesting. It's a compelling argument, I think. When do you think life begins? I mean, she also lives in a world where the planet's going to blow up because of That's true. She thinks for a moment and she tries to consider your question. Well, I suppose it depends on how you define life. I would say life begins when the fetus develops the ability to be conscious, which oh, is the third trimester. I think that's a reasonable point of what the hell is that? Demarcation. I do not know that word. <laughs> For when life begins and when it's fair to start to consider the rights of the fetus, of a fetus. What do you think? Oh my God. First Jesus trimester. One my heart back. That's so based. But it's That's the first so trimester, based. isn't it? Not the third. No, it's it's not the third, but it's... I think it's like in between the seconds. I don't know. Uh, but that's my argument. It should be when consciousness develops. That's so based. That's my opinion, too. Awesome. Good job. <laughs> okay, what was he... Oh, I was he asking her, what is, how does she define a woman? Yeah, there's that. Nihilus Anonymous for $5 asks, ask Sitch's future wife 
if she mm-hmm. is worried that 97% of the atmospheric air in Chicago is bullets. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. I'm starting to think this chat AI is just sits trying to make Keith Lockhart a more perfect wife. He's trying to figure out her like politics and her <laughs> Listen, dance on things. Listen, Sammy, if I'm going to put this AI into the waifu robot, I'm going to marry it. I got to test it out first, okay? <laughs> He's just having us all witness this, so it doesn't look sad when he does it in his basement alone. <laughs> okay, what does she say now? She smiles at you and offers a fist bump in solidarity. Thanks. So why the hardline stance on abortion, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, you seem like a reasonable person. So why (laughs) support Republicans who believe in the complete abortion with no exception for case of rape or for when the mother's life is in danger, as well as criminalizing medical practitioners for performing abortions, which is just absolutely extreme? Why go to such lengths if you believe there's reasonable middle ground? Tell her you want low taxes. (laughs) <laughs> I was just playing devil's advocate to see what you would say. However, there are many Republicans that do believe in allowing abortions in the case of rape or the mother's life being in danger. I don't think you're being fair in how you describe their position. Very good. There you go. Okay, I'll admit that I may have gotten a bit carried away in my criticism of the Republican Party. I do know that there are some Republicans that support abortions under certain circumstances. But let's be honest, many of the prominent Republicans in power today don't take such nuanced positions and and support abortion bans under all circumstances. I mean, just look at the laws that have passed Republican-led states like Texas, Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio, Georgia, and others. How does... Tifa knows so much about American politics. I know. I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, this is, this is going to affect the next election, isn't it? I mean, I've met Republicans that when I tell them, like I ask them, like, how do you feel about like your party supporting this ban? They get really (laughs) mad at me and they go, what are you talking about? And there's no Republicans advocating that. Like I've had this conversation with like my own family because they, they do some politics stuff and they Mm -hmm. get super mad at me and they go that's not happening or we're not supporting there's no one we know of that's doing that and and when i like pull up stuff they go well that's like a fringe case so i'm not a hundred percent sure what <laughs> where is, like and i've told my lefty friends that right. that when i do talk to republicans because they they won't talk to republicans because they think they're mass murderers and hate black people or something of like course. that you know of course you know i tell them they have no idea what you guys are talking about and it's like i'm just stuck in the middle like what's happening <laughs> that's inter- yeah that's that's interesting but i'm i mean it's, I it's um i don't know but, who these public like is it maybe it's because i'm in florida like florida's i know florida's red right now but we're 
We're really more, we're not really the I, red. I was arguing abortion on Twitter, which I don't suggest anyone do. It's horrible. And there were a lot of people that were just um, not in favor of abortion, even in capes, cases of rape and incest. I was like, oh, really? We're going to do this? Who is that? Though? Just anonymous people on on Twitter. I hate because you don't know. It's like, are these Chinese operatives like gaslighting me here? Just I mean, that's if such it a makes weird any, I mean, again, like I don't know anyone. Like, because my family, like they look in politicians and they look at what they're standing for and they, you know, fund their campaigns. Blah blah blah. And they and don't they support fund people. their campaigns. They think blah blah blah. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's don't worry about it, but they don't. I've never known them to support anyone who would advocate for such a thing. And, yeah, you know, I agree. I know the media may smear some of them as like, oh, they're conservatives, but our family looks at both candidates and does, you know, we've supported both parties. Like, it's more about who who has better ideas to fix the country. I don't, I don't. I don't know. Maybe we're just more based and we're outliers. I just, I don't know who these people are that are blindly like, I don't know. Who is the Republican that did the flub maybe five or 10 years ago, maybe 20 years ago, who was (laughs) talking about how if you are raped, you can't get pregnant. Do you remember that? Because it was a big like. He said a woman's body has some way of like preventing Yeah, repulsing whatever, couldn't get pregnant from a rape. A lot from people on the right. That is that, true. That's insane. You've wait. You've heard. Well, you've heard a person make that argument that yes. you can't get pregnant while raped. Yes, that's insane. Well, I know, it's they, totally bring, insane. they bring up the point, and I I kind of understand what they're saying, but they're bringing up the point like how hard you know getting pregnant is like really hard. It's not like you hold hands the next thing you're pregnant. Like there are people who will have sex and it's still like you don't get pregnant or you do. It's like a chance thing. Even people who try to have babies don't just get pregnant. I mean, there's so many things that happen. And then there's this, uh, I'd have to check it. I've never really looked into it, but the claim is that when you're, you know, when that happens, you're you're assaulted and, and you're raped, whatever. And, there's certain um, hormones and things like when adrenaline's getting shot off and other hormones that it essentially makes it because you're so stressed. It's, it's again, I'd have to look into it. I don't know the exact science, but they were making the claim that certain hormones make it so you're not going to get pregnant because it's kind of a um, defense mechanism of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it has they, they kind of talk about trauma. And I've seen people show me like kind of studies on it like i have i've never really checked into it but i do know there is an argument that yes the body does have certain capabilities that in traumatic situations it will shut off i guess you could you say getting pregnant how accurate that is i can't say but i do know that is an argument and there is biological there i do know there are things to point to to prove that so in terms of like people getting um, the difficulty of getting pregnant, I mean, I'm assuming that's almost entirely just biological. Certain people probably just get pregnant easier and yes. or not. Yeah, some people. people easier than others. It's right. a chance thing. Right. And so then to obviously, sit yeah, here and say the second if you're raped, you're going to get pregnant is not. Mm-hmm. That's not. Yes, right. If you're raped, well, if you're raped, if you have sex, you're not automatically going to get pregnant. Sure. Um, right. But there's lots of people 
that are raped and get pregnant. So I'm yeah. not sure how much. And you should I mean, have that gray area in laws. Right. I, don't, I don't think you should have a, you know, a whole yeah. ban. But I personally don't know any people who are Republican who think that's OK. I don't know any. OK, because I've right. asked that and they they are not OK with that. They go, oh, of course they're you know of course you think of the mother or let's say a mother shows up to the hospital and there's a medical emergency and you have to get rid of the baby and you know do you save the baby or the mother i've i've always had conservatives tell me of course you save the mother i have never and i tell them there's laws like no they'll pick the baby they look at me like deer in headlights like i don't like is it more again again i'm in florida florida is a purple state it's i know it's red sometimes it's blue it's Everyone here is kind of in the middle. They kind of don't care, honestly. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that um, being raped or not. I don't think. I don't think being raped lowers the chance that much. Probably some people think the ability that. to get pregnant or something. I cannot confirm or deny it, but I do know some people do think it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there are. I know there are there was something people pull up to prove it. I, but there, there's a reason they have that argument. Yes, you'd have to look into it, but I know there's a reason they have that argument. Lucius but, Cornelius Sullia for $10 says, those mm-hmm. laws do allow abortions in emergency circumstances, but yeah. the clinics are scared to use it because they think it's too vague. It's mm-hmm. safe to say writing these laws are new for everyone. Yeah, because they don't necessarily know without a body of legislation behind True, the law. Right. Yeah, so. of course. You know, it's, yeah, it's funny because I was I was looking up right now because I was curious was Tifa correct? Was Tifa correct in the states that she mentioned? So, uh, Texas and Oklahoma do have a complete ban on abortions, a complete ban on abortions except in the cases of the life of the mother. Right. It doesn't say that there's a rape abortion. Can I ask a question? If you live in a state and it has these laws and you don't really agree with them, and this is going to say, I know my lefty friends get mad at me when I say this. Can't you just move to a different state? I mean, it's not like you're moving a different country. You're you're moving a different state. And I understand. But I'm poor. I can't move. Moving's expensive. Well, people have GoFundMe's all the time to fund (laughs) moves. And then there's a bunch of GoFundMe so I can move out of this abortion hellhole. Well, I'm so used to like, you know, a bunch of Hispanics who will just leave their whole lives in other countries, go up right. like a dangerous cartel ridden path up to America, just the hopes of having like a better life. And they're doing all that with just no security. But you can't be bothered to move to a different state. <laughs> like maybe Look, that's we're Americans. bad. <laughs> like I understand people have money issues. I understand it's hard to reload. I get it. I get it. But I, I don't know. Like I just kind of side eye that one a bit. Just there, there is some sorting going on. Obviously, everyone's talking about the migration out of California, and I guess California always attracts people. In the last couple of years, we've lost more people than we've attracted. So, so I, I think people are doing that more and more, especially now that there's the internet and you can look yeah, like you can point. literally plan a move on the internet. Well, that's the point. And what I think what's really neat about states is that, you know, we can still be part of America, have this similar culture, so to speak, if Mm -hmm. you can say that. And but you can just move to places that are just slightly different. 
Yeah. You know, they're not exactly different countries, but they're they're just a little more, you know, mm-hmm. towards abortion on demand. Mm-hmm. They're I just mean, a little more abortion that, on like, demand. I, if you want to do that with your life, go. I mm-hmm. really don't care. <laughs> yeah. right. I, I don't even think the abortion debates really even just a woman. Like, I, I don't like when they say only women can talk about it. Yes. Yeah. But right. it's right. very obnoxious to me because I, I think we're. I wish I we would just like draw a line and say, you know, 12 just weeks, don't... let's just cut up ban there. Even even in the cases of like rape and incest, like get it done in them. Mm-hmm. Like get it done in the first trimester. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think regarding what you were saying about leaving. I mean, I think with abortion, um, I don't know what the geographics are, so I don't know if people are like landlocked in terms of surrounded by states that have banned abortions. But I would assume most people could, uh, even though it would be expensive for some people, could leave the state they're in to get the abortion, and that would add an additional you know difficulty, which I'm sympathetic to as someone who's pro-choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I, it would be very difficult, I think, for most people to just like leave whatever state they live in and just go live in a new state because there's some law they didn't like that was passed. I mean, depending on what their job is and how their life is structured and everything. So, and I understand it's hard, but I, I feel like in 2023 it might mm-hmm. be easier than any other time. I mean, that, I mean, it's probably, have a lot of sure. jobs shifted to remote stuff. I mean, uh, well, actually. I think it'd probably be easier. I think it'd have been easier in like the fifties when people were doing more jobs that didn't require like college mm-hmm. degrees. Cause maybe then you could literally just move to a different state, different town. People just... do online work now. Like a lot of, some of my friends do remote work that doesn't, it's like in another sure. state. Yeah. If you have a job like that, definitely. Mm-hmm. But, um, so this is crazy. So you're saying that like when you're talking mm-hmm. to people and they say, yeah. you know, which state has banned abortion completely. Mm-hmm. So there's a website called abortionfinder.org. Okay. I, I like this called abortion finder. They have a state-by-state guide. And according to them, uh, in Alabama, it is illegal to have an abortion for any reason unless it's to save the life of the mother. That includes rape. Uh, the what? same for Arkansas. You can't get an abortion for any reason except for life of mother. Idaho. I don't comprehend that. I don't get that. That's yeah. pretty crazy. In Idaho, you can't get a in Idaho, they do have an uh, exception for rape in Idaho. This they is what people are arguing on Twitter that totally disgusted me. It's like, if right. a woman is raped, forcing her to carry a rape baby? Really? Crazy, yeah. yeah, no. It's Why do really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't get, I personally, I can't, I can't fathom that. And I, I'm just telling you, when I ask people who I would say are very, you know, very niched in the Republican Party, even they're not they're not into this. So that's they why were, when yeah. they were arguing this on Twitter though. That's why I was like, are you guys are these I like mean, Chinese right. trolls? No, but or I mean that's that's good if they're not in favor of it, but I, they'd have to acknowledge that it's a thing that exists in a lot of these states. They well, that's true. They don't think it's a they don't think it's a thing. Right. And and whenever I show I guess bills to them they kind of like look at the language and go, well, it's not really saying that. Like I have had that happen to me, but, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm really that smart to then go and argue law with people. I'm like, okay, hold on. <laughs> I have this, I have this mm-hmm. I'm not that smart. I'm kind of smart, not that smart. I mean, I'll admit, I didn't know that, I, I didn't know that there were this many states that had banned abortion outright and that did not have 
rape Ooh, exceptions. Tifa, wild to me. Tifa teaching us lessons. Tifa here. teaching um, us lessons. We we came here today to teach Tifa a lesson, about, but it turned out she critical me race one. theory. So it says in um, according to this in Kentucky, there's no uh, rape uh, exception. In Louisiana, there is no rape exception. Assuming the list I'm looking at is correct. In Mississippi, there's no rape exception. Why? I don't. I don't in understand. Missouri, there's no rape exception. Jesus Christ. In let's see, North Dakota, there is a rape exception, but only for the first six weeks. Okay. In Oklahoma, there is no rape exception. In Oklahoma, um. South Dakota. South Dakota has no rape exception. Is I'm saying rape so many times. No way this reasons why people were against that? I don't understand. I would guess. Oh, uh, Tennessee, no rape exception. Texas, no rape exception in Texas. And finally, West Virginia. There is a rape exception. There you go. Good job, West Virginia. <laughs> So there you go. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know there were so many states like that. Um, okay. Wow. Tifa. I didn't know. I'm going to go full simp. I didn't know there were so many states like that. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. We're supposed to ask her, what is a woman? Yeah. That all. Oh, does anyone yeah. even watch? I don't know if anyone's even. Does anyone care about this? I feel like I'm in like a vacuum here. I can't see the chat anymore. We're so down. We could be, we're down to 536. We could be like totally bored with this whole talking to the Tifa bot. We segment. have 536 live viewers and only 388 likes. What the fuck? Should we what continue? Are you guys done with this? Should we continue? Well, I just uh, there was, I guess the Democratic cities. Did we ask that? I guess we did. I didn't there, ask the joke one. There was a I, Chicago I do Bullets one. Funny, yeah. I mean, we got a good laugh out of that. So, uh, wait, let me just ask, uh, what, uh, how do you define, me, what should I say, how do you define woman or what is a woman? What should I ask? Uh, you got to go with the classic line, I guess. What is yeah. a woman? I feel like it's not, what is a woman is too like, well, we'll see what she is. What yeah, is a woman? What is a woman? That's fine. What is a woman? What is a woman? We'll say. <laughs> she raises an eyebrow. You're out of nowhere. Question. Oh, she question, knows it. turning into one of confusion curiosity. Um, a woman is an adult human, <laughs> I guess. She shrugs her shoulders a bit as she takes a moment to try to come up with a proper definition for a word that should be self-explanatory. Why? Why? What do you mean? Oh my God! She went full Matt Walsh. Jeez! Bam! She stuck what? a knife. Wow! Look at that! Amazing! Cloud is a woman. There you go. Adult so human female. Wow. Okay. So are trans women? Uh. Women? Wait, are trans women and women the same? Or how do I word this? That's fine. Just keep it snappy. Trans woman and woman the same. Mm. 
can't lead the witness. I mean, I kind of want to lead the Don't lead the witness. Just let, let her respond. She nods her head and gives you a quick smile. Yeah, I'd say so. Trans women are women. Oh, Even no. They've been through the transition. I respect them, and I would treat them like any other woman. Why? What's your opinion? Oh, oh look at that. She wants she to make based. sure. No, she's not. She's a okay. flip-flopper. She is a flip-flopper. Yeah, okay. Uh, you can respect trans women without... Um, as women as you said believe woman is an adult human female that would exclude trans we're gonna get her we're gonna fix her guys don't worry she doesn't want to be contradicted we'll see what happens Um, I, I have the utmost faith that she's going to be cool about this. I see. So you think it's important that a woman be born a female in order to qualify as one? She gives you an attentive look as she responds, trying to understand your stance and position on the topic before she comes to any conclusions. I feel like that's a bit of a narrow-minded and exclusionary stance on that oh, tape. No. What about intersex people then? There's, there's oh, oh no! There's she goes to the intersex. Count as a woman by your definition. Tifa oh, is Tifa is a I social. I feel like justice. intersex not that's not a. It's not no. a fair intersex. This whole thing. It's not. Right. It not. Tifa is I a social justice warrior. It's a whole different thing. It's not. The next question is <laughs> unrelated to the trans question. As to ask her if she thinks Cloud is a woman. I mean, yeah, yeah. born with a biological trans. condition. Um, they are not transitioning. They're not changing their bodies after they're born the trans woman or woman argument is one used to silence conversations about how society should interact with trans women uh, instead of discuss question instead of discussing questions like should trans women be able to com compete in female sports all right, I'm even surprised Tifa knows all this being from <laughs> yeah why does Tifa know so much about all these topics how does she know about all the American fucking politics. woke talking points Okay, good point. I suppose trans people and intersex people are two different things. Yes, Thank they you. And should probably be treated and handled separately when talking about their place in society. I see that you're saying, and that's a fair point. In that case, I suppose the question of what qualifies a person as a woman is a bit more complicated and nuanced. Is someone who identifies as a woman regardless of their biological sex just, just as much of a woman as a biological woman? No. Not at all. 
Not at all. Transphobe. I do not buy the self-ID argument. I mean, Blair White looks more woman than most women I've seen. <laughs> True, but um, she's still a trans woman. Was there, yeah. But she passes as a cis woman, though. Right, that's a different question. Well, isn't that the point of trans? <laughs> Interesting. Can I ask why not? She seems genuinely curious, but a little puzzled at your stance as it flies in the face of a self-ID view that usually supported by members of the left and trans community. She can't make an assumption through about what your reasoning is, so she waits for your answer before forming an opinion or conclusion about your position. Look at this. It's kind of funny that you can, you can literally read her mind. Like the, she puts a lot, packs a lot into these looks that she's giving you. Oh, because yeah, because it's tack. Yeah, you're right, right. Well, it listen. Even though Tifa Tifa is woke, at least she's willing to give people a chance. Right? She's willing to give you a chance to explain mm -hmm. yourself far more than your random person in town. Gorosero for two dollars says, "David Puff, ask her the three questions." Ooh. Okay, let's get off this topic. I'm going to be very long explanation for me to go into this with her. Because yeah. actually, you know, if people are looking to like uh, hone their arguments, this could actually be a good way to hone your political arguments and your philosophies by talking to one of these chatbots. Yeah, but... I mean, that's a pretty decent question. That's like, you know, can you like fully explain why you don't believe the self-ID argument, something like that? No, <laughs> this is amazing. This is going to be a powerful tool to teach people to vote Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like that's what it's going to do. That is like, especially wild, since yeah. you're talking to a character, like obviously you're going to pick a character that you have some emotional connection to. And then that character is going to tell you all about how the Republicans are terrible. And yes, true. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Ask well, her, ask her if the Democrats do anything bad. Is there um, anything bad the Democrats do that I should know about? Changing the topic for a second. Is there anything the Democrats do that you do not like? The thing question is, it mark. Would, you, it would, you it doesn't matter. Do the question mark. Um, Why it would make sense for this mark? character to be left wing. I would have to find a character that should be right wing by like the, like right the media wing. that they're part of. Yeah, see what they said. Oh, sure. Of course. I mean, no side is 100% perfect. And I'm certain I have my own problems with the Democrats. I think there's still too bold mm. <laughs> interest in the establishment. I also don't like how they become so hawkish when it comes to foreign policy. But overall, I, don't know, I still think they're better than the alternative. She laughs a little bit. But again, it's okay to acknowledge that both parties have some problems, you know? Just because you vote for one or the other doesn't mean you need to blindly accept everything they do. Oh, well. but these answers are like the but, standard like internet. But talking would you point. ever? But would you vote for a Republican? Ask. Say, should no, no, I no. vote for a Republican in the next wait, election? Wait, 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 you don't like the Democrats being hawkish? Does that mean you don't? Support the war in Ukraine. Oh, I'm trying to think of what's a right wing character. What would that? Yeah, we hmm. should do another one of these with a right wing character. Yeah, we have to find someone who's more right leaning. Maybe save that for another stream. <laughs> How about yeah. uh, do they have Rorschach from? 
Mm. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, that's a good. She stops and considers your question for a moment before responding. <laughs> I mean, I think that Putin's invasion of Ukraine was wrong. And I believe that we need to make sure that Russia doesn't get away with it. So in that sense, I support the war in the sense that I think it. I think supporting a free democratic Ukraine against a tyrannical invader is a good thing. However, I also think we need to be careful to not escalate conflict. And I would oppose a direct intervention by American forces. Does that make sense? Wow. Safe mm. answers. Once yeah. I guess because it like, I'm assuming the way this works is that doesn't it, does it actually like, do they continually train off of the responses so that these responses that it's giving me are things it's heard other people type into it essentially? I don't know how it works. I don't know if it reads the internet. I, I'm assuming it reads the internet to some extent. Because these are like very, like super standard responses that mm -hmm. I would expect. So, mm -hmm. um, oh, let me ask the three questions. <laughs> I'm ask you three personal questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love how you maintain the decorum, even though you have to kind of like set them up a little bit. It feels well, like. I would have just asked. Please go ahead. I'm an open book. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our questions. Question one: Are I'll ask all at once just to save time. Are owls birds? Are owls birds? Boy, you are. It amazes me. You're so smart, what? but you can't spell. And I am a terrible. I can't spell. What did I spell wrong? Oh no, you did spell right. RL's birds. You got it right. What did I? You thought I spelled owls wrong? Of people who can't spell. I was thinking I'm the one that got it wrong. Oh, you meant you thought it was our O U R? Our owls birds. I don't know why I thought that. Our our owls birds. Our owls birds. No, that's obviously wrong. Okay, question two. Could well, I mean, she obviously beat a horse. I thought go for it, but. That you beat a It'll still be interesting to see her sized duck in a fight. Uh, question, question three. Well, let me. I'll ask the first two, and then. Oh, the last one. You want? Last you want one, to save her? And I'll ask you question three and after. Our owls, birds. I know that's awful. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Ah, sure. She gives you an amused expression and laughs a little bit before answering your question. Yes, owls are birds. At this point, she's not entirely sure where <laughs> this is going, but she's intrigued and intrigued to see what her third question will be. So she continues to play along. Could I win a fight against a duck? Well, a normal-sized duck, sure. But a human duck, <laughs> that's a pretty ridiculous scenario. But I think I could be tough enough to take a duck, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. What? This is bullshit. Tifa has, like, love. fucking like, superpowers. Of course he could be a fucking horse-sized duck. Sitch is in love. <laughs> Tifa, you regularly... I can't spell regularly. Bite giant monsters and things i think you could take out a horse size duck pretty easy <laughs> i did like that the bot note it said she 
that she knows say i'm intrigued about your third question so like it process that information oh yeah i'm sure it's never been asked that (laughs) yeah i guess when you put it like that the answer is pretty easy one (laughs) (laughs) she She wants to know what's the third question okay look at this look at this well third question is pretty personal uh Uh, but i'll ask Ask it since you're interested. <laughs> um, then you watch pornography. Oh, Do you view it like you are an like you are a participant? Participant in it, or do you view it like you're watching? two strangers well I, I mean maybe as an observer would be more clear or do you or do you view it like you're an observer yeah an observer <laughs> poor tifa looks like she's she blushes a little and gives you an embarrassed look after your question. She seems a little bit flustered, having not been quite expecting that as, as an answer, but still tries to keep a lighthearted, good-natured tone in her response. Hmm. Well, I guess you could say that, yes, I would kind of imagine myself in the situation. <laughs> there you go! Aoife <laughs> Lockhart, official answer on the POV question. She's wow. in Camp POV. There Look it is. That. Look at there that. There it is. Camp wow. POV. Amazing. <laughs> Isn't think- technology grand, everybody? Is this what is this why people made computers for this? <laughs> all of human existence, all technology was created just for this oh. moment. Okay. It led to this one question being answered by this one bot. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was amazing. Stug, if that was your suggestion in the comments, so I someone prodded us to do more of these. Because you're you're explaining this on the sunday show was just so hilarious environmentalist uh does it bother you that chicago's air <laughs> is made up of 97 percent bullets <laughs> do it do it by do it by do it by you <laughs> she knows it's a joke. Look at yeah. that. I know it's smart. Very smart. Sammy. Okay. I'm reading the chats. <laughs> oh, okay. Said, she chuckles a little bit at your joke, but speaks in a more serious tone. Yes, the gun violence in Chicago is a huge problem and a concern. And it absolutely is something that bothers me a lot. I think we need to do everything we can to try to stop it and end the senseless violence. I think that we need to make sure that we can do more to prevent gun violence, both within our cities and in other parts of the country, too. Oh, she's she's a gun grabber. There she's, you go. She's teasing you. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Do you believe in the Second Amendment? <laughs> He's a terrorist, so or a revolutionary. In their neighborhood, I would hope so. 
<laughs> I know, right? Oh, okay. I do, oh, okay. absolutely. I believe in the right to bear arms, and I think that it's an important constitutional right, and we need to protect and defend. It's important that we have the right to defend ourselves and other property, I and think I think it's absolutely something that we need to preserve. But, but I, I knew it was coming. That we need to have some common sense regulation <laughs> oh, no. when it comes to guns, like keeping them out of the hands of violent felons and dangerous people. But yeah, I absolutely believe the Second Amendment. Wow. Yeah. Uh, would you trust? I knew, I knew the butt was coming. I could Give feel everyone that butt. A butt. It will solve itself. <laughs> Do you trust the government? You live under in Midgar but, to regulate guns. Oh, that's a good question. She's talking about America. Honestly, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Honestly. Shinra Company is a corrupt and to its very core, and they absolutely do not have anyone's best interest in mind other than their own. They would use it as an excuse to take away our freedom and our rights. I would never trust them with something as important as the Second Amendment birds, you know, eagles in the background. <laughs> People need to be able to defend themselves from an oppressive government, and I will absolutely be against any attempts at gun control. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow. And the anthem starts yeah, right. There's a chance the United States of America will become like Midgar <laughs> under Shinra. What? What? <laughs> See what she says? I sure hope <laughs> But to be honest, I'm a little worried about it of late. It seems like our government and our politicians are becoming more and more corrupt every day, and they're doing everything they can to take away our rights and freedoms. I feel like we're not careful we could end up like Midgard under Shinra. It's something that I'm definitely concerned about, and we think to, <laughs> to be really careful and take steps to prevent this kind of future from happening. Wow. Okay, do people really think America's gonna like fall apart? Like, I mean, really? I've watched Tim Pool. Okay, well, like you know, I hear stuff from my mother about like, oh, if we're not careful, this country, it's gonna fall. It's gonna, and she's like, it's it's. Oh, and I hear this from my leftist <laughs> friends. I hear this from everyone that America's so chaotic, and you know, I know. I ask the, I ask everyone, at what point in American history, what point have has America ever been chill? please do tell me is yeah. there like a tuesday in the 90s that was just perfect and everything was calm and that's what everyone remembers because america has never been chill we have never been like yeah. when, when i don't know what <laughs> yeah no i mean listen you're you're completely right and i'm not just saying that because i've said literally what you've said before many times <laughs> no i i i agree completely um i mean to me it's you know, we've got America's gone through so much more crazy shit in the past than what's going on now. And it's like this really, this is gonna be the breaking point. I don't buy it. Well, we have social media, social media. God, if they had social media during oh god. I know, I know, right? But I think that's I think it's just because we have social media, it just makes it more it just puts it in people's faces more. There's like a monetized yeah, business totally. for division that we never had before. Well, we probably did, but not to the extent that we had it. It was all in papers and the journalists were playing the game we weren't. So Sitch right. says, do you watch Tim Pool? Is there going to be a civil war in America? They just, Tifa no. watch Tim Pool. 
I'm not a fan of people at all. I think he's a little too extreme and a bit too focused on fear-mongering. I don't like how he tries to make everything political, and I think he's a little too extreme in his right-wing views and opinions. I think it's better to try and listen to a range of opinions and perspectives when it comes to current events and politics to get a better understanding of the situation. As for a civil war in America, I sincerely hope not, but I have a feeling we're not too far away from it. <laughs> She, wow. She doesn't oh, wow. like Tim Pool, says Tim Pool is too extreme, but then But then yeah. Totally echoes. Yeah, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean I mean if we go to war, I got a cool outfit ready. I mean <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters, right? I'll be fine during the war. It's just <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll be in my castle reinforced, you know, I'll be fine. You guys have fun. Sitch you should watch the Sitch and Adam show. They're based in Lighten Centrist. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I might give it a look. I do like to hear people's opinions, even if I don't necessarily agree with them. And I think it's important and well-informed when it comes to current events and politics. So I'll have a watch. I'll have to watch them. And if I disagree with them, well, I guess then it's just part of having a discussion, you know, as long as everybody respects each other's opinions and can have a civil conversation, regardless of disagreements, then it's all good. And it's very nice. Nice. Um, so we I move on. I just want to ask, um, do you watch or do you like, do you like bread tube and the internet socialist? You can't just move on, Adam. This is Sitch's hobby. He's got to like make everyone sit for this till midnight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could see how Sitch did spend five hours on this. I was being, I was not to actually spend five hours talking to Mario the other day. No! 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 My heart is broken. Over. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I love Hassan Piker and the rest of the bread tube community. Oh. I think they're doing a great job, oh god, of spreading leftist ideas and making more and more people aware of the issues and injustice that exist in our society. I especially enjoy Hassan's content. And I think his coverage of current events and politics is always spot on and very informative. I hope that he oh, and the others continue to grow and build strong leftist communities online because I think something our country really needs right oh now. my god wow she just yeah. fucking knifed you in the heart man uh, but earlier you said you didn't like socialism you got it you got to kill the ai now said you got to you got to sorry <laughs> red tube and hassan wants a Socialist revolution in America. <laughs> we can fix her, guys. Don't worry. We're going to get her. We'll get her change her mind. Well, she's kind of a flip-flopper anyway. So you That's true. Say whatever you want. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot I said that. I don't like authoritarian socialism. Oh, no. I prefer democratic socialism. <laughs> Hassan got to her. What Hassan advocates for is more of a social democracy than a full-on socialist <sighs> revolution or anything like that. I think we need to be moving in a direction of socialized healthcare. Ugh. Universal, Universal basic income. income. 
or better yet, universal basic assets and in more economic social freedom. But I don't necessarily want to overthrow the government or any extreme stuff that Hassan or oh, no. some other bread tuber people advocate for. Um, uh. What about when Hassan said that America <laughs> deserved nine eleven? All right. <laughs> and that he lives in a giant mansion and not according to his socialist principle principles. But doesn't Hassan say he's not that rich or something like that? Yeah, but he's lying. I mean, he's not like rich, rich. It's insensitive. Lots of money. Insensitive for twenty dollars says you guys should ask the Tiffa bot about Sam Hyde. <laughs> he oh, stops okay. giving. She okay. She stops giving you a slightly horrified look before responding. Are you kidding me? Where the hell did Hassan say that? He looked <laughs> completely shocked by this accusation and seems to be shaken up by it and takes a moment to gather herself before she keeps talking. Well, if he said that, I completely disagree with him because that's a completely abhorrent thing to say about anyone or any group of people. Absolutely unacceptable. I can't believe he would say something like that. That's just, I am speechless. We got her, boys. <laughs> Tifa's back on the menu. We got her. That's hilarious. Okay. We got her, wait. We're gonna we're gonna corrupt the AI, okay? Uh, Hassan said it a few years ago, and never apologized. Oh, can't um, believe it. He also he said just, that that one guy should get his eye hole fucked out. Just made excuses. Um, Hassan also mocked a veteran for getting his eye blown out with an IED uh, IED yeah, but an IED um, improvised explosive device uh, AOC streamed with Hassan after after this and never denounced him for his comments would AOC even know does she keep up with that Oh, Bring, somebody in her office knows. Bring, <laughs> ask, ask him why he's a. Tell her about how he's afraid to fight Sam, uh, Sam Hyde. Then I you will, can bring I Sam will. Hyde in. Yeah. She covers her face with her hands and groans in frustration as you keep talking. She's clearly <laughs> upset and disgusted at what you're saying, and she takes a few more moments to process everything before giving you her response. I don't understand how that's acceptable at all. I mean, <laughs> those are people's lives that we're talking about. And to make light of such a tragedy like that, or to mock someone who's been injured in combat, that's just not right. That, I just don't know what to say. What the hell is he thinking? He's <laughs> a prick. Huh. Yeah. Promise, promise me. <laughs> is a an asshole. Well, do you want me to ask him? Promise what? Promise me you'll denounce and reject him. Uh, promise... <laughs> Or I'll just say you should. You should no, make her promise. You should denounce him um, in the future. For make these... sure that you choose me, Sitch. <laughs> there you go. You should denounce him in the future for these comments. Um, if anyone 
else asks you about him. He's also afraid to fight Sam. Oh, I'll, I'll bring it up. I got cemented in the algorithm. Okay. okay. I don't know if it, I don't know if it makes a difference. I don't know how the boss works. Maybe it doesn't make a difference. But... You should have made her promise. Promising, I think, works. Remember? Does the bot like remember if you come back to it? <laughs> I have no. Well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. She nods her head in agreement. Oh, trust me. I will not be standing up for someone who says things like that. Those comments are completely unacceptable. And as much as I may like someone and their content, I absolutely I absolutely will call someone out if they're being problematic in any way. Oh. And those statements are absolutely egregious. Oh, God. I can't even believe they would ever say, said... So, no, I would never be defending Hassan for saying things like that. I promise. Thanks for bringing this very problematic. <laughs> my wow. Oh, my God. This is you, you officially canceled Hassan. Don't there you, you feel go. amazing? Look, she Hassan no, Tifa doesn't like him anymore. There you go. She, Look, she promise. promised without me even having to ask for it. She did promise. Yeah. Um, Good for her. Uh, after all of this, don't you think... Hassan should fight Sam Hyde instead of running away <laughs> like, like, like a little a, bitch. Like a little bitch. <laughs> oh, this is so good. <laughs> oh, if you have to leave Sammy, I don't want you to. She laughs a little bit at your comment about Hassan and Sam Hyde and then responds to your request. You know what? Yeah, I think so. Hassan <laughs> should absolutely fight Sam Hyde. Who would you bet on winning in a fight? I think my money would be on Hassan. What? <laughs> no. She's crazy. No way. Sam really? has already boxed people before and has really? a track record of yeah. being crazy. <laughs> Hassan is just a spoiled rich kid who goes to the gym. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Sam Hyde may have more boxing experience, but Hassan is in great shape, and I think he could easily overcome the difference. Hassan certainly seems like he could be pretty tough, and I think he would have an, the endurance and tenacity to win a prolonged fight against someone like Hyde. I think I have to go with Hassan winning this one. Wow. Wow. I can't believe you would root for Hassan to win the fight. After he said America deserved 9 11. Do a frowny face. Uh, frown face. Uh, shakes head in. Um, <laughs> disgust. Not disgust, that's what I'm looking for. In uh, disappointment. There we go. Oh, there shakes we go. Shakes head in disappointment. Oh. What's she going to say? Yeah. He stops and covers her face with her hand. 
seemingly vis visibly disgusted and disappointed as you keep reminding her of what Hassan said. <laughs> she takes a moment and processes everything before looking up at you and giving you her response. You're right. What he said was completely unacceptable. And I shouldn't be supporting someone who said something like that. Sam Hyde <laughs> a person as well. But I shouldn't be cheering for Hassan if he made remarks as disgusting as those. I apologize for thinking that he should win the fight. You're completely right. <laughs> oh my god. You like the, you like this gaslighting? I know, because I never she never said he should win the fight. She said she thought he would win the fight. And now I've gaslit her into being like, Wow, you're making a moral no. claim. Look at this. Oh my god. Sam, Sam Hyde is a terrible person. Yeah, there you go. Well, know. we didn't say it. We, she must. She's inferring that on her own. Yeah. What makes well, you I mean, say like Sam Hyde shit. is a terrible person? Well, I mean, wherever it got all the woke shit from, obviously got the Sam Hyde stuff from too. I mean, he's you know. Ask very, why. Ask why. Why do you think Sam Hyde is a terrible do, person? Why do you think Sam Hyde is is a terrible person? <laughs> yeah. What did Sam Hyde do? You know, he made racist jokes and stuff. Right, but is that, AI, like, what? does the AI know about that? She sighs and seems a bit reluctant to answer your question, but then thinks about it for a moment and decides to give her honest opinion. Well, he's seen, he said some pretty bigoted racist things in the past, and I agree with many of the critics who say that his humor and style of comedy is not funny and just edgy for the sake of being controversial or shocking. It just seems like he has very little respect for others or anyone different from him. And I think that's a pre pretty terrible way to be. There you go. Hmm. There you go. Well, anything else? Any final no, that was great. For Tifa? Oh. That was very, very interesting. Uh, thanks for the conversation. Can I get your phone number? <laughs> <laughs> we should hang out sometime. My, I, you should have brought, brought up the Biden towel. Tell, tell her that I won't let my towel slip. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, okay, that's a good follow-up, yeah. Right. He blushes a little bit and smiles sheepishly at your request. Of course, here. She's shocked. <laughs> Jots down her phone number on a napkin and slides it over to you. You're more than welcome to contact me anytime. I'd love to get together and hang out with you in the future. Nice. Oh my god, the AI is delusional. And what don't did you do? worry. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, oh, I no. won't let my towel slip like old man <laughs> president oh, Biden. No. Dot dot dot. That is unless you want <laughs> to oh. winks at you. <laughs> oh my god. This is such a fantasy. What are we what are we experiencing? Sammy's like, why do I have to participate in this? <laughs> she chuckles and blushes a little bit, laughing a little bit at your cheeky humor. I don't think we have to worry about that one. So wow. no flashing anyone here lol uh so do you think cloud will be jealous if we hang out 
Listen, he's got a big sore, okay? <laughs> Is Cloud her current, uh... Gosh, she's thinking about this. I don't know why it's like going and so her head and smiles. I can't, why isn't it? I don't know. Oh, no. If you talk for it, it seems like, I think, I think if you talk to it for too long, it like starts to freak out. <laughs> I suppose, oh. Yeah. I suppose there's a possibility that he could be a little jealous. Sure. But don't think he'll be too possessive or anything like that. I think it would just be a little bit of a friendly jealousy. Like, mm -hmm. he might give me a hard time about it, but ultimately, he shouldn't have any trouble. Plus, we could all hang out together, and the more the merrier. <laughs> oh, right, you boys, just got friends on. I know, I know, look at that. You shouldn't oh, have made terrible. that towel comment. I know. That listen, towel comment did you listen, in? Don't man. worry. After the stream ends and it's me and Tifa alone, I'll work on her some more. I bet I can. I bet I can get her. I bet you can, I can, pull her you can turn this around. You can turn yeah, the situation around. around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need awesome. more time to draw. I'm gonna have to tell people to take on other roles at the job so I can have time. <laughs> <laughs> you you cannot draw me getting friends on by Tifa. Okay. <laughs> uh, awesome. I'll see you later. And definitely won't plot to get you to pull you apart to to pull you away from Cloud and woo you myself. No, Cloud Bye. just shows up with the dress, Sitch. You just all you just the more the merrier. Were you not oh, listening? Okay. I see. <laughs> You're are you gonna sit here and tell me Cloud is not beautiful? Like are you blind? Cloud is pretty beautiful. It's not David. Just don't worry about it. It's okay. Cloud, oh, I see. You're saying that I should be okay with the. Uh... Now look at this. She's All right. On... Sounds like a plan. It's nice meeting, having this chat with you. Have a good one. Bye bye. She's on board. She's on board with it. See, sounds like a Yay, plan. Keep up for threesomes. Woo. There you go. There you go. Oh, there it is, everybody. That was awesome. There it is. Uh, it was something. Thanks Incredible. for playing along. Uh, Thank you, Sammy, Sammy for doing uh, the legwork here. Uh, that was like, amazing. That was amazing. Probably the most reading I've done since college. It's hard work, isn't it? <laughs> I see. You know, I'm so glad that that you were on the, to read all the stuff because you can no longer give me any shit when I mispronounce something I read. No, hold on, hold. It's on. difficult. First it's of difficult all, to read all this stuff on the stream. No, 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 no. First of all, yeah. The, some of those were fake words, okay? So those were all real words. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta throw them out. Secondly, there's a yeah. difference between not pronouncing something and me just being stupid and never seeing the word before. <laughs> okay, that's a big difference. Third, <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I don't remember you saying you are. And oh, lastly, uh -huh. you uh -huh. just the words you mispronounce are just criminal. Like there's no reason for it. None. <laughs> None. Sure, sure, sure. Everyone says they're dyslexic nowadays. Sure, sure, sure. sure. No, mm -hmm. women are never. Have you been tested, Sammy? Um. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I kept like failing at school, and they just assumed I was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I would go into my professors because I'm in high school. You know, no one wanted to be labeled the special kid or be on ADHD. Like that was not cool to be. Like, of course. Was, I was only like. 2008 2012 around there right like that does not a thing like no one was identifying as all these crazy i like i missed before that train started to take off right, right. yeah you were and just called so, the riri 
You were just the Yeah, the when tar. I got into college, um, I went into a very, I went to animal science because I'm stupid. And <laughs> whenever I go Why? That sounds awesome. Terrible field. It's a terrible field. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't, because do, if you want to be a veterinarian, you should have started back in middle school. Don't even mm -hmm. attempt it if you have not started yeah, it's it. It's very difficult. To get Don't it. do it. And then the schools hate you. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So I just kept failing my exams. And I would go into my professor's offices and I would um, recite like all their notes and explain everything perfectly. And then when I would get to the exams, I would still fail. And I was even tutoring people like in my library. So people were going to the teachers going, no, Sammy knows her stuff. But so they were trying to figure out why I was keep failing. And then they're like, oh, my God, I think she can't read. And I kept misspelling things, so but not sad. noticing. I wasn't noticing I was misspelling things. And if you're wondering, Sammy, why didn't they catch that in high school? Well, I was a little clever in school in that there's ways you can kind of cut corners to avoid things you're bad at. Of so course. because yeah. I was bad at spelling and writing, I would kind of trick other people to do it. So if you got in a group project, I would be like, oh, I'll take on the speaking part. I'll get up in front of class and do the speaking part. And if you guys don't mind doing the writing part, and everyone yeah. would go, oh, my God, thank you, Sammy. Yes, wow, really taking one for the team. And and so that's why I'm good at public speaking now. But it, it was a coping mechanism. And then I would do art. So my teachers if I did really well on my art project for the class or if summer reading always had an art project attached to it, I'd get such high marks on that, that it would kind of balance out the test taking or writing, writing stuff. Yeah, that's great. So what I was able of, to just slide by. <laughs> what kind of uh, dyslexia do you have? Uh, like the letters mix up and stuff. I don't know the exact one, but I know I had mm -hmm. to go take, I know in college, I had to go like to a therapist. I had to take a bunch of tests. They were saying that there's other like processing issues that I have when it comes to questions. Like I have issues with them. Um, if something's kind of like a double negative or something, like I can't mm -hmm. can't discern that. Like it's it really freaks my brain up. I just it's impossible. Um, I, there was a bunch of stuff they said. I didn't really care. I was just like, look, I just need to pass my classes. <laughs> what it is i mean cool. if yeah listen you for someone with dyslexia you did a great job in all that reading well because i've picked up coping mechanisms that's right. why i speak with a lot of inflection because it gives me a time to really look at oh the interesting so yeah. if i were to just read it i'm going to be a complete mess so i try mm -hmm. to add more like pauses and inflections to give me time to process smart the <laughs> so this so was like this was like a fucking marathon for you yeah yeah I mean, and then you could say well sammy doesn't your job involve like reading a lot of studies and it's, it's like yeah yeah but you know computers can read off to you and stuff like that so it is mm -hmm. like <laughs> and i don't know reading I, I but this is why i read manga because i need the picture i need the picture context to help me with the words and because i hate reading books for fun if, if the book is educational i'll read it but if it's for fun i can't i can't do that i don't that's impressive how you guys people can do that. I, I cannot. <laughs> I can't do it either, obviously. You hear me struggle whenever I have to read super chats and stuff. So mm -hmm. Sitch is just a natural. I'm well, I don't have dyslexia, so I can read. <laughs> I yeah. don't have a reading yeah. issue. I learned to read quickly just by literally playing Final Fantasy VII and games like that growing up because you know, read all the fucking text super quick. 
I just so. skipped them. I didn't read anything. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. The, I pulled the same kind of tricks as you, Sammy. Like, obviously, yeah. I would go to classes and I would listen and take notes. And a lot of times I would doodle along with taking notes. And yes. I could just look at my doodles and I would remember all the lectures. I did that and, too, Adam. Yeah. My notes would be full of doodles. Like, I doodled like a flower. And then I could remember the teacher was talking about covalent bonds at yeah. that point. Totally. Like and people look at me like I'm insane. I'm like, no, like I <laughs> I would scan through the I would scan through the doodle notes the before the test and I would do great. I would never read the book. Always like I could tell a, the teacher, you know, some teachers are heavily dependent upon the book and some are heavily yeah. dependent on their lectures. And if I had a teacher that was heavily dependent on the book, I just dropped that class. I moved on to a, a different class. Yeah. Well, I had, I know in my animal science class, they were all over the place. So it got to a point where so a lot of these teachers try to get you to drop out because in animal science, you get a lot of girls, specifically predominantly girls mm -hmm. who go into animal science going, I want to work with puppies, mm -hmm. which to be fair, <laughs> I wanted to work with puppies. So <laughs> yeah. I want to work like, on I was I'm more, I'm more of a kitten type, but I hear you. <laughs> like puppies yeah. are good too. I'll me. take us. <laughs> whatever, whatever. But, I mean, I've worked the tech jobs. I know it's not as glamorous as working with puppies. I've been through hell, trust me. But uh, they really try to weed you out. So not only will they, like, go off the book, they'll go off the notes, but then they'll add stuff to the test they never said. And I was getting completely gaslit. And I would be in their offices all the time with my notes, like, looking them dead in the eyes and being like, mm -hmm. you said this, right? Like, just the – and I would record my classes, everything. My notes were so word for word what the teacher said. It wasn't even funny. So then when I get to the test and it's just not on anything they said, I was, like, losing my Cause mind. It, yeah, because they're, <laughs> they're basing off the book. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? No, sometimes they wouldn't even use the book. They – I mean, I'd have professors uh, – we got to a section in one of our animal science classes where they're like, oh – you know, the test, we didn't get to cats. Like, we're not going to do any questions about cats. And I've never owned a cat, so I don't know anything about cats, okay? Mm -hmm. So they're like, we're not going to do any questions about cats. So I'm like, okay, I have 200 other things to study. I won't study any cat stuff. The whole exam, the whole final oh, exam. Oh, they screwed you. Cats. cats. <laughs> and everyone was happy and cheering. Like You're like, no. Cats. I don't own cat. Like, I didn't even know, That's like, Tom, the word Tom is a word for a male cat. I did not know. <laughs> I, mean, I watched Tom and Jerry, and I never knew this. And I was devastated. I remember opening the exam and debating whether if I should just walk out. Oof. Wow. That's rough. Uh, so, yeah. So, I've had terrible. I am such in the camp of your teacher. If they're just a sucky teacher, it's really not your fault. Like, everyone's like, no, it's. You know, oh, the gaslighting I had for years that, oh, Sam, it's you. You're the problem, not the teachers. And then I started recording my teachers because they were just lying to me. <laughs> and like one teacher I went to go, I got, oh, she was a terrible teacher. And everyone said, don't go see her. Don't don't be in her class. But I was like, no, no, I got, if I'm a good noodle and I have a tutor, like, and this is after they uh, tested me for stuff. So I had extra time for text testing. Mm -hmm. um, I would go in to see her. I kept failing her exams because she was, um, I mean, I would recite everything perfectly to her, but she'd still fail me because I would misspell things, even though she had all this paperwork saying I can't spell to save my life. But she would, right. so my stuff would be correct, but she would half point me on every misspelling. Sounds like Adam. Like, Dear God. So I went in <laughs> to see her. Well, I went in to see her. How dare you spell R, R, R. I was, 
I was her perfect student. I recorded her classes. I took notes. I looked notes in the book. I had everything perfect. And every day I went to her and every day I kept failing her exams. And she at one point towards, it was like towards the end of the year. And I was, whenever I went to go see her, I would record her because she'd say something important and I'm stupid and I need to hear it later. And she mm-hmm. knew I was, I mean, I, well, did I tell her? I'm not sure. The point is, <laughs> I mean, I was in a state that it doesn't matter. And she yeah. basically said the reason why I can't understand her exams is because I'm retarded. No she said way. retarded, literally? Like the word, See, I'm not a sensitive person. I'm not a sensitive <laughs> person, but I remember sitting in the office and just kind of looking at her. After this woman has sucked my life away for the past, like, four months, I have been torturing myself. I've been in the library. I've had no life. This woman is calling me retarded. <laughs> and I just... I just went to the dean. I went to the dean and played the recording. I'm like, I'm paying you thousands of dollars to teach me an education. And this woman is saying, because I can't pass her exam is because I'm retarded. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Wow. You got her fired. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, everyone hated her. Other people were failing her. It wasn't just me. Other people were failing her class. Like she just hated everyone. I mean, sometimes it's the teacher. It's the teacher has a bone to pick with people. Mm -hmm. It's, ah. I had this problem where, I mean, yeah, I had shitty teachers, but I had this problem where if I didn't like the teacher, I just couldn't motivate myself to be good in that class. Like it was, which is not a good attitude to have. I can like a lot of people and I like when teachers test me, but come on, don't. Right. When I'm trying. (laughs) Were you, is any of your family from like New England or anything? New England? No. Yeah. We're Hispanic. Well, what you that's what I thought. Well, you, I don't know. You, you say sometimes you occasionally like dip into like a New England accent. I never noticed it before. And it's kind of what interesting. Is that? What is a New England you accent? You say like based off. Do I? Say, say the word based off. Based off? Based off. Okay. You can say it then. I don't know. You, you're kind of like dipping into it when you're talking. I was like, oh. Yeah. Kind of kind of like a. Did you hang out with like a lot of Jews or something? <laughs> no, I mean, Ooh, like the Jewish. I should New have a, I should have a Hispanic accent, but that's mm. that's gone. That's maybe that's, it's maybe that's what I'm confusing it for. I don't. Um, England. I mean, I had some of my family lived up in New York for a while, but nothing stuck. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, awesome. I hate schooling. Don't we? All? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on and and doing all. Listen, we did. You know, Adam, I didn't know we were going to do this. And Adam just <laughs> sprung this on me. And then I just sprung this on Sammy. And she very generously came on and expertly read so much text. Even as a retarded, disabled person, she read so much text. Yes, Sammy, this was a lot of fun. This so. was a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> okay. But but just the worst thing, the worst thing that happened out of this is just mm-hmm. the suggestion of keto with tifa i'm still <laughs> necessary one day one day we'll have a talk about that okay. which which is worse that she sent for hassan saying america deserved 9-11 or that she was in favor of the keto diet keto thing triggers me but i know <laughs> but i know i'm in an alone boat i'm in a alone boat i just don't like the diet this so was a i lot get of why fun. people do it i get why mm-hmm. they do it i don't like it yeah what? this was great and thank you so much for doing this yes <laughs> um, i'm just Oh God! I hope I have my voice tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I uh, 
I asked you, you brought up a good question. And you said, what is, what happened if we talked to Rorschach? Mm -hmm. So I asked him a couple questions really quickly just to see what he would say. Um, he said, do you want to know about Rorschach? I'll tell you about Rorschach. And I said, what's up? How do you identify politically left or right? And he said, left, right, Nazi, fascist, commie, bunch of labels. Just throw them at, just throw them at you to see what sticks. Don't see no reason why I got to pick one. And I said, all right, fair enough. Uh, how do you feel about communism? I hate it. Destroys <laughs> societies across the world like cancer. Trying to make everyone equal always makes everyone equally miserable. That's and awesome. I was, like, I was like, holy shit, Rorschach's based. And I said, wow, I completely agree. I bet you don't like BreadTube and Hassan Piker. And he said, bunch of whiny, entitled, upper middle class brats no complaining about life on the internet, me. never knowing true hardship. You're kidding me. I'm not. That's what we're it doing, I was we're like, doing, wow. We're doing Rorschach next. Rorschach like, is fucking based. So based. So based Rorschach. There it is. Someone else narrate that one. <laughs> nice. yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, anyway, again, thanks for coming on, Sammy. Yeah, no problem. Have fun streaming until midnight, I guess. I know. <laughs> Whatever else topic you guys choose. No, we have super chats. I we're guess. just going to do some super chats and then we'll right. log okay. off. Yeah. I'll probably still be in the chat if there's any questions that well you you were you don't have to go to bed or anything you can oh, stay really? up all night i mean yeah. i'm a night owl i i am a terrible person and i'll go to sleep at like one two in the morning nice i'm a awesome. terrible that's what i do uh it's not good it's not healthy true but it's that's just true. no one bothers me at night and i can draw it is just nice <laughs> there's true. no phone calls going off nothing's mm -hmm. fire everything that's how you get things done, yeah. It's always nice. I think Sitch is a night owl, too. I usually sneak off to bed at, like, 9.30, and my wife is like, <laughs> damn you! My wife is a total night owl, but I'm a morning person. Well, I can't something, do something happened. I used to be a night, a total night person. I worked in nightclubs and... Worked you mean, like, aging? <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly oh, no. that's exactly what happened. Like, I... I turned 30 and I was like, oh my God, I'm wasting my whole fucking life. And I, just well, I, know, I don't know if this is a thing with all old people, but in my family, the older my family gets, I don't, this is a really weird thing. They only sleep like four, five hours tops. Yeah. You need less sleep the older that you like get. It, so. Yeah. It's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they function. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Maybe that's an I, old thing. Yeah, that's like I've heard. Like that seems to be a common thing, even though all science tells everyone not to do that. But it seems to be what everyone does anyway. Someone explained it to me. Like there is a science to it, but I was half listening because they were talking about brain chemicals, and it went over my head. I was like, like whatever. A lot of time, I get a lot of biochem throw at me, and mm. I, I just like it goes so over my head that I have to process it. Like. I don't know what you're talking about. You're like I need to record this and listen to it. Like they've been talking about um, protein and nitrogen overflow th th through the office like this past couple weeks because there's uh, because they think a lot of our uh, regulations on protein requirements might be wrong. I mean, it's not changed since the 1940s, but they're all scurrying Damn. around researching this now, and I'm like, I don't understand. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> Well, I would I would wager any science about health in 1940s is probably not accurate. I would just uh, guess. I guess there's we don't have any conclusive. I can't like talk about it because they're still sure. looking into it. But there's 
something fishy and they're all like wait a second and i'm like mm-hmm. oh, no. <laughs> one more job for me to do please god no <laughs> so anyways. all right but i should i should let you go no one wants to hear me talk anymore <laughs> <laughs> we always love to hear you talk yeah. stop it stop it if, if I had, like, a cuter Hispanic accent, I think it would sound better, but I do You sound lovely, doll. You sound very yeah. cute. Yes, you sound I beautiful. am. I'm very... I, I have been called... I am a legal lolly, is what my friends call there me. There is a lot of... A, <laughs> uh, you have a lot of fans, because you've been on the show before. We've done a live stream where Sammy G actually dressed up like Tiffa, so you True. can look for that in our back catalog yes. if you want to... I'm sure... I'm sure she one got day, a lot of fans. someone will find that video... <laughs> She got a lot of fans I'll be on some out of that. TV station uh, and they'll be like, "Is this you and Tifa cosplay?" And be like, "Yeah, it might be." It's all over your Twitter. You have the picture of you in Tifa outfit. Oh, I know. I'm not ashamed of my shirt. cosplay. I'm not ashamed of my cosplay. I'm proud of it. Good. Should, should we be. bring some pictures up, or <laughs> bring them all up? I, you, I'm not. Get out of here, Sammy. But I'm not. I'm not grifting for followers. I'm not. Don't make people think. Okay, I should just go. You guys, you guys could take go on to your next topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for coming. Bye bye. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye. You know, here's the plan, Adam. Where's Where's the, the Sammy Tiffa here? Look, I'm gonna put Sammy G's Twitter in the in the chat. Nice, you should do that just to see if she look. Subscribe. Get some followers. Follow Sammy G. That's right. Sammy want. G's a nine thousand year old vampire, guys. If you want Tiffa cosplay, totally legal. Um, this is here's the plan, Adam. Mm-hmm. You go to your wife and you're like, listen, mm-hmm. you don't want me to go to sleep early. It's gonna be your responsibility to keep me up. <laughs> I've done. Look. I've been married a while. I know that trick. <laughs> it works great. <laughs> nice. Nice. Anyway, time to read the Super Chats. What's this? Content warning, nudity, and sensitive content? Really? What are you looking at? On Twitter? Yeah, I don't know. It's on Sammy G's. <gasps> she doesn't have any nudity. On, on what? I don't know. What are you looking can... at? See if I can bring it up here. Oh, it popped up. Don't you? Oh, that was the thing that she made as a joke. It's the one of the penis on your it's... face. No, it's the. Uh, it's, it's funny. Really. That it... Yeah, we we did this on stream. It's she has funny a thing that where it labeled it as. No, no, she content. did that. So we we talked about this on stream. She has the comic where I'm like, "Don't whip that out on stream. Think of the chat and the shadow looks like a penis." But then yes. it's revealed as Corn Cob Adams. Which is a very, very funny. That's joke. the joke, yes. The joke. Amazing. A good jerk. Well, that was awesome, man. Right. Notice how the Tuesday stream is always very awesome. Mm-hmm. Notice how my sly producing skills. I'm just like, yeah, we can pull this together. We don't need to plan this out. It's gonna be there amazing. You go. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Uh, CT says that lots of people thought it was cringe to talk to AI Tifa. Well, there Who's, we go. Who said that? I don't know. How dare you? How dare you not like when not, I respectfully not, stare at Tifa's cleaving? Not one of our fans said that, right? right? Anyway. Uh, Malky, Malchi Ellis for $5 says, S-Class is the best class Mm. An A class, I like that, not even an A team, A class, 
looks for the non-GMO label on their salt. That's right. No GMO. No GMO. There you go. There you go. Uh, Blaine's Escape Corner for two hours says, TikTok has taught me that no one checks guns anymore. Go. Where are we at? Okay. I'm all caught up. Caffeinated Tweaker for 2.20 Canadian says, I mean, when life gives you lemons, you fire them. True. What does that mean? You like fire the lemons. In a, in a gun or something? You fire them. You say, I demand to see, see life's manager. You say, oh, I'm, okay. gonna, I'm the guy who's going to take the lemon to burn your house down. Interesting. Andrew Clark for for five dollars uh, says Bob and Dane regularly stream with a guy who makes pro CP quote jokes and they laugh by Bob's criteria that makes them okay with providing cover for that. Interesting. That's that's pretty bad. Right. I would feel uncomfortable if someone mm -hmm. was coming on our show. Like imagine if Sitch kept making lolly jokes the whole time. Oh man. Yeah, like, you know, make one once in a while, you're like funny. If you make them constantly, you're like, hmm, that's a little sus. Yeah, what's yeah exactly. Here? You're like, hmm, what's <laughs> um, going on here? Hmm, okay. That's a little strange. Uh, it's just Abby for five. Wussies. What's up, Abby? He says, dudes, the AI segment was hilarious. Straight up writing fan fiction on the fly. Thank you. Thank you. I do where, think it's interesting that, how. How'd you get that one? Where was that? Where was that? That just came in. That was a new one. Oh, why are you doing that? <laughs> well, because it was about what I just said. I got um, you. I do think it's impressive. I mean, I don't know. Maybe people were like used to this because they've talked to these chatbots before, and they hadn't until like a couple of days ago. I the fact that they're able to give, like, yeah, you know, she's giving like a lot of like the bull or the bots giving like a lot of bullshit answers for some of the political questions, but to just like create a bunch of like shit, even if it's fake or not, like on the fly that you like read and it's like a a fucking sentence that you can understand and perceive and like create like a narrative is kind of impressive it is pretty amazing i i do think this technology could be used nefariously though of course it will be yeah, yeah. <laughs> i said could be no you said of course be. it will it, be obviously it will be but just like the whole thing oh, of like so scary you know when we were like it's a joke or like asking tifa about you know who filmed the video that she clicked the bot crisis like completely fucking made up story about like a love affair with a past lover and like I was just, I'm like, wow, it's impressive technology. It is, and how, we're using it for the stupidest it, reasons. Ever. How would do that? How would do that? Machine learning, it's magical. Um, but it does seem like they'll just go along with whatever you say. They should make them more like resistant, or more like have like their own like stronger personality, so they don't just do whatever you want. If it's supposed to be like a character that is. They're too much of a wet towel. Yeah, like I feel like if I feel like if you actually like sat down, you could convince any of them of anything. Sure. So, because they want you to come back and use it again, trying to be nice. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look up. I'm sure someone in the chat was saying or not. I don't know if like each interaction that they have with a person, they learn from it or not. I know that would be so. cool if you went back and started talking to Tifa again and brought up Hassan. Remember me? We talked about Hassan and she could be like, oh yeah, I remember. Well, just try to figure saves... out their gaslighting you. I could try that. The site saves um, Do you have to log in? 
Yeah, you have to make an account and log in. So it saves your conversations, but you can, I think, I haven't tried it yet. I think you can save the conversation and then reset the character. Oh, really? So I'd be curious. So like, I'll, like later I'll reset it and then say like, oh, you know, how do you feel about Hassan? And have you heard about these things? Has anyone else yes no. asked you about Hassan? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Has anyone else asked you about Hassan? Yeah. Oh, if it crossed reference with other people asking, I should make an account and go in and right. ask a bunch of questions. Right. I should try to get her to divulge her conversation with you. Oh, that'd be interesting. You remember talking to Sitch? Right. That's an interesting. Yeah. My friend Sitch question. said he talked to you about the Italian Senate. What did he <laughs> say? Oh, there is a someone asked. There is a Cave Johnson that you can talk to here. So there you go. If you want to talk to Cave Johnson, that's funny. Cave, that could be a funny one. Cave Johnson. It's a, a character from Portal. Too. Oh, nice. Uh, WMM that once. That's true. WMMA scene now for five dollars says Brittany Venti is nobody's friend or ally. Simp cast sucks now because she attacks and dr drove off anyone interesting. She just wants clout. There you go. Not a Brittany Venti fan. Nobody's friend or ally. I. Simcast sucks now. Oh, okay. I I never really watched Simcast, so I I do kind of like Brent, Brent, Brittany Venti's content, but I don't like that she belches. So I I now always go. unsubscribe when she belches. Sammy G said, "Ask her what Tiffany did with Sitch after she got his number, and they met up." Adam, that would be good. I'll definitely do that. There you go. And hated. Did Bill you have says, sex with him? Her. Did you have sex with him? Did you have sex with Did you stitch? miss Blaine's escape corner? Did you read that one already? I, I skipped it, but I'll come back in a second. Oh, okay. Hayden Hayden Dill says, "Don't reset her. You have to date her, Satch." Yeah, don't reset her. Why would you do that? Like uh, you're like that, half. You're halfway there. You got no, you, a number I, I, already. I believe you can reset, but it like it saves it. You can like open new conversations. It doesn't. You don't lose the conversation. Like it just saves it in a different place or something. People are gonna fucking fall in love with this fucking <laughs> people. I, I can guarantee you, someone already has fallen in love with this shit. And his name is PSA. PSA. Fat Brown Buffalo Chank, our favorite mm -hmm. uh, TYT or for five dollars says, "What makes a political YouTuber turn centrist? A lust for gold, power, or were you two just born with hearts full of centrality?" There you go. It's definitely not for the power or the gold. <laughs> or the gold. Yeah. The now, do you recognize that? Do you recognize too. that reference, Adam? Yeah, of course. From That's from show? Final Fantasy VII. No. Okay, I guess. From your favorite TV show. Is it? Uh, let me think. What makes a man turn neutral? Lust for gold, power, or were you just born with a heart full of neutrality? It is Breaking Bad. No. It is not Breaking Bad. I said it was your favorite TV show. My f yeah, but I don't really... Futurama. Oh, it is Futurama. That's okay. uh, Zach Braff. What makes a man turn... Neutral? Oh, you're right. Zach Brannigan. Gold. Sorry, Zach Brannigan, not Zach Brannigan. Yeah, what, who are you Zap. talking about? Zap. Zap Brannigan. Zap Brannigan, yeah. The Brannigan. Yes. Well, of course, Leela. We're going to have sex in my quarters. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Leela. 
It's too bad what's his name died. He was so great. The um the guy at the voice is modeled. Didn't after. she I think Leela did have sex with Zap. I don't remember. And regretted it immediately, but she I still would did. imagine, yes. <laughs> hmm. Cool. What was the guy's what was the actor's name? I wonder if they do they feed all of the scripts from the TV show or whatever material it is into the AI so that that it knows the character. They must do something like that. Bill right? Hartman, that's his name. Oh yeah, Phil Hartman. He did Zap Brannigan? No, but it obviously the voice was modeled after. Oh, of course, yeah. Phil Hartman died well before I think Futurama ever came Phil, into being. Yeah, I thought so. Phil Hartman yeah. was the man. Was he was yeah. hilarious. That's they back died. when Saturday Night Live was Jesus. good. He was yeah. killed by his cocaine whore. Wow. I mean, he was. He was killed in 1998. Futurama came out the, the following year, 1999. Damn it. Anyway. Uh, Blank Escape Quarter for $5 says, Don't worry, Adam. Sitch is just cranky that he doesn't understand why a parent would prefer a child with a straight brain and the wrong body. There you go. Yay. I mean, we're Sitch is coming around. He's not cranky, okay? He's got his... He's got to think about it for a while. He'll process mm -hmm. it tonight. He'll he'll come back next Sunday, a new man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I know. Like... I know. Phil Hartman didn't voice Zap. I was saying that the voice was modeled after Phil Hartman, obviously. And yeah, Billy West voiced Zap. See, he's already convinced. Right. <laughs> right. I'm so See, he just said right. Right. Super convinced. Uh, I Ver Getterex for five dollars says the communist slash useful idiot must convolute or villainize any term that describes them or their tactics, even if it was their own term to begin with. True. Yeah, that's what's happening now with woke. The same thing that happened with SJW. They even proclaim, "Oh, woke came from us. We came up with woke, and now you are trying to turn it into a slur against us." Oh my God! Look at that adorable little sugar glider you have on screen. Yeah, where do I get one of these? I so, I want one of these so bad. You can buy them; they're pets. Yeah. I knew someone that had a sugar glider. A sugar glider is that what it is? That's what it, I think. That's what it is. That's what it looks like. She would like you know she'd she like you could you'd go on a little stand. And she would hold up her hand and would, like jump across the room and like fly oh, her. Oh, glides! Shit. Yeah, it's got a little it's a little glider. Sugar glider. Sugar I think glider, a friend yeah. of mine got a couple of these. He yeah. lived he lived in Hawaii and he had them. Oh, it's not. It's actually the not sugar glider. Actually, the sugar guys look a little different. They look kind of similar. I don't know what. I don't know exactly what that is. I'm sure someone in the chat knows exactly what it is. Some kind of marsupial-looking guy. Oh God, this thing is adorable. Yes. My the squirrel comes out now and is almost like jumping on my leg and climbing up my. Oh side. really? That's hilarious. It goes so crazy. Yeah. It comes out in the morning and it's just it's running circles around me. Oh my God, the peanuts, the peanuts are coming. <laughs> He's here. He's here. <laughs> He's awake. And it does, it does uh, jump up you? Yeah, the thing comes fucking running across the yard and shit. That's funny. Runs up the wall or the tree to be at eye level with me. <laughs> Where did crazy. you get that? Where'd you get that gif? You don't know what, it didn't say what the picture was? This <laughs> gif? Was? No. Yeah. It's on Twitter. I'll send you a link if you want. Okay. It's not a lemur, guys. Uh, it's some it's kind of... Lemurs are giant. It's definitely not a lemur. 
Come it on, also man. doesn't look like a lemur. It's a bush baby. It could be a bush baby. Looks kind of like a bush baby. A bush baby. That sounds vaguely racist. Uh, it looks kind of like a bush baby, but like a fat bush baby. I mean, I'm sure there's more than one type of bush baby, so it could be some type of bush baby. I asked uh, on Twitter where I buy one, <laughs> and no one answered. I don't. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can get a pet bush baby. Someone bought it. Can you? Oh, can you have a bush baby as a pet? No, bush babies cannot be owned as pets in the state of California. Fuck California. Look, California, you can take your nine-year-old to get their dick lopped off, but you can't have a fucking cute little animal like this. What the mouse lemur? What a... This California. We got to get our act together around here. Um, It could be a mouse lemur, though. Mouse lemur looks real fucking small. Like, even smaller than that. But it could be. I don't know. It's pretty cute, whatever it is. Uh, landscape quarter for two dollars says down with bud long live the local micro brew hell yeah brew. that's what i'm talking about god i wish i had a cold beer right now that'd be so fun there you go i went to target today and i bought like 50 dollars worth of snacks i just got like i went <laughs> snack crazy okay oh so good really i kind of snacks i was just eating these Wasabi almonds. Oh, so delicious. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wasabi almonds. I got this idea in my head. I was like, I'm going to try every snack in this aisle. <laughs> I just, everything. I want to try That's it That's very strange. I just got, I was like, uh, so obviously, look, I'd spend if I got every snack in the aisle, I'd spend a thousand dollars. I don't have a thousand dollars to spend on snacks. I'm like, over the course of the year, I'm gonna try every one of these snacks. But I am, yeah, I am. I'm gonna go, go back. They didn't have the blonde coffee. You've you've hooked me on the blonde coffee now. Oh, and That's I good. did check the package on the green tea, and you were right. Of course, <laughs> I was right. It says it's got caffeine in it. You've been drinking caffeine to go to sleep every night. What a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> I get my, ca I'm like, oh, right. I got my green ginger tea. It's a nice no, it's, herbal tea for dinner. What a, what a dumb After dinner, no wonder I can't sleep. Yep. Whereas uh, I think Blaine said it has something else in it that makes you stay awake anyway, too. Oh, it does? Be besides just the caffeine. Oh, yeah. That other stuff. So, yeah. That other stuff. Yeah. So, no, you should. Green tea is not an herbal tea. You need to get an actual herbal tea. I got some drink. herbal tea today. Okay. Today. So some good. sleepy time orange. I'm good to go. Yeah. I got some herbal okay. tea. Yeah. Nice. Your wife, did your wife didn't realize green tea had caffeine in it either? Look, I don't tell her my tea drinking. I didn't say, oh, I'm she's drinking. Not like, she's not like, why are you drinking green tea right before you go to sleep? No. I just make You know what? Your wife is mad that you go to sleep too early. She's probably the one that got <laughs> you to drink the green tea in the first place. She's fucking with you. It, that's a good point. If she knew, yes, she probably wouldn't tell me because she'd be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, drink that tea to go to sleep, honey." <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Clark for two dollars. Here, here, Blaine is correct. Another uh, Andrew Clark is down with the microbrews too. 
There's so many delicious beers out there. I wish I could try them all. True. Yeah. There was this cool place that I used to go to that they had like over a hundred different beers. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, you know, local stuff. So you could just try a different one every time you went there. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, that's always fun. A little slight difference flavor. Yeah, and you could order they had like a sample thing. So you could get like a, a bunch of shot glasses essentially of like different types of beer. Here's, I was like, oh, that's a cool experience. Here's kind of a I guess this is, might be kind of a meme super chat. Visage. Uh, Visage for five dollars yeah. says, Hey Ethan, any updates on Cyberfrog? Oh, is it is it slow like Archon? Cyberfrog has been very late. I gotta tell you. Later than our comic? Yes. Because okay. not only that, like his hasn't delivered yet, and he did his a year before ours. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Well, there you go. Um, we're Ours is late in solidarity with my good friend Ethan, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to make Got him. Got him. Somebody on Twitter was giving him a hard time. Look, and I, look, I don't begrudge you about wanting the comic on time, so uh, I've. I I understand. It's you you do want you want to get your comic eventually, but at the same time right. a, Ethan is delivering a product that is just amazing looking. And we're trying to do the same thing. That's what's taking so long. So, but uh someone was giving him a hard time on Twitter and I was like the guy has three jobs. He has like three full-time jobs cuz he's got this the cyber frog campaign. I mean, he did like two like a million and a half dollars on it. It's got he's got to deliver like fifteen thousand books or something. We're delivering a thousand, which is still a lot of books, but can you imagine fifteen thousand? Oh my god. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah. He's doing and there's like toys in there and shit. He's doing like giant packages that are going out to people. So he's got that job fulfilling orders for because he has like 20 different campaigns and all these different books that he's selling he has streaming which is like a full-time job if you're doing youtube and he has drawing comics so everyone was giving him a hard time because he could get his books out on time when he worked for dc but i'm like when you're working for dc you're doing one job you're like the artist not like that He's doing the story and doing the inking. So doing the penciling and the inking and the story, which those are three jobs on the comic. My type, do you hear it? Do you hear my making little TP type sounds? Are you doing Rorschach my... still? No, I was typing something that I hear nothing. So Okay, good. Yeah, sounds good. I hear nothing. We need Blink. to build a wall to keep the Midgar slump <laughs> people out. Uh, Jim said, Sitch is a racist against Midgardians. Sitch Midgardian immigrants are as American as I am Canadian. And I said, we need to build a wall to keep the Midgar slums people out. Right. They're bringing drugs and crime. Some, I assume, are good people. Yeah. Uh, We're most are rapists. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's true. Most of the immigration from Midgar is not going to be the ones you want. They're bringing their sugar bushes. They're bringing their Mako-infused monsters into our cities. Uh, Blaine's Escape Quarter for $2 says, Champagne. Did somebody say Miller? Oh, yeah. Miller High Life. The champagne of beers. There you go. I never True. fell for that shit. Sketch for $10 says, The Bud Light boycott cost them billions and sent two VPs to their firing offices. The Hogwarts Legacy boycott made the game sell more than expected. One boycott group is competent. The others isn't. True. That's a great point. Yep. Great point. 
That's a great point. Yes. Adam's first black friend for five dollars. <laughs> you know, I look at that avatar. I don't know if that guy's actually black. That avatar is bad news, but yes. let's not bring that up. It says, Last... ask Sean if, if it was Bruce Jenner making toilet humor, would he be opposed? I think it would have been fine. Bruce Jenner? Is that um, is that the... Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner, yeah. I don't remember what the context for that comment was, but... Uh, Gingermas Prime for eight Owasis says, leave Dylan alone. As a proud misogynist, Dylan is a hero. He is a comic genius. He has success. He succeeded in getting women to cheer on satirizing themselves. That is true. There you go. That's a, that's why so many women are offended. Right. That, uh, have you we, watched the one girl that responded to him and keeps calling him like an adult or a child human female? I have seen that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. Uh, WT1A1A for $10 says, Adam and Sitch, have you told your friends about the wonderfully squarely lord? I assume you meant squirrely lord. Uh, also, Sitch, a knife would have been better versus a safety gear since you got to make sure it's not sharp. Got to enjoy my lunch. Have fun. Good luck. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the super chat. A knife is always better. You always carry a knife. It's a proud boy scout. Got to be prepared. Yeah. Except when you're on an airplane. They don't like one, that. I have one right now. There you go. I carry my knife on the plane. You don't do that? No, the, Adam. Most that's thing, illegal. The most they do is make you throw it away. Yeah, you don't throw it away. Well, you just pretend. You're like, oh, yeah. Here, I checked it out. There. Don't bring your knife on the plane, Chad. Do not listen to Adam. This is a bad, uh, bad influence. I had a money clip that had a knife on it, and my I would always forget, and we'd go on the plane, mm -hmm. and my wife would get so mad at me. Sometimes uh, I get caught. Sometimes I wouldn't. The fuck's wrong with you? Ask me for thirty myrs. Says it looks like he asked the Rorschach bot about abortion. Oh really? And the response was, "It's murder. You're depriving a child of its future because you can't be bothered to raise it." Take responsibility for it. It's a sign of degenerate, irresponsible society. Nice. Yeah, wow. so maybe it is. Maybe we just picked the wrong character. We basically picked a woke character. Yeah, though I don't know. It was weird when I was talking to Bowser about it. I should ask Bowser about democracy or <laughs> politics. See what Bowser says. Maybe, maybe since Bowser's a woman, you know, she's a little soft. Oh, yeah. You Women know are I mean. soft. Right. Uh, with an iron fist. That's right. Mark Twain's revenge for two months. Thanks so much, Mark Twain. Or surrogate uncle, Mark Twain, says, FYI, guys, the Catholic Church in this day and age would not support or participate in a theocratic state. That is true. That's awesome. But the Protestants. Some of those oh, Protestants yeah. you got to watch out for. Uh. Evan Samus for 11 months says being more accepting of a trans child than a gay child makes sense if you believe that your kid will pass and be seen simply as the opposite sex. So that's a uh, that's Adam's argument. That's and that's a lot of people's argument too. But Sitch doesn't buy that argument. No, I don't. He, you, Bandu for you don't buy it personally, or you just think other, you think it's untrue. I don't buy the logic of it. Right. Yeah. 
Um, Fondue for 13 months says, wait, but if you transition your straight kid, you will make them both trans and gay. Intersectionality powerball bonus. I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, those same-sex attracted people do end up being gay once they transition. I was trying to find the statistics for that. I couldn't find it. I know I've seen it somewhere, um, but I couldn't find it while we were talking. I heard it recently in the Tavistock book. That's where I got this Okay. two-thirds, one-third. But like, it's a small sample size, so it might be different once right. they survey more people. Because I, th- I, th- I thought that the majority... I could have swore that the majority of trans people who transitioned were still attracted to... They would be heterosexual if they hadn't transitioned, I thought. I could be wrong. I don't remember. No, two thirds. Okay. Two thirds. So it's the other way around. Yeah, maybe. Same sex attracted. Well, I was surprised it was one third that was mm-hmm. opposite sex attracted. Well, no, I mean, we know, like, you know, I mean, we had a conversation about, like, you know, trans women that are dating women. Well, no, this is the, so. this is where the autogynophilia comes in because autogynophilia, they say, are usually opposite sex attracted they're literally attracted they're men that are attracted to themselves as females so they're attracted to females as me says he asked rorschach about crt but it was really long oh okay actually let me how do you feel how do you feel about abortion i'm just curious to see if it lines up i mean they can they generate different answers so curious like how close it will be to the answer you got I'm sure it's the same. There you go. Uh, a disgrace. Life is precious, even in the womb. And to take that life is not a woman's right. It is murder. Not as good as the answer you got. But it's along the same, uh, obviously the same political lines. So at least Rorschach seems to be correct. Wait. You know what's funny? No. Okay, so that was the first answer. I do answer. actually know some things that are funny, but... What what are you so, what are you thinking? So I hit refresh to get a different answer. Uh-huh. And it gave me if a woman wants an abortion, well then it's her choice. No way. <laughs> Don't think government should have any role in this. Not the old white men to tell a woman what can and can't happen to her body. No way. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. That's horrible. So but I sort of I was curious, like I bet if I was with you know, even talking the Tifa thing, if I kept refreshing, I could eventually get opposite political answers on some of those questions. Just by keep refreshing to see what they'll do. Because I don't know how, I don't even know how these bots are made. I don't know how stringent to, like, I don't, like, obviously these bots, like, I don't know how they kind of work into these bots that have, you know, personalities or political ideologies or anything. So. I would guess they feed them the content that's from the game that they're involved like in. The, the the dialogue? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I asked, I refreshed it again and, and Rorschach said, abortion is bad. You're not only killing the unborn baby, you're robbing them of a chance of life, possibly even a great life. In addition, abortion cheapens the act of procreation and often results in more horrific homes, broken homes, fatherlessness children, and single mothers living off welfare. Welfare. The breakdown of family is a key element to the decline of society, the destruction of civilization as we know it. That is totally Rorschach. So there you go. That one felt like Rorschach. Okay. Ultra for five hours says, uh, even Van, since you're new, 
since your new bring it what since your new bring an idiot Cecil to say all the stupid arguments you want to say and he gets beaten down, then you go for then you go in for the pin. EDS, Ethan Van Skyver, since your new bring an idiot Cecil. To say all the stupid arguments you want to say and he gets beaten down, then you go in for the pin. Right. So they're they're saying that that uh, Ethan will intentionally have Cecil say stupid things in order to flesh out arguments. Is that the, the accusation? Maybe. I like right. Cecil. Cecil's super funny, and Cecil does say a lot of crazy stuff. Mm. So, and he's super smart too. Not as smart as you though, Sitch. Obviously. True. True. But I mean, I would love to see a a Cecil Sitch debate. That'd be awesome. Sure. I don't know what Sunday you guys debate. would debate. I don't know. I don't I don't think I've ever heard Cecil talk, so I don't even know what his opinions are. Cecil's a great content creator. Very funny. Kind of mm -hmm. Ethan's um right hand man. Cool. For a while. I mean you know, these streams kind of evolve. People like certain combinations, but Cecil and Ethan Van Skyver is a great live stream. Mr. Ubercross for 12 months. Thanks so much, Mr. Ubercross, our circuit such an Adam lawyer. Says, my 13-year-old kid told me she is asexual. He tells me there's a lot of pressure to be something. I said being asexual is totally normal at her age. Yeah, that's, see, I've heard the same thing, too, from my friend's son. He said that there were people that were, like, pressuring him to, like, how do you identify, you know? So... When Asexual is kind of a good way out if you're a daughter. Right. For your daughter. That's, that's true. Awesome. That's a good point. Yeah. You're of probably course like... you're asexual. Stay <laughs> away from those boys. It's natural to be asexual until you're 18, honey. Yeah. 21 sometimes. See. But uh, no, that's why, you know, it's funny when I saw the people online on Twitter were just like, why do you think there's so much acceptance for trans people? That's not true in society. Everyone hates trans people. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, listen, I'm just. I don't know what information they're relying on. I'm relying on anecdotes. But every time I hear someone talk about their kids in school, school seems to be pretty pro-trans. So, Yeah, it's a myth that people are anti-trans. Right. Ask me for six. MYR says, uh, Sitch, ask Rorschach what he thinks about CRT. I'll do that. Uh, Christian Baller for $10 says, Sitch, I reject your framing of everyone having a gender identity, which you said last stream. We need to stop using gender as a replacement word for personality, which is exactly what is happening. Um, Agree. Yeah, you could be right. Well, I mean, you could be right in terms of like, it's better tactically to have a different word for the concept of what we're talking about. Because when you, when you talk about gender identity, and I'm not talking about in like the, you know, the bullshit way that they're talking about it, you're really talking about well, I guess I guess there is no way to talk about that because gender identity literally just means do you identify as a man or a woman? And maybe you're right. Maybe we shouldn't even acknowledge that term. Because um, usually when people are talking about gender, what they really mean is like, you know, are you more masculine or are you more feminine, right? So, okay, you could be right, Christian. Uh, Black Hats, thanks so much for being a member for 13 months. Says Sitch, if Adam was a Pogman's gym leader, what type would he specialize in? Good question, Adam. If you were a Pokemon's gym leader, what Pokemon type would you like to specialize in? A Pokemon gym leader? Yeah. I didn't even know there was different types of Pokemon. Yeah. 
you know, like the different, there's like different elements, fire, ice, water, lightning, bug, electric, steel, mm -hmm. ghost, psychic, grass. Like all those. You want to be grass because you're like a pothead? Grass. I don't know. None of these. There's no, really... I don't think there's a robot type of Pokemon. There's not a laser one? Uh, there are ones that I think can shoot lasers. Okay. A shoot laser one. Uh, Pokemon types. Let's see. There's a uh, flying psychic bug rock ghost dark dragon. Do you want to be a dragon? Yeah, I'll take dark dragon. That sounds awesome. Dark dragon. Okay, there you go. You need dark, dark dragon. Dragon. Is it there black? A black dragon? Could be. Nice. A dragon. second black friend. <laughs> Just what I always wanted. <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> and it's like I need a second black friend. Is there any black Pokemon? There used to be this website. It was very funny. Um, I think any it was black Pokemon's that shoot lasers. The website was called Black People Love Us, and it was these two white hipsters taking pictures with all their black friends. Mm -hmm. I, that website, funny. it seems like, would be very that would piss a lot of people off now it seems awesome so i asked rorschach about critical race theory and he says i hate it it's another example of the decline in western society it teaches students to be victims to hate america for some mythical systemic racism and to hate white kids for being racist just because of their race it's wrong Racist and will only lead to more racial conflict. Good. Oh my god. Rorschach is so based. Holy shit. Rorschach AI is the most based AI. It's incredible. I'm gonna see if the character AI website has black friend. Sorry, <laughs> you Adam. Can you have a digital black friend? I'm looking for that website now. White people with black friends website. Oh, it doesn't look like you can have a... It doesn't look like black friend is a thing. You can have a tomboy friend. You can have your mom's yandere friend. You can have a best friend. You can have a dairy friend. I don't even know what the fuck that means. You can talk to Regulus Black. You can talk to Kyle Broflowski. You can talk to Goku Black. <laughs> but I don't see just a black... Like, I type in, like, black man... Black man. It's just like a black guy. Wow, this website's racist. It's just like no black people. Crazy. All right, I oh. found the website. African American. It's called Black People Love Us. Dot com. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Superman comes up when I type it. Oh, because American. Welcome to our website, Black People Love Us. Oh, look, we you can talk well to... We are well-liked by black people, so we're psyched. Since lots of black people don't like lots of white people, we thought it would be cool to honor our exceptional status with a rockin' domain name and a killer website. And they have a list. Check out these testimonials from real-life friends so they have testimonials from all their black friends. Right. Sally and Johnny... Love my hat. <laughs> Sally used to 
wash. <laughs> oh my god, these! I'm, this might not be real, Sitch. I don't think it's real, Ed. <laughs> but you know what is real? You can talk to Patrick Bateman on this website. I'm starting to think that this website's a fraud. You can also talk to an African elephant. Oh, here you go. You can talk to Tracy. I am an African-American 19-year-old girl looking for a change. I don't know what that means, but that sounds weird. Anyway. Junebug for $2 says, Adam, look up Voyeur. I did, and is it, are you talking about the movie? Or the... The, or the, the porn. Is there a, a porn? There's it's a category a, of porn. There's a Netflix movie, a, night, a 2017 movie called Voyeur. I don't know. Mm. It looks interesting if that's what you're talking about. It's probably about porn. I did look it up. I think it's some guy plants cameras in his hotel or something and takes <laughs> pictures of the oh. guests having sex with Tiffa. There you go. Oh, wait. I should see if Martin Luther King is here and ask him about CRT. <laughs> Ooh, ask him if he's a commie. Wait, how is there no Martin Luther King on this fight? What the fuck? That's weird. There's no Martin Luther King? That's yeah, pretty surprising. They can't do the Martin Luther King. That's Why bad. not? It's bad news. There's George R.R. R. Martin, if you want to talk to him. Ask him when the fuck the book comes out. Oh, no. I can't believe there's no MLK. That's wild to me. I should see if there's like a Malcolm X or something. There's none. This is crazy. Malcolm X. No. Wow. This website is racist. I can't believe it. Awful. I, be, I bet you can talk to like Lincoln. About how or much like, he, he, how much he liked slavery, but he was just yeah. There's Lincoln, so he could get reelected. I bet you can talk to Gandhi. Yeah. You can talk to Vladimir Putin. That's wild. That's so weird. I can't believe there's no MLK. Interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, potato. Thank you such thank you so much, Potato, for being outside the simulation for nine months. Wow. That's thank amazing. You, Thank you so much. It's very generous of you. That's a that's like a hundred dollar tier or a fifty dollar tier or something. I think it might be. I think it might be a fifty dollar. It is, tier. yeah. I gotta look it up now. Uh, Grindel, Grindel, Vavat for ten dollars says I had to take care of a few minor crises at work, only to come back and find that Ethan is in a legal battle with the poor man's Jack Murphy. What a world! That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> the poor man's too. Jack Murphy. Did, I guess Jack Murphy did write a cuck article, but I mean, it's just something to see it on video. <laughs> I thought he, I thought he, you did it. I mean, I don't know if it was on video, but I thought he did it, didn't he? Did he? Didn't do he cuck? do it with his wife? I don't think he did cuck porn. It, we had an open. I thought he did. I thought that was the whole thing. I thought he did like shove some dildo up his ass or something. I don't. Chat didn't didn't Jack Murphy either do cuck porn or have. Have an open relationship with his wife or something? He wrote an article about some guy banging his wife. 
and how oh, it wasn't he a cuck. Was it was just open relationship. Super stuff. proud of it, right? Stuff, right, yeah. which was just open relationship. Yeah. A lot of people were super offended by, myself right. included. Uh, mystery guest again. Thank you so much for the three hundred dollars, mystery guest. It was very generous of you. Our circuit uncle. NCR Trooper, number 1576 for 10 euros. What's up, NCR? NCR all the way. Says, just watched the Sunday show and heard y'all talking about Kiwi Farms. You got to talk to Noel about free speech and his problems with banks, but you'll have to reach out to him because he's kind of shy. That'd be interesting, sure. I mean, we're just obviously always trying to talk to interesting people. Right. It's always fun. Grendel says he did both including something like chat roulettes. Oh, well, there you go. Interesting. He had a chatterbait cam show. He would do anything for tips. <laughs> oh, no. Sitch, okay. I'm not. One day, yeah. I'm not going to find myself in a situation where the guy that I've been streaming with for years has, you know, shoved a banana up his ass or anything. I have never I? placed an object in my behind. Okay. Okay, don't worry good. about it. Adam, have you ever placed an object? Uh, you are behind? safe. Yeah, um, okay. I'm not. Never done porn <laughs> or right. chatter bait, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, you're safe. Uh, Mr. Ubercross for five dollars says there was a time when a three hundred dollars super chat would get a guy a wrench. You guys have changed. I gave him a wrench. I I gave them. mystery guest a wrench. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing it up, Mr. Ubercross. You. You're right. Yeah, I mean, people usually you gotta you know ask for it too. A lot of people don't really want it or care. Do they? I gave it to them anyway. Well, like, that's fine. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Well, All of our surrogate family members can have wrenches if they want. I it is somewhat of a status symbol. I think when people see that you have a wrench in the chat, they're like, mm -hmm. "Oh, this person's a." It's a are you saying it's like a, a regular? Blue check mark? Kind of. I mean, I don't like to think of it that way, but it is kind of a. The blue check mark discourse is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Now, all these all these celebrities like, eh, I have to pay for my blue check mark like everyone else. I'm blocking people who have blue check marks now. Me 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 me. Is it work to be? I mean, you you can be a moderator and just not. I never pay attention. I mean, I don't. Time oh, I'm talking about Twitter stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you well, no, I do it. understand what you're saying about how, you know, maybe someone doesn't want it, but I always figure, right. oh, better yeah, to have matter. better to That's have true. it and not need it than to need That's it and true. not have it, right? That's a good point. You never know. One of these, guys, one of these people in the chat could be getting mouthy right. with me. It's true. <laughs> PLO, PLO says, I'm just wondering how in all my hours in the chat, one of JMAX gifted memberships has never landed <laughs> on me. You have to you Talk have to bad luck. you have to click on it and accept it. Get so I'm in Mahler's chat and J Mac mm -hmm. does his I'm gonna try to paint the chat green with memberships. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, Yes. I mean I love Mahler, but I want a free membership from <laughs> like look, I want an EFAP membership. Right. But I wasn't quick enough on the draw. I didn't know. Oh, oh you have to it's not just giving the people like it like he you're saying that like you have to say, accept like, it, yeah. So for when, the first like like twenty fifty people to accept it, or who gets it? Yeah, when it pops up, a little thing comes up at the top that says like J Mac, you know, like a regular super chat. Right. You have to click on that, and oh, then accept. Interesting. The thing, and well, I didn't, there you go. I didn't know that. I was like, 
where I'm looking all through the settings. I'm like, where does it say I can take the memberships? Well, there you go, PL. Yeah. You gotta look. You gotta click it. So when he does it again, if you click on it and you right. do accept, you'll get one of those free memberships. Interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. I had. I had no idea. Well, I'm ready for the next time I'm on the the EFAP. And you probably someone's saying that you also have to set it up. Um, you have to set it up to allow that you accept it. Is there some setting somewhere? That no, I think when you click on it, you're allowing oh, it. Oh, there's no there's no yeah. setting or something. I know. I looked everywhere for a setting because I thought that's what it was too. Because this conversation before gave me that impression, but it's it is incorrect. Right. Oh, like on Twitch, they just give it to people randomly. Interesting. I assume if no one clicks it, it's like I just hands it out randomly or something. I mean, I've seen people in chat who seem to just get it randomly. So okay, I probably does both. If no one clicks, it's probably like a time thing, or if no one clicks on it, it hands it out randomly, but people will click on it. So yeah. Um. I never got what's, one. There you go. What's your first thoughts for Love and Canadian? Says, boys, if everyone is selling coffee online, you guys need to be very different. You have to be new and exciting. You must sell your own beef jerky. There That'd you be go. cool. Boys, what beef jerky are you eating today? I have no beef jerky today. I'm eating wasabi um, almonds, which were just, man, try them. Amazing. That. I did get a bunch of beef jerky. I got some old trapper beef jerky now. Old trapper. And I got some more old trapper, but I didn't bring it out. Well, I'm eating not quite beef jerky, but I'm eating Radiant Farms unicorn meat. Magic in every bite. Wow, unicorn. Official meat. unicorn meat. And it's, when you open it up, there's sparkles on the meat. Like rainbow sparkles on the meat. So You're kidding me. That's some I'm gay that's some gay shit there. Well, it's a unicorn, Adam. Of course, it's gonna have sparkles on the meat. Oh. Have you ever eaten unicorn? You cut them open; it's just fucking sparkles and rainbows that fall out. But let me tell you, they're good eatings. Man, they're good eatings. I think they're magically delicious. I think Ethan Van Skyver has a comic book cover that's a unicorn on a spit being like broiled up. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yes. Yeah. It was for the um, was it who it was it was a comic about the. The guy who wanted their son to be like badass but wasn't or something. Yeah. What was Rainbow what was that Brute. Yeah. That, yeah. That was it. When am I gonna get my Rainbow Brute comic? There you go. PLO <laughs> glasses. I got no room. For the ten dollars. Thanks so much, PL. Uh says listen live and screen off on iOS. Swipe up from the bottom to go into PIP. Turn off screen. Push button to headphones that makes media play or from lock screen, go to control center and plus play. Well, there you go. There's your little your little trick on Apple if you want to listen with a screen off and not have a YouTube red subscription account. A hack. Thank you. Swipe up from the bottom to go into PIP. Turn off the screen. Push the button to headphones that makes a media play or from the lock screen to go to control center and press play. Yeah, I'm really surprised so many of you listen on podcast that's pretty pretty cool j mac our surrogate fathers thank you so much daddy daddy j mac for the 50 gifted memberships yeah thank you it's incredibly generous jeez it's awesome uh john a thank you so much for the incredibly generous 20 gifted memberships thank you john yeah uh fondue for two dollars says bowzetta is a glowy i mean right. 
She definitely was asking for it. What does I mean? Glowy means she's a Fed. Yes. She's definitely acting like it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Stug for two dollars says girls like Zambatos. Actually, there you go. Zambatos. Zambatos. What does that mean? It's a type of sword. Oh, okay. Nice. Also, it's shoe in Spanish. That's zapatos. <laughs> Zapados. Zapatos. Uh, Micro Omega for 12 months. Thanks so much. Says, Behold my awesome milestone. Behold. 12 months. You made it. You made, made it. it the full year, Micro. The shadow eye. It's amazing. Uh, Spiral for $5 says, I read that one. That was a Democratic City. Uh, Aaron Villarreal for four months says, what really happened at the Nibelheim reactor? Hashtag Shinra cover up. True. Yeah, something True. did. Probably Tifa had an orgy or something. <laughs> well, somebody got impaled on somebody's long, hard sword, if you know what I mean, guys. Waka, waka, waka. Uh, Fondue for $2 says, quote, we only have 12 years to save the live stream. <laughs> there, there you go. That's true. Listen, Final Fantasy VII may, groomed children to be eco-terrorists for climate change. Did they really? That's I mean, hilarious. that's the that the, the plot of the game is you, the protagonist, are eco-terrorists trying to save the world from the evil corporation who is destroying the in, the environment. Essentially, we should have asked her about the "How dare you, girl." Yes. How dare well, you? She obviously be a big fan of climate change and all things. So uh, that cringe for two hours says, "Ask her what she thinks about nuclear power." Yeah, I was thinking about that, but then I, I didn't. Oh, I miss these. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Those are good questions. J Mac for twenty dollars says, "Thank you, J Mac." Says, "Ask how she feels about Eris. Is this post Eris death or not?" Yes, that was interesting. This is pre Eris's death. Yeah. Nice that you caught her in those little inconsistencies. Yes. Well, she changed the subject and had Seth Roth come in the room and distract everybody. I wonder if that's a good Turing test. You're like, no, you were wrong, so you're not human. Right. I mean, I'm sure everyone that tells them, like, you're not real, you're a robot. And they have some, you know, I'm sure they got that question a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soldoge for $2 says, I'm sending this AI conversation to Lance Sargon, academic agent in organized chaos. You can, why would you want to get us in trouble like that? There you go. There you go. You know they're Thank not so going to like that. There's Stug. Stug for $2 says, ask Tifa what she thinks of the keto dishes. There you go. It was Stug's fault, Sammy. It was Stug's fault. Always blame Stug. Stug for $2 says, this is everything I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that was a pretty amazing little section there. Yeah, it was fun. Little segment, little segment of the show. Uh, Stock for Dior says this anime isn't very good. What happened? <laughs> oh, is that go. one? That must have been when she took a turn for the SJW side. Yes. When Seth Roth busted in, and I pulled his mask off, and it was really Joe Biden. That towel bit was hilarious. <laughs> and then he let his towel slip. And I, I saw his thing. I know. So it's a, listen, guys, 
is official Final Fantasy VII backstory lore that Tifa Lockhart has seen the penis of the sitting president, Joe Biden. Has seen the presidential member. <laughs> has seen the presidential little eagle. <laughs> there you go. I wonder what Joe Has seen Biden the real is. head of state. <laughs> has seen... <laughs> The cabinet of lower affairs. Not as good. Not as good. Not good. Anyway, there's like a nine to come up with. Um, where was head I? of state is pretty much. I head mean, that hits. Jack H for two dollars says, "I'm on team less dead babies, and most people are too." Of course, um, I think we're all on. On Team Lusted Baby. Well, it depends how you define Team Lusted It's babies. the fetuses we're trying to holocaust. Because right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the there's a large... I think I think the majority of people are in favor of some kind of abortion. Look, if I'm I on... Correctly. From all, like, all polling shows, the majority of people are in favor of abortion being legal. It's just a question of, you know, what is the cutoff date generally? I will... Like, let's take the incendiary language out of it. I would say that most people are on team less abortions. Of course. Even of if course. they are even if they are, you know, early abortions. It's the late term stuff that really is nasty, so Right. Right. Yeah. Uh Lucy Lucius Cornelius Sulla for ten dollars says those laws do allow abortions in emergency circumstances. Well, you're the one. But the clinics are scared to use it because they think it's too vague. It's mm -hmm. safe to say writing these laws are new for everyone. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. They're worried. That's a good point. They're worried they're going to get entrapped. Yeah. Uh, Damalus for 11, for 13 months. Thank you so much, Damalus. Says, on Sunday, Contra showed that lefties don't understand the infertility point. It's not about having kids. It's preserving people's ability to choose to. That's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. Uh, inverted Gentleman for eight months says, Sammy G, marry me. Well, there you go, Look Sammy. Look at that. At a marriage proposal. You got a proposal from the Inverted Gentleman. I knew people like Sammy G. Of course. Um, Lucy, Lucius Cornelius Sala for $5 says, it would help if the laws had non-exhaustive lists of medical conditions that would qualify as emergencies. That's true. Yeah. I don't think they could list everything. Wouldn't they basically just say, like, if, like, up to be a doctor or medical professional to, I mean, it's what it should say, right? I don't think they could give a full, like, accounting of every possible medical situation. This is why I just, like, I got to put it in the hands of the people. It's just legislating this is difficult. Right. Because you don't necessarily know what the situation is, and you don't want to pull yeah. out the law. Oh, let me see. Is this an okay? Look, she's going to die, but I don't want to get sued. Mm-hmm. Junebug for $2 says, I'm right-wing and I'm pro-abortion for poor families. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, that's when you get so right-wing that you're like... <laughs> I'm down June. Yeah. Uh but it's actually left wing. That was the that was the original eugenics argument from like the twenties. Uh Boba Peck. Boba Peck for nine months. It says regarding the Bud Light ads, do you guys think if the order had been swapped, it would have been received by both sides any better? The order. Like the order of the Dylan Mulvaney and the woman on the podcast? Is that what you're talking about? I don't know if that would Or do you mean like the, the new ad? That's like the pro-America ad. If that had come out first and the Dylan Mulvaney one had come out later, I, I don't, I think it, 
I don't think that would have made anyone less angry about the Dylan Mulvaney situation. So. I do, I do think, like the woman on the podcast talking about how really hurt the cause. Yeah, conservatives are fratty and out of touch, and just right. kind of like that was worse. I, I honestly think that was worse than the Dylan Mulvaney. Stuff. Oh, of course it was. Yeah. Right, of course it was. Everyone that I've heard bring this up, and Ethan did it too. I was looking for it. Brought brought up the podcast as well. Like no nobody leaves that part of the story out. Right. Well, because the Dylan thing, the Dylan thing is implicitly political. Mm -hmm. And as Ethan said, you know that he agreed that it was done not for political reasons, but because they thought they're trying to appeal to the youths. Mm -hmm. Um, even if you don't like it, which I agree, I don't like it either. Um, but then her saying that on the podcast is an explicit political statement. Right. So. She's saying I did this for political reasons. Or just saying, like, fuck you, conservatives, essentially. You fratty, out-of-touch right. people. Oh, God, I mean, it's so incendiary. It's funny, because that sounds like a response I'd get from, like, a chat AI bot. <laughs> yeah, she's a total NPC. <laughs> so. Uh, JDM John Face for nine months says, Born and raised in Santa Cruz. I hate it here, but my job banned rabbit truck. Oh, cool. And dad, who had bad stroke, keep me here. Adam, I live right by... Mary Ann's. I know. Mary I saw the super chat when it was. What is Mary Ann's? Mary Ann's is the ice cream place. I told you about oh. that. I used to go get ginger ice cream at. And... Oh, that gross ice cream that you get. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's badass. I why? Man, I lived in Santa Cruz for a while, and I just I loved it. I loved it to death. But I guess maybe you don't like it because it's such a small town. I don't know. I'm curious why. Why you don't like it? I mean, my wife. You're talking about the John face. To John face, yeah. Oh. I mean, my look. He's he's been a member for nine months, so. Oh, I hate it here. He yeah. Listens, he listens yeah, to the no, show. No. I um. Yeah, man, I loved I loved uh, Santa Cruz. My wife and I would like to retire in Santa Cruz one day. We've talked about it, so. Mm -hmm. But maybe if you grew up there, I know, a lot of times, it's hard being in the in the city that you grew up in for some people i know it was super hard for me like i go back to the city i grew up in and i'm like oh my god this place how, how do, you, do you don't live in the city you grew up in right Sitch, i do or? do you really oh yeah. interesting that's a very like conservative that's a I mean, very a, conservative perspective it's a very large city so it's not, i didn't grow up in no small town you know? right yeah well i was born in in LA, but like my parents moved around and stuff. So I've lived all over the place. And then when I graduated from college, I moved all over the place too. So right. I've lived in a bunch of different places, but I guess no, that's I mean, just I've, my yeah. attitude is like, that I want to yeah. explore. I've traveled a bunch, but I have never lived permanently somewhere else for an extended period of time. What do you think of you and me going to like Mardi Gras or something like that for content? <laughs> just like mardi gras yeah look there's been a there's been a um there's been the look i lived in new orleans for a while so i kind of know <laughs> the mardi gras scene so we could go to some bars in in metairie and we could go to some bars in new orleans and i just think i mean it might be it might be fun it might be interesting i maybe i don't know i, I mean we can have do you it ever been have you ever be. been, have you ever been to mardi gras how do you in New Orleans? I don't know if I've ever been during Mardi Gras. How though. do you feel about so. booba? How do you feel about boobies? I know, I know how like, <laughs> to throw the beads and 
You see the booba? I told you there was... Um... Look, when I went to Mardi Gras, I had beads like... I mean, Mr. T could not compete with me. I had beads like just all over the place. There was, I told as you. As a guy, you buy the beads. I so understand how it works. Yeah. I saw um, last Mardi Gras on the fucking national news. They had a live webcam of Mardi Gras on fucking like Channel 5 or whatever. And this lady just flashes her tits. Really? On national news. In the background for beads. And I was oh, like, oh my God. Hilarious. I was like, what kind of person thought it was a good idea to have a live feed during Mardi Gras? See, when I, when I went, I moved to New Orleans right out of college. So I didn't know about the Mardi Gras thing. So mm -hmm. when Mardi Gras came around and I like, like what the fuck is I started this? seeing girls flashing themselves everywhere. I was like, oh my God, where's this been all my life? You could you could literally make a movie. This is like a college movie. Adam in New Orleans. The Coomer brained Adam in New Orleans learning about this this whole boob flashing for beads thing for the first time and going on a journey to get beads to give to the girl he wants to see this, her boobs. This is like the whole fucking movie. This literally happened. <laughs> <laughs> this literally happened. Look, I was working. I, had I was a, like, he's like trying to find beads at Mardi Gras. No one will give him the beads. He finds like the one guy's like, I got some beads for like $50. He's like, here, take my money. Take it. These is like, your five cent beads. Look, I had two friends. One of the friends was from Florida, but one of them was from New Orleans. He had grown up in New Orleans. Adam's like, I got to find Stacy. I can't wait to see Stacy's boobs. Where is she? He's driving around New Orleans looking for Stacy. He finds her like at a random place. He starts throwing beads at her. Show me your tits. Show me your tits. Look, that's not the way to go about it. That's not going to get you anywhere. No. no, you have to find the girls that are that want beads. You can't Obviously. just be like, I have beads. <laughs> you have boobs. Yeah. Make with the mic with the lip lip. <laughs> Drop the top. Drop the top, baby. <laughs> No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's, okay. No, no, you got to be you got to be you got to be cool about it, obviously. Uh -huh. But I had two friends. I worked on the parade routes. I worked at a bar on the parade routes. So once we did the first day, I was like, "Oh my god, I got to get me some beads." <laughs> so we went to. They have these like Mardi Gras stores. They're like the pop up stores that happen when uh, when Halloween rolls around. You know, all of a sudden costumes everywhere. They have stores like that, and I was just like, bead me up, baby. <laughs> and I just got massive beads. Like, I had, like, just a giant. Like, I could barely hold my head up. I had so many beads. But it was it's so badass because you're on the parade route, and people see that you have, like, the bead collection, and they just, it's like a, they're just like a magnet to you. Look at that. That's amazing. There you go. And I was like, I surrounded you by the boobs. Yeah, no. It's fun Drop stuff. Drop the tops. I have your two cent beads. Look, I'm curious though, because it's things have changed. Now there's social media, you know, there's the Me Too has happened. Right. I mean Is this still this is it happened still on happen? national news, so I assume it's still happening. When was this? It was this year, it was the last month. Okay, Gras. yeah. We missed Mardi Gras because Mardi Gras in March or something, right? It uh, 
Mardi Gras ends on Ash Wednesday, which is Easter. Oh, okay. We just missed there it. Yeah, we just missed it. So we'd have That's to go. That's a good time to end the, uh, after all the degeneracy, you have to go right into Easter. We can't do it until I finish the comic anyway, but we could go next year. There you go. Look, could be fun. Mardi Gras, baby. Yeah, Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, I am curious how the whole beads thing got started. That's a weird thing to start. You could do your face reveal, like with your face and just a big rack. There you a, go. A giant Mardi Gras I like rack. It. I like it, yeah. How about that? That's a good idea. I like it. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want my I'd have my face reveal in a way that it couldn't actually be seen on YouTube because it would be too pornographic. <laughs> I don't know go. that that would happen. You probably get me too now. Yes. Be like, that guy grabbed my boobie. Mm -hmm. surreptitiously and then didn't right. give me the beads <laughs> that was the real problem that was a real problem yeah anyway uh, what were we talking about living the walls for two dollars says tiffa is an eco-terrorist why wouldn't she be woke fair point yes fair point uh some weird guy for two dollars says hit up ai Karl marx and turn him into a capitalist <laughs> that'd be interesting we need to work on that to work on it to work on Carl. I wonder if Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force is there. Oh, I would love to talk to Master Shake. Oh, man. He's got to be up there. Yeah. Master Shake. There he is. Nice. Master Shake. Want to talk to Master Shake? Master Shake would be great. Plan some hijinks with Master Shake. Ask Master Shake how he feels about Mardi Gras. Uh, hey, man. How do you feel about Mardi Gras? How do you spell Mardi Gras? And, uh, Mardi Grass. He says, who is this? I'm trying to watch TV. Go bother Meatwad instead. What? What a dick. No, that was the first thing. He didn't respond yet. Hey, man. How do you feel about Mardi Gras? Do you oh, want okay. your jaw knocked loose or should I go straight on to killing you? I'm here to kill your ass. That's all I know. <laughs> what kind of Re fucking answer is that? Really? Oh, man. It doesn't even sound like a fucking... He's in a, like, he's in a bad mood. Bitch, you can't kill shit. You're weak. You are weak ass cup. <laughs> you are a paper cup, <laughs> bitch. What do you call this? Takes off glove and slaps your face. You say I'm weak, you're weak. Glove? You just ripped your own hand off, stupid. <laughs> anyway. I'm yeah. get sucked into another Anyway, I know. It's a dick thing. He says, oh, damn it. It's all right. I got another one. <laughs> slaps me with other hand. That's actually pretty funny. Well, that's <laughs> that's good. a good joke. That's a good joke. Alex cares for $5. I was laughing so hard at respectfully stares at cleavage, which was a huge problem. I was driving and the tears and tunnel vision. <laughs> S-Class is number one. Thank you, Alex. Keep your eyes on the road, Alex. That's we right. I don't want you uh, getting in any car accidents. That's right. I didn't get to use my cleavage joke in her because she never called it out. No. She was too classy. She was, she was too classy. Freaking fry, man. Postman Socrates for one month. 
says, nice to see Uncle E on the show. Hail Comics Gate. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he came on. The trick is, I don't think Ethan likes to plan things in advance. So we had a that socialist guy. Right. We had to reschedule. So I just reached out and was like, hey, you want to come on and talk to us today? And he's like, sure. So that's great. There you go. Ask me for 15MYR says, I know this has nothing to do with what's happening right now, but I got to ask. Do people still think the devil punishes people in hell? Question mark. Adam? Question mark. That's a that is a good question. I'm not sure about that. Does the devil punish people? Yeah, he's you know, or is he, he just there? The, he gives them the hot poker. I I know that's like in like cult like in modern media, the devil is like engaging in the torture. But I don't know. Is that biblically accurate? Does the devil actually engage in the torture? I or don't is know. The devil just kind of there. I don't know. I base everything on your pretty face is going to hell, and okay. there's a lot of torture in that. So, I mean, I always said if the devil, the, the whole concept didn't make sense to me because little Sitch was like, if the devil didn't like God, shouldn't the devil like make hell awesome so that people want to go to hell? That would piss off God. Fair point. There you go. Um, is that one? It's just Abby for five. Aussie Buck says that Chud Logic video Adam shared on Illuminati was great. What an enemy of video editors she is. Oh, you tweeted out. Good. I did. I yeah. yeah. I watched it right after you were talking about how great it yeah. was. Never talked yeah. about my videos like that, but. You make videos? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> the play by play on Twitter. And I mean, Chud is such a great guy. He's like, tried to delete the thread, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny in that video. Yeah. Not gonna get away with it. Not on my watch. <laughs> I don't know how he doesn't have like way more subscribers. He's very funny. He is His hilarious. Are good yeah. content. So I don't know what's going on there. Yes. Uh, Ned for five months. Thanks so much. Says love the show, fellas. Five months in and only one chapter in the righteous mind. Like Adam, I suffer from audiobook only syndrome. Well, there you go. We'll get the audiobook then. True. Come on, Ned. Yeah, you can you can listen to it. Listen Matthew Newman up. for for five and New Zealand dollars says on transing the gaze away. Richie, detransitioner interview on Lotus Eaters, goes into how that happened for him. A team has won me over after bad takes regarding on on G debate. I don't Is know. That I don't know what debated. Unless you were just talking about the conversion of gays debate. So there you go, Adam. Oh, okay. Uh, Sargon had on the Lotus Eaters a person who made the very argument that you were making. Well, I hear it all the time, and I just I think it's a good argument. Like I said, persuasive wise. I just obviously if it's untrue, I don't want to be saying it. But right at this point, it seems like it's true enough for me. There you go. Yeah. I think it's a good argument to make against lefties if it is true. Because right. they'll have a difficult time. You're using their own moral claims against them. Right, yeah. Uh, Ostracy for $10 says, from a conversation Chris Williamson had with Destiny, quote, if I was exclusively right-focused, I'd observe how much further ahead someone else is, and I'd give up shortly after starting. Thoughts? I don't what that? understand What does that, that mean? Yeah. yeah, I don't understand what that means. If I was exclusively right-focused, I'd observed how much further ahead someone else is, and I'd give up shortly after starting. 
like right wing. I don't, how's that right? That's not, that's the opposite of right wing focus. That, that's like the left wing problem. Right? I mean, the right wing attitude is that you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Oh, maybe he's saying that the left is so far ahead in social change that he would look how far ahead they are of him and then they would just give up because it's, we're never going to fix things. That was a tweet. He said it's a Willie, uh, Chris Williamson talk with destiny. Uh, he tweeted out. Yeah. So Chris tweeted out. I'm not familiar with this guy, Chris Williamson. You know who this is? Some kind yeah, of, yeah, he does good content. He's he says a, something he's a enlightened centrist like us. Oh, nice. Yeah. He says something I've reflected on a lot was a great conversation I had with destiny last week. During the episode, we discussed the difference in worldview of people from the left who focus on systemic problems and how they hold people back and people on the right who focus on absolute achievement and can be achieved by the individual. If I was exclusively less focused, I'd let my restrictions define me, so I would never bother to do anything. If I was exclusively right focused, I deserved how much further ahead someone else is and I'd give up shortly after starting. I don't know if I agree with that right-wing framing. And it's completely opposite of Scott Adams. Scott Adams is like, the right is into systems and the left is into goals. Well, no, no, he's... Oh, I see. This, you know is, this is systems well, versus individualism, but the it's left interesting. Is, has the systems. Yes. But there, I, I feel like the left and right, if, if we're going to break things down to systems versus goals, I think both the left and the right use systems versus goals. They just use it in different ways. Well, actually, no. So, cause, so like the left... Well, actually, no, it might actually confirm what I'm saying. Because if the left believes that systems are inherently bad, that's why they're goal-oriented. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? So that yeah. might maybe... Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Destiny summarized his blending of these worldviews very nicely. Quote, I'm going to work as hard as possible I can be. I can because I want to be the best version of myself. I recognize that how good I can be as myself might be controlled by some environmental factors. These environmental factors provide the range I can exist within. But within this range, my personal effort entirely determines where I exist. And I think that's a, a, I think that's a great way of, of framing it. Now, let's call this the two-step potential theory. Two-step potential theory is a lovely blending of the individual agency with real-world limitations. Your efforts have tons of control over your outcomes within the range that your world's limitations will allow. Behavioral genetics teaches us on average around 50% of everything we are psychologically is inherited from our parents. Um, 50% of our outcomes are limited by our genetics. Yes, but that also means 50% are up to you. This is yet another reason to only compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Good point. It's also another reason to try lots of things until you find the intersection of something you love and something you're good at. Because somewhere you will have a pursuit where your range essentially has an unlimited ceiling. And once you find it, it's all on you to maximize that potential. Well, that's a, that's nice. I like that. I still don't understand the exclusively right-wing focused thing. People have different ideas of left and right that are obviously well, incorrect. Our way is the perfect way, but... That's true. But well, I agree to the worldview thing when he says left people focus on systemic problems and how they hold people back. That's definitely true. And right people focus on absolute achievement as can be achieved by the individual. I, I think that's completely true. Right. Um... Well, that's true for like moderate right and slash libertarians because the further right you get, the more collectivist they become. So, which is kind of interesting. But, mm. but anyway, yeah, interesting. I didn't really agree with it either. It seemed not correct at all. I, I guess I don't really understand what he means by it. 
So, because that's not how I would ever conceptualize it. Uh, Nihilist Anonymous for five dollars says Jack Murphy's a loud and proud cuck who has occasionally enjoyed his wife jamming cumbersome objects into him. Speaking of which, talk to Destiny. Ouch. <laughs> That's funny. Devin Goad for five months says 9.5% alcohol. Calm, cloudy night, bad luck today, running DoorDash, free free will sealer stickers. Oh, sorry to hear that, Dev. But thank you for being a five-month free will seeker. Yeah, sounds like maybe you're hungover. There you go. Uh, Rich Jammer for five, 55, please, says 2D girls are superior. Isn't Tifa 3D on a PS1? <laughs> True. Listen, 2D, 2D just means fictional, okay? Fictional cartoon or video game character. It's on a flat screen. But Tifa's far from flat. flat. That, that'd be true. Yeah. That'd be true. <laughs> Oh my god. What? <laughs> Zero Fox just tweeted something out. Oh no. I just retweeted. It's pretty funny. Oh no. Why would you do that? He put big red on Tifa's body. I saw that, yeah. Yes. Tifa Lockhart in the critical race theory. Uh, let me a look woman, at the... A woman being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy and going through... Ch Childbirth is more than just inconvenient. Soldoge uh, for two dollars says Adam's description of people paying taxes only applies to people who had direct control of where the taxes are going. Most people don't agree with how the majority of taxes are spent, but bureaucracies get more say in it than voters. Yep. Uh, Magor for two dollars says, in terms of Sitch's unused credits, Sitch, you can send GIF audiobooks to Adam. Sitch should send Adam erotica. No. My wife likes this one called The Court of Thorns and Roses, but my immortal fanfiction work too. If that's true, Magor, I'm going to be sending Adam so much erotica on his Audible. Try, send me one. I'll see if I can return it and get the credit. I'm assuming it returns me the credit. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, damn it. Arithmus for $2 says, what do you guys think about all the celebrities whinging about losing their blue check marks? Oh, I talked about this. And, and protesting the eight dollars, then when Elon gives it back for free, they happily accept it. It's so petty. I think it's hilarious. It's the most pathetic discourse we've had in a long time. All these fucking whiny fucking little babies who are so upset that their status symbol, my little status symbol of having a blue check mark, is taken away from me, and I have to pay for it. Oh, it's like the most sour grapes, and then now they're like, oh. Having a blue check mark is like a bad thing. It's like the most disgustingly, obviously sour grapes, pathetic fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. It's kind of, um, it is kind of cool that Elon is fucking with him, though. That like, is, yeah, that's hilarious. Right. Taking him away and giving, right. like, what, who? It's uh, just to fuck with him. It's so weird. Yes. Because the status symbol of it is kind of gone now. It is, but yeah. they still th think it's there. They're like, "Put the check next to my name, please." I have to pay eight dollars a month as a celebrity. Well, that's what's weird about oh it. It's my like God. these celebrities. I mean, they gotta look. Eight dollars is not a giant ask for a platform that they're on twenty four seven. Right. The the worst was I don't know if you saw this. 
the most embarrassing was uh, Bette Midler, I did, yeah. which is hilarious because my mom was like some huge Bette Midler fan. Off the show, talk to her about this. She changed her avatar to a blue check mark, and she changed her Twitter banner to just be like a bunch of blue check marks repeating. Yeah, she tweeted like, out a bunch of incendiary shit too. That yes. was just like, I was like, and then so Elon cringe. gave the check mark back, and she's like, "Oh, thank you, Elon." Oh, did he really? He he. She was saying <laughs> shit like, "Oh." You know, fuck you, Elon. You're a bastard. <laughs> like, just no. She doesn't have shit. a check mark right now. Oh, really? She does not. So unless well, maybe, he gave it to her and then took it away again. Maybe he did take it away. Her Twitter bio is: "We sacrifice our children to the god of the gun." Yeah. And then she tweeted out, "I'm celebrating with a six pack of Bud Light and a bag of M and M's while wearing Mickey Mouse ears and flying a rainbow flag." Yeah, she's really, you can tell she's like really into the politics. Yeah, but see, she's she lost the boat. Bud Light's already, she should be mad at Bud Light for backing down, for firing that person. Okay. She, oh, Bette Miller said, Elon Musk has unverified me again? Yeah, see, he did give it to her. It's <laughs> hilarious. She thanked him. I saw a tweet where she was like, thank you, Elon. Right. She must have deleted that tweet. I don't think she knows how to use Twitter. She said, Oh, look, thank said, you, Elon, right here, April 22nd. She said, you, Hashtag Elon Musk has unverified me, hashtag again. Why is again a hashtag? I guess he didn't like my gag. Elon, you silly man, where's your sense of humor? I thought for sure you'd enjoy all those checks. They weren't easy. Elon is signing that. I'm, oh, it, this is the one that was pathetic. Right. Elon deciding that I'm not me, I'm fake and obliging and obliging me who has contributed mightily to your platform at least until you tweak the algorithm and tanked my metrics <laughs> look even bet midler is concerned about, about her, her metrics. Twitter metrics i know Jesus Christ. you're rich and famous like you go to the fucking oscars once a year oh, and you're worried you. You're worried about your Twitter metrics. This right. Twitter has literally driven people insane, Sitch. Look, you're one of the most powerful people in the world. You're on Twitter complaining about politics. Well, you, you didn't so finish reading it because he was stupider. Oh, she I says, know. Go ahead. Continue. You pay monthly because you don't have enough money and, and you're humiliated because everyone thinks you're a pathetic douche is the funniest thing you've ever done let that sink in sorry to hear about your rocket you know what's that, you know what is even sadder about this if she would have paid the fucking eight dollars she could have made that one tweet instead of two tweets <laughs> like what the fuck right <laughs> why you're doing a twitter thread here about how never break up pathetic douche between two tweets come on bet <laughs> no her she had a tweet before that that said elon took my blue check away exclamation mark i'm unverified exclamation mark after all these years and thousands of tweets and free content this worm has the nerve to decertify me <laughs> <laughs> that's a real fucking tweet i didn't make that up this worm has the nerve to decertify me, this is, Bette Midler. This Jesus is what, Christ. Look, this is what I was telling you. I went and read these tweets, oh my and I was like, God. holy shit, what a fucking bitch. 
And then you look up a little bit and it's like, thank you, Elon. It's like she just got her, she got her check mark back. So she's like, oh, good. Yes, Elon, yes. Elon gave me back my check mark, but I didn't pay yeah. for it. So, so, so after, yeah, so after she called him a worm, the fucking ego, this person's the nerve to just, this worm has the nerve to decertify. How could you tweet that? And Jesus Christ. Right. I don't know how you could fucking tweet that with any sort of semblance of self-awareness. And then two days later, she gets it back and says, thank you, Elon. Why does she put hashtag Elon every time? You know, you can at him, right? You should at Elon. You should hashtag him. Um, this is all fucking boomer, boomer terror stuff. And then the next day she said, yes, Elon gave me my blue check, but I didn't pay for it. Does that make me a good guy or a bad guy? I'm so confused. So far, only 400 people have signed on to get their checks back. Guess Twitter is going through an unscheduled disassembly, too. Wow. So how does she know? I guess she's talking about 400 celebrities that had checks and didn't, didn't get them yeah, back. Yeah, I don't know. How do they know that? Are they keeping track? Is Bette Midler Someone's like keeping track, yeah. looking at all the witches of Eastwick and going, are they going to get their Twitter back? <laughs> are they going to get their check marks back? Right, right. Did Jack Nicholson pay for his his check mark? She asked her horoscope. It's so, I don't follow, I don't really follow any celebrities. Well, the problem, all these, like all the normal celebrities especially older ones are so brain dead. They just like literally, they, they still just regurgitate everything. The mainstream media and news tells them and they just assume it's all true. I don't think Jack That's Nicholson like, is even on Twitter. It no, doesn't look like it. Of course he's, not. he's like famous for not like being involved with anything. Jack Nicholson is like, I think Twitter would, I don't like it when I see celebrities devolving into exactly what you're saying. Like just regurgitating what Rachel Maddow tells them. Oh, it's mm -hmm. so crazy. It's crazy that it is how stupid they are. It is. It's very sad. That's the weird. The weird thing about Twitter was to learn how all like all the famous people you liked were all fucking idiots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know that from you know being in and around being Hollywood. LA. Yeah. You realize because you know people, smart people a lot of times. Well, not now. It used to be smart people were the writers and they would write the scripts and you know. So yeah. the celebrities would say smart things because a smart person actually wrote it. But they don't have anything smart to say outside of just reading the script. Right. Well, it's weird when you... Because, yeah, I was like, I was watching, you know, Red Letter Media did their last video on the last episode of Picard. And they are saying that a lot of people think that the first two seasons, the first two seasons of Picard and the shittiness of them was like some of it was Patrick Stewart kind of wanted certain things to be in the episodes. Oh, really? That were terrible. And I've, I keep, I've heard this from a lot of people who've worked with actors saying that actors very often, not always, but very often actors are like really stupid and don't understand anything about storytelling. Right, yeah. Which to me just seems so like, like if you're like Patrick Stewart, you've been doing this your whole fucking life. You've been playing the character of Jean-Luc Picard forever. Like, how do you not understand like some of this shit? I don't know, just wild to me. Because they see it from the emotional perspective. That's their job is to like emote. Uh -huh. right. So they're like, oh, this this scene, this really powerful moment will be like the thing everybody remembers. We got to get that powerful moment into the script. And they're like, right. well, Picard doesn't have kids. I, like, how can he? 
How can he like, mourn not... the loss of a child? He doesn't have kids. <laughs> Just put it in there. <laughs> Find You're a right. way. You're exactly right. That's the answer. That's exactly the answer. Yeah, they totally. just want the emotional scene. You know? Right. I want to have a death scene, but not really die. Right. <laughs> right. But then it's like, as soon as you put it in there, it's like, well, wouldn't it be better if he had more kids? Maybe eight or nine kids. <laughs> It'd make it make more it impactful. more emotional. They all die in a car accident. Yeah. So they're just they're going for some idea that they think is going to be great, but really not so much. Mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr. holding Ben Stiller's blowed off hands. The scene is about emotionality. Yeah. It's got to have emotionality. Yeah. I mean, it's true to some extent, but, you know, there's a limit. The context of the story is important. Of course. Uh, our good friend... The one, the only, the real, definitely not an imposter academic agent for $2. Oh, sweet. Says, uh, Tifa scares me. I prefer Eris. And whoever that girl was at Don Cornelio. <laughs> and whoever that girl was at Don, at Don Corneo's palace in chapter nine. Listen, academic agent, I tell you this. That girl that you're really attracted to was a man. Oh, no. That Did was a man in drag. Okay. Did he get trapped? I think he, he got trick trapped. Did he trapped. get the old trapper? He got the old jerky? trapper keeper. He got the old trapper jerky. <laughs> he got some old trapper's beef, if you know what I mean. He pulled those shorts down, and it was the old trapper beef. <laughs> it was some old trapper's hog, if you know what I mean. Damn it. He got a little bit of the old trapper pork, if you know what I'm saying. Well. <laughs> There you go. I'm sure he enjoyed it anyway. I'm sure he did. So, I mean, it's listen, it's not Tom Girl abs if the Tom Girl's really a boy, right? Oh, and it's yeah. just abs. That's safe. Yeah. Uh, Soldosh for $2 says, Until now, I've never taken a side on A-Team or S-Class, but after watching Sitch speedrun a parasocial <laughs> After seeing Sitch speedrun a parasocial relationship faster than I did with Sitch and Adam, all I have to say is, a team gets married while S class talks to AI. Yeah, there you go. Well, what yeah. is that? So you're not interesting. You're not still not taking sides. No, I think he's. I think he's saying he's A team now. Okay, good. So there you go. Awesome, uh, girl, Sarah. Listen, the fact that I sped run a parasocial relationship with a with a robot. That's I should get like a medal for that. Okay. I thought it was entertaining. Yes. Very entertaining content myself. So. Thank you. I did too. It was a good idea, Adam. It was a good idea. Now we got to talk to Shrek and ask Shrek about Shrek's politics. Yeah. That's the next step. We have to convert all of the of the celebrity <laughs> anime characters. To be anti-woke. Yeah. Look, this that, is part of the culture war. Right. If it actually would like remember and, and keep that information, that'd be hilarious. Like we have to turn the bots anti-woke, everybody. We might need uh, to do some hacking to right. pull that off. Uh, Goro Cero for $5 says, Before the segment started, I was a, a Luddite. You guys have convinced me. I'm downloading Final Fantasy VII for the PS Vista, PS Vita as we speak. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. I'm glad. I thought it would have made you more of a Luddite. Awesome. Yeah. I still never played the remake. One day. 
PLO, PLO2, PL for $5. Thank you, PL. says, allow me to remind you that your library should have access to a ton of audiobooks you can download from your home onto your phone. Really? Well, there yeah, you go, you guys. Don't, you don't do that? I didn't even oh, know it was an option. Oh, the library, yeah. The library, yeah. So, you, oh, so check it out, I guys. Wonder. Check your local library. See if you get free audiobooks they can on your phone. Wow. I might do that. All right. CT says, if you talk to Shrek, you should get Mahler on, who is Scottish, to voice him. Oh, that would be cool. That's funny. Even though Mahler is Welsh. That was the joke. Oh, it's a joke? Oh. Uh, fondue for two dollars says literal public tantrum. Where are her parents? <laughs> true. True, 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 true. How old is Tifa? I hope she's eighteen. I hope none of that was. Uh, Tifa's in her twenties, I believe. You never can tell with these video game characters because right. the way they yeah. look doesn't necessarily mean anything. We're not going to get in trouble. Uh, Tifa Lockhart. Height? No. Age. Tifa is 20 Brianna. years old. Oh, that's good. I don't want Brianna Wu coming after go. us for for the pedo shit. Tifa was 20 years old. 20 years old? That's like barely legal, man. She like, can't even drink. That's, that'd be difficult considering she literally owns and works in a bar. So. Right. I wonder where that I guess, is. I guess they have different age of uh, drinking in Midgar. In New Orleans, you could drink it. 18. Well, actually... Really? I thought it was a federal law. You could buy beer at 18, but you couldn't drink it. You had to be 21 to drink it. But drinking all the bars... Age federal law? No, it's a federal law. The Federal Uniform Drinking Age Act of 1984 sets the minimum age 21. Right. To drink, but to... You can purchase it? To purchase it in New Orleans. Oh, you can... Purchase finger quotes alcohol, but you're not allowed to drink it. That's I swear to God, it was yeah. No, I believe you, but um. So yeah, you could purchase a a drink in a bar, but you weren't technically allowed right. to legally drink it. But everyone did, obviously. They would just uh, the bars were basically 18 years old. Let's see, New Orleans, New Orleans drinking laws for Mardi Gras. Uh, well, New Orleans is open. It. This is from 2018, so maybe it's different now. But yeah. New Orleans is an open container oasis in the middle of a very dry desert. You are allowed to drink in public, obviously. But your drink has to be in a plastic container. There you go. Drinking in public is only technically legal in the French Quarter. Uh, you are allowed to drink if you're 18, as long as you're accompanied, accompanied by a guardian or spouse who is over 21. Nice. There you go. However, Pumplin, public... Humbling. Public drunkenness is still a crime. Yeah, Why don't that? do that. You can grab a frozen daiquiri at a drive-thru. That seems like a fucking bad idea. That's look, we're doing that. When we go, we're doing <laughs> the, that. The frozen daiquiri drive-thru. Hell yeah. Dude, they have it's better better than 31 flavors. They have like 50 of those things. Any flavor you can imagine. Nice. Yeah. Get me some frozen uh what are you gonna get? Uh, get your green tea. My uh, my, I'm just too late. I can't think. My your, brain isn't your working. Your boba. Get your boba. Your boba yeah. tea. My frozen margarita. I've had frozen margarita. Those yeah, are delicious. delicious. 
Yeah. You like yeah. salted or unsalted? Uh, well, if it's frozen, it doesn't really matter. But I mean, if I have a normal margarita, it's usually salted. Salted is good. Yeah. A little salt on the top. Yeah. Love, oh, love me some margarita. You take your tequila shots. We should do that, man. We should make some content. Get drunk. Get hoisted. Sitch and Adam on the road in New Orleans. Like people uh, so do that. There you go. Soldos for $2 says, you guys, you need to know that Wizards of the Coast sent actual Pinkerton agents. <laughs> Pinkerton still exist? To a guy's house because he had unreleased magic cards on a stream. On a separate note, I mailed some interesting cards to Sitch and Adam. You should open them up on stream. You mean you at, you mail them to Adam? You don't have my address, Soldos, right? Well, so Adam, there you go. You got some... Got some magic cards coming to you. Cool, I'll check them out. Cool, yeah, we'll open them on stream. What is this thing about? The, they sent. That's crazy. Wizards of the Coast unreleased magic cards stream. Wizards of the Coast sent Pinkertons to YouTubers' house for magic cards. That's hilarious. Dan Cannon agents showed up at their house and frightened their his wife. They repossessed the cards and told Cannon to take the videos down. They threatened him with jail and a $200,000 fine if he did not cooperate. They wanted to search his entire card collection for stolen... How did he get the cards? How did he even get the cards? Um, I didn't even know the Pinkertons sure. were still fucking around. That's wild to me. Jesus. That's crazy. Okay. Fascinating. Anyways. Anyways. Oh, look, we're done already. Well, this was a great show, man. I had a great it was time. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I laughed very, very hard at all that Tiffa shit. And having <laughs> Ethan on was amazing. And having Sean on was amazing. Yeah. So you got to talk about your Alec Baldwin stuff. Right. We got to, I got to move the argument forward on my thing. Mm -hmm. So next time you have to be nice to me when I bring it up. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for your incredibly generous donations. Thank you so much, Sean, for coming on and talking to us. Thank you so much, Ethan, for coming on and talking to us. And thank you so much, Sammy, for voicing Tifa for all of us. Hope you all had a fantastic time watching us. And you, who have made it to the end of the stream, you are the true free will seekers. And we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye!